When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Folks, welcome to uh, the end of day two, E3 2011 here at the Giant Bomb House. Let's give a great big round of applause to E3. Yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent, excellent. Stop clapping the microphone, Eric Pope. I said, I said round of applause, not round of mic applause. Much better. Uh, let's let's take you around the room, introduce you to who we have on the couch for for the opening hour here, Mr. Bradley Shoemaker. Hey, hi, hello. Uh, laptop in hand, you're going to be uh, uh, cruising through the chat for a little bit. Uh, so uh, if you're watching this live, giantbomb.com/slash/chat. Questions to me. Questions to Bradley. Uh, Mr. Eric Poe from Harmonics. Hi, hello. Is here. Hi, I'm here, guys. I made it. Justin McElroy from Joystick hey. and my brother, my brother, and me. Hi, everybody. Sorry, I'm not skinny. <laughs> um, <laughs> we've got uh, Mike Wilford and Dan Teasdale on on either ends of this couch here from Twisted Pixel and making a beautiful sandwich out of Mr. John Drake uh, from Harmonix. What's up? How's it going, Johnny? Same old. And and uh, Mike and Dan, thank you guys so much for yeah. for making some time to to come out and and hang at our our crummy house. Yeah. How, love to be here. Invite. Um, uh, so I actually want to talk to you guys first off because kind of big surprising news uh, out of E3 yesterday was the shift for uh, Gunstringer from uh, an XBLA title to a full-blown Kinect retail title. Yep. Uh, can you talk just a little bit about like what, like how that came to be and like what that uh, you know what what started that process? Yeah, it was kind of cool. We just you know we were sh- uh, shooting for the March April time frame of releasing the what we thought was going to be like the first XBLA Kinect game. Um, and then Microsoft had like a an executive retreat. Like Balmer was there, and like Don Matrick and Phil Spencer, all these guys went out and were just checking out stuff. And Stuart Platt, my producer over at Microsoft, went over and, and demoed the game for them. And I guess they were looking at it and and thought that it was as good or better than some of the stuff they had coming out. You know, in the the time frame that we were looking at, like September. So like like better than Dance Central Two. <laughs> You're like like if this is what we're riding on this holiday. Yeah, for Connect. Get off that lead. Oh man. It's going out fast. We need like a like a game. No, like a game. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, a, like a video game. Yeah, like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so so we we had some theories around the house of of you know it was it was just a matter of we can't compress all of this FMV to <laughs> to fit it into the the two gig limitation for uh, for uh, for an XBLA game. But it's uh, opened the door for us to add so much more FMV in now. So so, so yeah. I mean yeah I guess that's the question. Is, you know, what does this do to the, to the scope of the game for you guys? Actually, the scope's increased a little. Uh, we added like an extra play to the game that wouldn't have made it in otherwise. Um, but. You know, we pushed really hard on Microsoft. Like, we want the extra time just to polish and make the game better. Because we feel like we haven't really had 
ever been able to do that on a project before, just take our time to polish a game as much as we can. So, Excellent. So, I, I mean, kind of the, the big question making that shift then is, you know, what does this do to price point for you guys? Yeah, I don't think we're supposed to be talking about that yet. And so go, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> we, have, we, have, we have your PR person right off camera here. He'll give you that. All right. <laughs> thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up from PR. So just yeah, go, right, right. PR is freelance <laughs> Go ahead. And Actually, yeah, I think it's still in flux a little bit, so yeah. I, I can't say. But um, there's we're making sure that on our end, we're doing whatever we can to like make sure that there's enough content there to, to make it worthwhile. So we're doing some some cool things you know, to make sure that it's going to be worthwhile. It's not going to be just like a $15 XBLA game being charged like 50 bucks. It's not going to happen. It's an $80 title. <laughs> it's $80. It comes on a really big cart. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, we had to spend more on the 64 megabit cart, so, you know, <laughs> throw a little extra in there. Also, so, it's um, a Halo game now. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It's the holiday, man. We're going to first in a seven-part series. Kicking off this fall. Who saw that coming? New trilogy starting number yeah. four. So, so how's your show going so far? Good. It's really good. Um, we have like four demo stations, you know, that we're using for sh- like playing the game for people, but there's only three of us from Twisted Pixel, so it's kind of crazy <laughs> trying to cover four stations. But uh, yeah, other than the insanity, it's really good. Uh, I think the line today for Gunstringer is like over an hour and a half. For wow. people to just wow. play the game. That's awesome. That's, That's mainly because awesome. I'm just really slow at demoing. I just take a lot of breaks and just leave people hanging yep. around. But you do, you do get to sit exactly. and give your demos. I was, I was saying before, like, I'm never going to make a game where the unique selling point isn't you don't you get to sit because it makes it for the most easiest E3 ever. You're like, oh, let me just show off how sitting's like in this game. You sit down for 10 minutes. <laughs> That's a stuff. lot of good sit. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man, during, during E3, sitting is at such a damn premium yeah, any time you have that opportunity. Whenever, like, going into the backs of booths, and it's like, okay, we're going to demo this game. And we have, like, this special room off to the side where you can go in. And then I'm going to fucking stand there in front of the TV. I'm like, just let's drag that TV over here because there's a couch on the other side of this room. But you're going to make me but, stand here. But in, in their defense, how many times have you gone into a dark room and sat down and fallen asleep in the middle that's of That's also, like, that's the danger of all the theater stuff. It's like, it's like right. you've been running around the floor. It's like, okay, we're going to take in the back room, turn all the lights off. It's super air-conditioned. <laughs> and it's like, the game could be the most interesting thing in the world. And you're just like, all right, going to sit and watch this. <sighs> and you're just gone. You just, just fall away. But that doesn't happen. That's not a problem for you, John Drake, showing off Dance no. Central 2. No, we what don't have lines been you like? Can't you can't sit down. We don't. What? How, how my lines been? Yeah, have you have the lines? My been lines your are game? always. I memorize them all. They're great. Man. I mean, like hour, hour and a half. Like, are you, like gunstringer. No, we don't. I mean, it's a quicker. I think it's a quicker experience. I actually watched some of the gunstringer demos today, uh, and we were both up in the retail experience. I want to talk about this. I, got your, I didn't get in your way. I was making a joke. I want to talk about this this retail experience thing. Like this, this weird shadow <laughs> E3 that exists. Yeah, people don't know. So there's two shadow E3s. Yes. Yeah, there's the financial one. Financially, through everyone's like showing a two and a half second trailer, being like, give me $20 million to like make this game to publishers. And that's the business E3. Well, there's that. Then there's also like the weird investor oh, E3. No, that's, yeah, yeah. But that's imaginary. Because none of them know what's going on. They're just making shit up. How much are they paying you to say that it doesn't exist? (laughs) Um, So, so, okay, so then there's three shadowy threes. I mean, if there's three shadowy threes, does E3 itself become a shadowy three? That's the real question. So... I would say there's the biz dev, wow, deep. the biz yeah. dev E3, <laughs> okay. the the investor E3, yeah. and then the sales E3, and the sales E3 I think is probably the worst E3. Okay. Um, so, uh, but uh, although we have a cool room, uh, so we're actually we're both in the Microsoft retail area, which is actually really nice. But they basically create like a mini store experience, it's like, like Best Buy. It's like a it's yeah. like a small Best Buy okay. with like all Microsoft products and branding. 
And any like floor demonstration you can have. So we had like a Dance Central 2 1 with like a light up floor, and there's like an end cap where you see on the end of a bunch of shelves with like gunstringer in it with some gunstringer branding. And it's like, it's cool in some respects. You think like, oh, the retailers are gonna come in and see there's this cool stuff. I wanna put that on my shelves and buy a bunch of units, and that's what it's supposed to be like that. And we're supposed to be there to be like, show them the game, get them excited. But they don't give a shit. No. Uh, they come in, they're like, I don't know about that color. And I think that uh, we literally saw at one point, like, there was a Gears of War yeah. 3 stand up on top of all the consoles, <laughs> okay. like the demo consoles. And one of the guys from an unnamed retailer from the South, Walmart. Uh, yeah, Walmart, uh, was like, I want to get, get a good look at this. And he just walked up and took it off the top and, like, ripped this giant thing oh. down the floor. Yeah. I was like, it's not that tall. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was taller when it was on top of something else, <laughs> but you moved it. Perspective. False tallness. Yeah, exactly. The retail people also don't get that the connect is a camera, no. so if you walk no. in right. front of it repeatedly, it sort of fucks things up. So this is what we did today. So they were, we, I was watching them give a demo, because the folks who came through, who we were all waiting for to the end of the day, and then they sort of blew us off, uh, actually like only stopped and watched Gunstringer out of all the t- titles there. Like Sports was there, we were there, mm. uh, and they walked all the way around, and I guess they sort of like got stuck. And, like, two of them were really excited about Gunstringer, and the rest of them were all sort of, like, watching and, like, we're like, this is something. And one woman who was interested in it at first got distracted by, like, a phone call and then, like, just forgot that there was a game going on and kept she walking st- in between him and the stopped. camera. She and, stopped and in front of the camera. Right in the middle of his demo and just, like, stared at her phone and looked up. And just like, uh, okay. And then she left and he was like, I started about demo and she came back through and broke it again. Like, just kept walking back and forth. It was awful. Yeah, it was amazing. So that's Shadow E3 number three. Shadow E3-3. Shadow E3. Shadow E3. Shadow 3-3. I'm turn my gaze over to Eric Pope. What do you do during E3? So um, I usually uh, handle the talent that shows up at E3 and a glad hand. What does that glad, mean? Good glad what, hand. what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. By talent, yeah. do you mean like I'm, I'm just gonna ladies? Pl- I'm gonna pluck a name out of the the air here. Just guess a name. Like Suge Knight. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that was a pretty good guess. Yeah, yeah that was a good wow. guess. I worked out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, tell me your Suge Knight story. <laughs> right. I mean, like hours, like within the past few this hours. Is like five, three hours ago. Three yeah. hours ago, okay. I met Sugar Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Is that is that how he introduced himself? <laughs> he, no, he said my name oh, is dude, Mr. Sugar Knight Esquire. Yeah. <laughs> so here's how it went. Down. It was actually Sugar Nightenstein, and they yeah. changed it. They came right. to Ellis Island. It's right. Ellis Island, Island in the yeah. yeah. He's yeah. Eastern European giant black man. Um, so we're at our stage. Uh, our other community manager, Aaron Trites, and I are just standing there, and uh, this very very large man shows up, and I say to Aaron. Who is this Suge Knight looking motherfucker? <laughs> I swear to God, I said that. And he's like, I don't know. This is some fucking guy. And then all of our dancers uh, who uh, work in house, they're our choreographers, and we brought them out here. And they go, Hey, Bob, I'm going to dance for Suge Knight now. Watch. And I was like, what? <laughs> that's not. Well, they, that's not cool that's to like, say great. that out loud no, to yeah. the guy. <laughs> yeah. Right, I know, right. Um, so I'm like, Okay. So I sort of sidle over to this gigantic man and I'm like, Oh, how are you doing? And he's like, Hey, how are you? And he's like, Soft-spoken, very nice, very and like he's talking to me. He's like, "Oh, what's the what's the deal with this game?" Uh, he actually asked me, "So, uh, what's the deal? Are they dancing?" <laughs> <laughs> there are four people in front of him dancing, and there's two screens behind him with people dancing. And it's called so, Dance Central. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so, like, yes. so it's a dancing yes, it's a dance game. game. Well, should I ask you a question? You shut the fuck up. Anyway. <laughs> right. You're not going to give him any sass yeah. there. He's going to hang you off the balcony. <laughs> It's, that's exactly right. I forgot to mention this entire scene was me hanging off a balcony. Um, Are they dancing? Are they dancing? 
I don't know, shit. So, what does it look like yeah. to you? <laughs> so they do their dance, and he's asked me questions. I'm like, yeah, we're bo- based in Boston. These are all choreographers. And he thought it was actually really cool, which was neat. Uh, and then he's like, oh, what's, your, what's your name, man? I'm like, oh, I'm Eric. He's like, oh, cool, I'm Suge. And he shook my hand. I'm like, I know that you're Suge, but you're shaking me. It was awesome. I swear to God, and I don't know why this is a thing, but when he shook my hand, it felt like fire. <laughs> I swear to God, his hand was burning hot. It was burning hot. I went face to face with the devil. And he didn't murder me. Spoilers, I'm still alive. Uh, yes. It was intense. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I gave him my card. I uh, told him I could hook him up with a game and asked him please not to murder me. But all that's true, I swear to God. And this is and this has been the beginning of a Suge Knight to remember. Yeah. <laughs> not of that one. <laughs> this is followed immediately after I went to we did uh, we did a spot on on Jeff Keeley's TV show Majig, mm-hmm. uh, and we went there, and the guys from we know some of the guys from Spike because we used to work at MTV, and so we're in the green room waiting, and we're waiting to do an interview, um, and demo the game. It's the last thing we're doing of the day. We're super psyched to be done, and they just come in. They're like, "Get out of the green room," and we're like, "I uh, what?" Uh, and they're like, "Get out. We need you to get out of the green room right now. Find a seat and just go. Just get out. I don't go." And I was like, "What? Are we gonna die? What's happening?" <laughs> and I walk past Jeff, who just comes off stage, and Jeff goes, "Oh yeah, is T Pain here?" And I was like. <laughs> No. Sort of, if you're actually asking me, like, that's a stupid question. I don't, I don't know why T-Pain would be here. Is that a code name? He's like, no, T-Pain's coming. And T-Pain just, like, saunders in with 18 people. Sure. Proceeds to go on camera and talk about, like, I don't know what. He's like, yeah, iPod app and I don't know. He has, like, he has headphones. Yeah, headphones. Like, I had heard about this. He was, he was on TV, like, during the big, big E3 thing. He's like, yeah, here we've got T-Pain talking about headphones. <laughs> yeah, and it was weird. And then at the end of it, they're like, Jeff Keighley, you know, wonderful networking maven that he is, said, yeah. hey, you want, they're going to play Dance Central. They're going to play a song. You want to you you dance with them? And we knew the answer was no, but do you want to dance with them? And I get out there, and, and he's like, oh, what song are you doing? And someone's like, oh, we're playing Nicki Minaj, Massive Attack. He goes, that song sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, T-Fang. Sorry we don't have your Miami Dolphins theme song, t <laughs> 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 so, If you don't know, that's the best song. So is, is that coming up Dolphins? soon? Or? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, confirmed. Uh, anyway, so T-Fang is Suge Knight. Different eras, you just same look, weird attitude. Look at it straight in the eye and say, "Well, you have comparatively cold hands." So that- <laughs> <laughs> he probably does have like dead cold hands. Right, yeah. <sighs> oh, oh uh, Brad Shoemaker, how's the chat doing? Uh, He's not even. Watching. I had to. I had to close my browser. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> it was a really bad time for you to ask that. It's a really bad time for you to be on the couch right now. You're killing me here. Justin McElroy. Hey, how you doing? I, I am so tired, but yeah. uh, it's it was an excellent day two of E3 for us. I, I had a lot of fun, saw a lot of cool shit. Uh, what have you seen today at the show uh, that is uh, of note? I saw the new Sherlock Holmes game. Yeah, I There's, saw the new Sherlock Holmes game. Wait, hold on. Let's, let's, let's pop the brakes on this for a second. So yeah. as opposed to the old Sherlock Holmes game. Yeah. Uh, check this. Apparently Sherlock Holmes 6. What? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Guy looked me dead in the eye and said, this is, of course, uh, this is my uh, generic Eastern European accent. I'm not this sure what this is. This is so racist already. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, this is, of course, Sherlock Holmes 6. Uh, we've been working on making them since 2001. <laughs> sure. Sure, is that Sherlock Holmes sex? Like, yeah. <laughs> adult-only game? It's a game. title. Um, <laughs> no. 
So this guy, he tells Sherlock Holmes, and it's the first one they're sort of making specifically for consoles. Jack the Fifth, Sherlock Holmes Five, SH Five, as I've come to call it internally. <laughs> Shiv, Shiv, Shiv came. The, the E is a five in Sherlock. <laughs> The fifth Sherlock Holmes came to 360. It was sort of a, a, a back-ended port. This one is made with console gamers in mind because apparently their audience was just women for the first five games, and the audience was dwindling. So Sherlock Holmes 6. Dwindling from what to what? Yeah, you could only play it at a curves. At a, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this guy is I'm, he's talking to me about, I'm already like having a complete panic attack, realizing this gentleman has been making Sherlock Holmes games for a decade. <laughs> The game actually looks kind of neat. I mean, they, they, it looks comparable to most console games. It's an adventure game, and um, you know, there's there's dialogue wheels and hunting for clues and stuff. But this guy s- starts talking about about the plot of Sherlock Holmes, and he says, "So what you've come to discover is uh, Sherlock Holmes uh, is a very he's acting very dark. Uh, he's very um, uh, he he gets gets dirty with his interrogations." He's doing weird things, doing crimes, until up until the point where he's he's killed he killed somebody, and then he uh, if you're gonna play this game, turn your radio down for the next like two minutes. And Sherlock Holmes gets over to kill somebody, and his friend Doctor Watson has to raise firearms against him, and he shoots Sherlock Holmes and kills him. Oh my god! Oh my god! And then you finish the game as John Watson. No, this is about 10 hours in. <laughs> How bad are you in demo? Like, you're not supposed to tell me all the shit that happened. <laughs> and I, well, like, if they just well, say, fuck, what do you do with Sherlock Holmes 7 then? That is exactly what I said to him. <laughs> How do you make Sherlock Holmes 7? And he says, that you'll have to wait and see. <laughs> I'm like, the funny thing about it is, if he told me about that before, I would have been like, hey, yeah, fuck you. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> To an entire audience, let them know that this series has existed for a decade and then ruined the entire thing. These highs and lows, just these swings are too hard, man. I can't. I, and the worst part about it was, I was in there with two Finnish dudes who were looking and nodding along. Like, oh, oh, yeah. But they knew. They're like, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. uh huh. Sounds about right. No, I played, I, I played five like a half dozen times. Sure, I, I had to get the really good ending. So you know, Finnish people don't make a game where the hero doesn't die two thirds of the way. It's a trope at this point. It's like cra- barrels and crates. Wait, wait, was this? <laughs> so crates and barrels. <laughs> Floating barrels and crate puzzles. There we go. <laughs> so I'm kind of freaked out. I just got out there five shots. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. It's understandable. Right? You're right. You're right. <laughs> 
So wait, hold on. That was supposed to be your Finnish accent? What? No. Uh, I don't <laughs> want to finish. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to distinguish between... Okay. Yeah. I You're saying he, he was generically Eastern he, European. Yeah. Middle Eastern, I thought you said. No, no. <laughs> it sounded Middle Eastern to me. Whoa, no. That's the racist No, Yeah. 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 Racism card. Yeah, I guess... Sorry, on, I'm... On race. the field yeah. to Eric Poe. <laughs> Accepted. Five-yard penalty. <laughs> that accent was Middle Eastern. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. All right. Wait, what, no, what, what publisher, like, what short fucking straw did you pull yeah, well, that was like, happened. yeah, okay, Justin, you got to go and check out the well, Sherlock Holmes game? It was, it was Focus Home Interactive was the publisher, and the developer is, I guess, Sherlock Holmes Studios, I'm guessing. <laughs> but the, uh, the other thing I saw there was actually really cool. It was called um, uh, Rotastic, and it is a, it's coming to XBLA, PSN, I've never heard it before. Coming to uh, XBLA in September, um, sort of a action puzzle game I guess uh, where you uh, there's a single screen and there's a bunch of pegs and your character has a grappling hook and as you're falling if he's within range of a grappling hook you press A he shoots it out and starts spinning around the, the thing and there are he can you know let's go at the right moment use the inertia to go to the next peg and he uh, catches trying to collect gems to get points so it's kind of like Star Drone yeah, it, for PSN, it, I, it's, that, it's a move game, and it's it's all like that kind of you know, you get like like the the, the rotational momentum. Then you're flying off and trying to like aim towards other yeah, like paths exactly. or pegs exactly. or, or you things get to bonus points for doing certain maneuvers. Like if you can pull off a figure eight, you'll get bonus points for that. It's got a uh, like traps and different puzzles and stuff like like if you as you spin, you generate a shield that can protect you from traps. So there's also a, this element of trying to get on and build up your shield before the trout comes. There's also a up to four-player online or couch co-op where four people are swinging around doing this. And if you connect to the same peg as your buddy, but with a tighter, the shorter rope, then as you spin around, you'll cut his rope and just send him flying. So it's madness, basically. Like four people spinning around, cutting each other's ropes and, and uh, getting gems. It's It, it looks great. It, looks like it sounds fun. like Eric also had his rope cut by Chug Knight earlier today. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Just uh, put his hands on the rope, and it just sent the flame. Yeah. Covered in blood. blood. Yeah. You think yeah. Blood. <laughs> his other hand was covered in Biggie Small's blood. <laughs> now, that wasn't bad. That was awful. That was really bad. Sorry, Biggie. It happened. <laughs> uh, Pope, you do anything else uh, fun today other than almost <clears throat> die? Um, meeting the devil? So, the Microsoft booth is crazy. <laughs> they have really weird people milling about. Um, there's a storage closet where we keep our crap... <laughs> And uh, we were dropping our crap off, and in the room directly next to the storage closet was uh, uh, Hulk Hogan. Just oh, yeah. sitting in a waiting room by himself, like, cold, dead eyes. Like, Wait, he wasn't wearing sunglasses? No, it That's was so scary. sad. And his hot dog colored skin, <laughs> and just like a broken man. Yeah. And, and his murderer son was with him. So I've seen oh, okay. two murderers in two days. <laughs> this is actually how Pope greeted me after like we closed all the booze down and went up to the VIP area. Pope comes to me, guess what? I saw two murderers today. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, wow, I don't that's, that's usually great. see that many murderers. That you know of. Right. Hoping for an E3 Open. hat trick by the end. Yeah, we're going for the hat trick. I need to come dance on the Transcendental stage. So that's always, always the, the weird thing. Like when you walk into booths during E3, like you know, just you randomly, oh, randomly see weird ass celebrities, and I have to imagine that that's that happens more often and and in a weirder context for you guys demoing the games of you know, especially with you know, Gunstringer and, and, and Dance Central Two, of just random ass people and anyone other than than T Pain that you ran into today, John Drake. Uh, today was 
pretty mellow because I was in that retail room, which is like you know the the limbo between society and hell, uh, right. where I was trapped for a couple hours. Yeah. But the uh, I don't know. This week's been pretty. Spielberg quiet. Was, was walking around. Yeah, Spielberg was walking around. I, I heard all the buzz about yeah. the Spielberger. The Spielbergler. What else did we see today? I don't know. It hasn't been that talent filled of an E3. I mean, like, but also looking at the press conferences, like other than Kobe Bryant, like, was there anyone who was super? No, everyone kind of everyone kind of said like, no, we're not gonna you know, do that. Do that. And then immediately Kobe Bryant came out. And until, yeah, until Kobe Bryant came out and was super awkward. Ice T, right? But Ice T is sure. like Ice T being in a Gears Three thing is like it's like he's in the, being yeah, in Gears yeah, Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's uh, yeah. what from from Kadeem a different world. Partisan? Yep. Really? Wait, really? He was playing Batman today. Was Dougie Doug there too? <laughs> Not to my knowledge. I saw, I saw Greg Grunberg in the back of the 2K booth, just like similar. But yeah, that's, I, I got kicked yeah. off a Wii U unit by Zachary Levi. Oh, that's right. That's oh, right. He, he knocked over uh, my drink when his entourage knocked over my drink when I was eating lunch. We saw. Uh, we saw. I delivered Snoop- a rock into his house once. <laughs> Fuck my drink up. We saw we saw Snoop Dogg playing Rage at yeah. Bethesda. Well, that was That's my cool. theory as to why Suge was there. He's still trying to murder Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> He's just been tailing him for 15 years. There's a whole U-Star. Like, U-Star is actually just a huge plot to yeah. murder Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> Which would explain a lot about the, U-Star. The Snoop Dogg involvement in U-Star is the weirdest fucking I thing. I don't know what's happening. I mean, I know, I know some of the... Some it's of the money. Folks, Snoop Dogg yeah, will be involved the, in anything. Yeah. Some of the folks from MTV Games have made their way over into that project, and it seems like a similar... Oh, okay. Oh, good, good talent. Peeps. Good people. Good people. Good, like great. them a lot. No hard yep. feelings. Great. <laughs> Dan can tell you all about Dan that. Dan yeah, what do you guys think about MTV Games? Men. The, <laughs> best, the men. best MTV people I have ever met were from MTV. So... <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> that sounds like sarcasm, Dan. I'm just gonna, right, I'm just gonna call you on this one. Totally not sarcastic. But actually, some people are nice. <laughs> a couple of people here yeah. and there. The were impenetrable nice. accent of Dan Teasdale. <laughs> <laughs> sarcastic. What's going on? Four years of that. Brett Shoemaker, yes, sir. Have we gotten back into the chat? Yes. Have we figured this shit out? Uh, yes. Uh, Friend of the site, BuzzClick, wants you and Justin to do an Australian accent off. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't figure with Dan is the Teasdale, yeah, Teasdale no, yeah. can officiate, so it seems like Oh, man, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of freaked out. He, he, he's <laughs> being, d- demanded on the, being demanded on the sport oh. to do an Australian accent. It's a bit odd. Are you trying to get me to leave? Is this, you can just like tell me to leave. Like, yeah. If you wanted you to leave, you'd have been deported already. <laughs> I've always thought Dan is one of the more disappointing Australian accents. It's just yeah. it's not it's it, not the accent. Has I anyone else to noticed like Peter Moore's uh, English accent really fading away? Like he's <laughs> just barely still got a hold of a that. That, that only yeah. lasts for a couple of years. Like I've I've got this weird mix of like Boston plus Australia plus English plus whatever. Well, else. now you're in Texas, Chaos. and that's now it's yeah. just going to get really. Weird. Yeah, people just have no idea where I'm from. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I already did Come mine. Yeah. Maybe you should get another one. Oh boy. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard. I'll... I I just did my Australian accent. <laughs> Australia's in Eastern Europe, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's good it is good demo of Sherlock Holmes. Put a shrimp on Barbie. <laughs> That's not knife this knife. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good deal. I go and walk about for Benjamin. <laughs> I think that they. I was asked to do that because my my uh, accents are always 
uh, not maybe not of the highest quality. Do you, no, don't uh, let my no, don't let my Eastern European <laughs> deceive you. Yeah. That one I Eastern Eastern European. It's that and Michael Caine. That's amazing. Oh, oh my god! god. That's right. came out with I love a good Michael Caine. Let's hear your Michael Caine. Shit! What? <laughs> you just mentioned what? it. You said that's your one good accent. Let's hear it. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so good. I don't have a good Michael Caine. I just picked him out of fucking thin air. <laughs> Why'd you say it? I'd say lots of oh, things. Yeah, I really hope so. God. He's not gonna do it. as if he was Suge Knight. He grows a beard. That's what he does. He doesn't talk. He just Otherwise, grows. it's the same person. He grows a giant Isaac Hayes beard. <laughs> Brad, give me, give, give me more questions out of this. Somebody chat, ask please. a question. Nobody's asking questions. Oh, okay. Wow. Everyone well, stop yelling at each other and asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is boring. We're all going to talk to each other instead. Yeah, I learned something about Spielberg because he was you know, playing uh, playing some gunstringer with his son, Max. Okay. Really? Wow. And, nice. Uh, That's awesome. And uh, Max really dug it, so he came out and... You know, uh, Phil Spencer introduced me to, to Max, and he was just telling us about the game. It was really nice, really cool. We gave him a couple of Ms. Bushman beta codes, and then they went off. And it's just kind of weird, though, you know, talking to Max, and then his dad just comes over and is just, you know, getting in on the conversation, like, you know, cool, awesome. Spielberg's there. Um, but, uh, Be completely casual. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I'll talk to you also about my game. Yeah. Want to play Ms. Bushman, too? Um, give you a beta code. <laughs> How's the beta going? It's going good. I just started Monday, so we have like a crap load of emails we have to go through. But right, but uh, so far so good. It's always fun, like just going and looking at your like email count during E3, and it's like, yeah, that number's getting really big. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I have yeah. no time to look at that right now. Someone asked me like an administrative question, and I literally just said back like laughing. I just, I was like, <laughs> hey, do you think this invoice should be this budget code? I was like, I'm not answering this question. Are you serious? I've been up for 40 hours. But I will go. respond to sass you. Yeah. That's classic. <laughs> I even know which code I want you to use, but fuck you. <laughs> ha 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 ha. I'm setting this at 2 o'clock, but it probably won't come out until 7 because the Wi Fi on the floor is fucked. <laughs> There's Wi-Fi on the floor? No, you know what I mean. Not Wi-Fi. Whatever the other thing is. Service. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. 3G. <laughs> I would actually like... I would love to know what Spielberg thinks about Connect. Guys, someone's at the door. Guys, someone's at the door. It's Let's Steven see Spielberg. who it is. I love this reveal. <laughs> it's hey. Oh, sir, come on in, please. What is up? Welcome. Seersucker. We, uh, we don't have room for you on the couch just yet, but uh, if you'll, you'll come on over here and, and take all a seat, please. Awesome. Um, yeah, completely I mean, derailed. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, you know, he he, uh, he. I didn't hear anything from Spielberg himself, but you know, his son Max was super into it. Uh, but then when I was walking out, ran into Tim Schaefer, told him the story, and Tim was like, you know, apparently when you're Spielberg, whenever you have a, a question about a video game, you just call the developers directly. So he was telling me how like when Max was eight, apparently Spielberg calls Tim Schaefer. And he's like, hello? And he's like, yeah, this is Steven Spielberg. And uh, my son is stuck in one of your games. Oh, my God. <laughs> and wow. I'd like you to talk to him. And he hands the phone to Max. Eight-year-old. Yeah. And, uh, but I guess ever since then, they've kind of stayed in touch. So That's crazy. Oh. They need to join forces. Yeah. But, yeah, like with Minority Report, and, like, that's, that's the go-to when, when someone needs a quick soundbite about what Connect is. Oh, it's like Minority Report. Right. Yeah. So I would actually love to hear what he thinks about this technology sort of getting closer to his crazy movie. 
you well, can like get them on the horn. You can like expand <laughs> whenever someone has a question. Whenever, whenever game journalists have right. questions about <laughs> all Steven Spielberg, yeah. Steven Spielberg movies, you just call them up. And yeah. I was gonna go to Wikipedia, but why don't we just call Steven Spielberg instead? <laughs> I've been looking for the Sherlock Holmes game for like a couple months. Have you seen it anywhere in your travels with Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're stuck? No, you have to let Sherlock die. That's, yeah. that's, <laughs> no, that's supposed to happen. You're looking for another choice. Stop yeah, looking. It seems like a failure state. The game's named after him, but he has to die. That's yeah. like something you wouldn't even include in, like, the fact. Like, you just... You would it, just... Would be on the, it would be on the press sheet. Like, whatever you do, don't mention the part. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler, yeah. It's, it's on like... the second page, so just know when you turn to the second page, you're going to have this big... And don't mention that in your reviews, like... That's How much game is left after that, though? <laughs> I don't know, but get ready for the visceral thrill of playing as Dr. John Watson for hours. He said actually about, about 15. So about half and half Whoa. classic c- character and half his chubby <laughs> buddy. I can't, I, can't, I can't wait for the new Sherlock Holmes movie where Robert Downey Jr. just takes a bullet to the face in the first four minutes. <laughs> <sighs> I would so, like a good Jude Law game. His, his face is really hard to model, though, so uh, they probably would It's very do sharp. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only thing left is Watson's got to die in Shevin, right? That's the only thing left. Like, 10 hours in, <laughs> Watson just, dies. It's just a freeze frame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't know where to go from here. It's just done. <laughs> uh, Justin, what else have you seen today other <laughs> than insane Sherlock That is the only game you've talked about. <laughs> <on someone>. <laughs> <laughs> Flushed everything out of your mind. I, I, w- I went and saw the uh, the Bioshock Infinite demo. Yes. Which, yeah, I went and, and got managed to sit in on that as well. Uh, it's It's dense. There's so much shit going on in that demo, and it's like a maybe ten minute. Is maybe. it gameplay or is it a just yeah? A it's someone, no, someone is playing that game. Oh, you wouldn't, oh God! You wouldn't. Hey, everyone else, if I was here. Ah, shit. Uh, I just he's, made this and he's wearing a name you tag for to, some reason. Continue to be a disappointment to everyone. <laughs> you wouldn't know. I mean, like if I was a a developer making a first person shooter that, and then I saw that demo, I'd be pretty, I'd be pretty freaked out. It's it's pretty crazy. There's yeah there's there's I mean there's like even just like the basic idea of all right you're in Colombia is this it's this you know turn of the century flying city like yeah. just that very notion and then all of the like just how much of the aesthetics are thought through for like every tiny fucking detail yeah. to to fit this this weird fantastical uh, setting that they've established and all this character stuff, like your character that you're playing as Booker DeWitt is, like, there's a ton of dialogue for him and for Elizabeth, this girl that he's trying to protect. And they, they you know, they, they had someone come up and and, uh, and talk briefly uh, about the game, kind of give you a little bit of setup about what's going on in case you, you hadn't seen anything else about Bioshock Infinite before. But then, like, after that, like, there's these crazy powers that are being used by Booker and by Elizabeth, and there's the Sky Rail stuff happening, and there are these, like, fighting uh, factions inside of, of, of uh, Columbia, and it's just, it's, it's bananas. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, like, one of the, like, we were talking outside a little bit, Justin, beforehand, and uh, sure. kind, of, kind of one of the, the crazy things that, that's, that's hard to parse out of that, that, uh, that demo is, you know, there are things happening, you can't really tell, like, What's triggering it? Like, right. di- like you kind of like are looking over to the side and you see something, and then dialogue kind of just starts happening. One um, of those game journalist things you wish you could like shut off in your head, but that's what you see, and you think, well, wait a minute, how are they? I didn't see a button prompt for that. How do they? Like they'll look at um. Well, you're you... thinking about like how do I play this game? Right. How, is re- like like it... once I actually get my hands on this game, what is this experience actually going to be like? And you know when they're flying around, this, like they're in the middle of a fight, 
and then this Zeppelin shows up. There's like a, you know, just a ground fight with a, a bunch of guys shooting, you know, machine guns and RPGs and shit at you. And this Zeppelin comes flying up over the horizon, and Booger's like, all right, give me a second, I'll be right back. Hops up, jumps on one of these 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 sky rails, and just fucking flies off. As you do. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Like, not even explaining what this whole sky rail system is about. It's like, he just jumps on, and there's other dudes flying along on these sky rails, like, towards him and, and alongside of him on, on, like, parallel rails. and then But then there's, like, big container, like, shipping containers on some of them, so he's got to, like, jump off. And, and I'm just like, I don't know how you, like, how you would know, like, where the fuck you're supposed to be going in any of this. It's, it's, it, it seems, it's, like, so detailed that when the guy playing the demo finish, he would have just set the controller down, raised his hands up in the air like, did anyone see that? <laughs> Everything I just, oh, thank God I was filming. This is our demo. Perfect. It's Perfect amazing. run. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds like a lot like the like the Bioshock demo that they did like for the, the first time they were at E3. Like that whole thing had like a lot of similar things where... Oh, oh Dan Riker from Game. Oh, 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 boy. Just the disappointment. Oh, after show, us, show us this classy shirt that you have wrapped around your neck. Oh, it's my rim job shirt. Fuck that shit. So what about the one what about your rim job shirt that you brought? Go get a rim oh, job from nice. Alex and come okay. back. Very good, very good. Okay. Dan Riker, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have him on a little the bit. The one thing I, I haven't seen yet that I really want to see is Gunstringer. Especially because oh, I am sucks. Just No, it. it's right. I, I want to take this opportunity to bully pulpit as it were to request a full FMV game like a completely FMV game. I'm probably the only Night person trap. I, I've, 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 been, I've, been, I've been yeah, we've been we've been hassling people uh, uh, actually over at Double Fine. We've been hassling them for a while, but uh, uh, yeah, we, we want a new Night Trap I'm game about, and I'm about two titles short of Having every Sega CD FMV game in my collection. It's the only video games I really like. Uh, including all the, other the Marky Mark game? What? Do you have like, a Marky Mark? I only got two of them. <laughs> so I, got, I got wrapped, and then I got the one I got to play. Right. You know? Good right. vibrations. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not bullshitting. Yeah, that's uh, 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 Seth Green is in that game. Why? Like. He's like randomly like there's there's like a group of like metalhead kind of stoner kids in the middle yeah, of that right. game and he's just sitting there with his early nineties super floppy <laughs> there are a lot of, red there are, hair. There are a lot of logical constructs in Marky Mark game the Marky Mark game that really don't add up. There's a, a scene where weightlifters are like, Hey, have you heard the new Marky yes. Mark? And he's like, Well, no, I haven't. I'm working out right now. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you talking to me about Marky Mark? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you bring that up right now? You're supposed to be spotting me, you, you asshole. Waitlisters in the '90s love Marky Mark. That dude was jacked, and now yes. too, just from, sure. from then to today, it's, yeah. it's what they like to lift to. Yeah. Yeah, just because I heart Huckabees. <laughs> please, please tell me he's in that. I've never he seen. He was. He was in that. This is like the <laughs> third or fourth time I've hung out with you, and you in the middle of making your reference. God, I have no idea. I never played that game. Like, I'm, I'm the Metroid other M panel you do. You're like, why am I on this panel? I'm I don't the, know. I'm the Booker Dewitt of talking. I just to Jesus something catches. But then you also bail on it halfway through. And you're just like, oh, you're man. Reference like, oh, I don't know if this reference is working. I can't tell because I don't actually know that. Yeah. I got a great Michael Kidd accent. Someone, don't mind if I say that. Someone take this microphone away from me. That Sherlock Holmes story is all fake, by the way. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, Twisted Pixel, you guys kind of have, in a way, brought FMV back into vogue. Like, 
No one was touching it at all. And then you guys <laughs> said, yeah, fuck it, Explosion Man. We are going to have insane amounts of, of FMV in this game. It just I like, start, Yeah, I mean, it just started out as like, you know, we had a camera and, you know, it was just we, we actually didn't have time or money to make a, a proper ending. So we just grabbed a camera and went into the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, it ended up working out smashing. Would you entertain the idea of doing a, a full-blown FMV game? I can guarantee you five stars today. <laughs> <laughs> Editorial confidence. <laughs> it's called yellow journalism. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. I, yeah, what's, what's, I hope that's right. I hope yellow journalism means something. Yeah, me too. I'm just so into it. Why do we let you do To be fair, it's websites and podcasts that barely counts yeah, as doing right. things. Yeah. Um, but no, seriously, would you consider doing? <laughs> yes, we would, we would consider it, and uh, you know, I think. There's going to be some cool stuff in Gunstringer. It's not obviously a full motion video sure. entirely game, but there's, there's actual gameplay in there as well. So. Yes, but this yeah, is key. There's some cool stuff in there that we haven't shown yet that I think uh, you will be a fan of, Justin. Thanks, thanks. I'm Secondary like, question: Would you cast Mark Hamill in that game? Oh, mm-hmm. now we have to. <laughs> John I mean, he's going to be cheap. If you say his name, he'll show up. I expect a check. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, if you say his name two more times, he's going to appear oh, here. No. <laughs> so be careful. Nobody wants that. <laughs> when you read. He's just um, going to talk about Corvette summer all night. Um, any, it's a Mark uh, Hamill movie, guys. No, I'm, 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 I'm familiar with Corvette summer. An obscure ass. Star Wars. There you go. Oh, Han Solo. That's it. Yeah. I was thinking Joker from Batman Animated Series, but that would yeah. also that would also work. He'll he'll do that voice for you. you ask him. You don't yeah. even have to ask nice. Yeah. You just say, hey, "Mark, do the fucking Joker." <laughs> Why are you threatening? Mark? <laughs> don't ask for his Michael. Because I'm hanging out with Suge Knight, and we want to make him dance for our amusement. <laughs> do Michael Caine right now. <laughs> He's at it first. I, I'm. A, it's a um, any other than Wing Commander? Then I guess any other FMV series you'd like to take on, Dan. I mean, Night Trap is the one that keeps yeah. coming up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, that's that's the brass ring of yeah. FMV games. And, I mean, if you, you gotta you gotta go all the way if you're gonna go with full FMV. I think it has to be it has to be full Night Trap. What was like, the one that starred Christopher Walken? <laughs> Anybody? Anyone? <laughs> Justin? Uh, Check the chat real quick, Jeffrey. Yeah, in the chat. Wasn't it like under the killing moon or something like that? That's a text. That's a the text. Yeah. Text like, Murphy. I want to say it's like one word, like stalker or chunker. Or Bone. Creepy. Or Journey. Sherlock. Face. Overcast. Dead zone. <laughs> Dead zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fiction. <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> That's the one, right? Yes. Uh, well, so who would you cast in the, the Dana Plato role? Uh, may she rest in peace. I think we have to go with Josh, like our, our, our chief creative officer. Okay, fair enough. Fair like enough. He, can we get mean, him on the horn here? Can we start? Can we start like working you. out the details here? I mean, we can. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk to Sega. We'll get them in here. We'll get them on board. They're on a party yeah. right now. I just want to get this. No, second let's, 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 let's start. Let's start this, this right now. Meeting, right? 
Yeah, yeah, we are. We are. This is shadowy. We're recording. Number two. Yeah, we are recording this biz dev meeting for posterity, so that yeah. when you try and back out, we could say no. You said we yes. We probably have yeah. enough money in our wallets collectively to fund this project right now. Does we have a camera? We can just go make. We it. have two cameras here. Yeah, yeah. We have a room. We have full a third of, one in the car, ready to go. We have a room full of people that are as good of actors as anyone that was actually in the original <laughs> Night Trap. Brad, Brad why start are you working laughing? on that script. Why are you laughing hysterically at the chat, Brad? That makes me nervous. Somebody just sent me a link to every Sherlock Holmes game. <laughs> <laughs> Read him off. Read him off. Let's see. What do we got here? We got Sherlock Holmes versus Jack the Ripper. Five, SH5. I, you know what? I've, actually, I've heard of that, and I hear that it's good. Meta score yeah. of 73? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, 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 Super Giants, uh, uh, Greg Sabin, uh, actually a big fan of uh, one of the Sherlock Holmes games. But he loves... He loves like these those really intense, very hardcore and punishing uh, like that style of adventure game, which I understand those games are. Yeah. Can I interest you in Sherlock Holmes: The Mystery of the Mummy? <laughs> <laughs> so do these do these get supernatural at some point? <laughs> Scooby Doo. Scooby Does that mean that it's possible that Sherlock Holmes will come back from the dead for Sherlock Holmes Seven? He is the mummy. We can hope. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes Nemesis. Most of these are pretty dumb. The mystery of the person. I hated when he, that he, Sherlock Holmes runs around and yells, Nemesis. He shoots rockets out of his, his arm. Twisted metal Sherlock Ooh, the mystery of the Persian carpet. You can get you can get all of these fine games in the Sherlock the Holmes collection. The mystery of the odd shirt stain. $54.99 will get you every Sherlock Holmes game on Steam. Sold. Oh man! So you, you can have you can have five Sherlock Holmes games for for the same price. They'll probably charge for one new Sherlock Holmes game. Oh, I can save you some time and tell you how the series ends. All right. Well, other than doing some really excellent research on Sherlock Holmes, has the chat uh, brought you any sort of questions? Yeah. Here? Uh, I think the guy's name was Tyrax. Wants to know why Justin was embarrassed to tell Peter Molyneux what his favorite game was. Oh yeah, he. I don't. He asked. So, wait, set the stage here. Okay, what is story time. Favorite game? I'm going to. I'm going to go. I'm there to see. Uh, Fable, Fable the journey. Yes. And he, the first thing he says is, uh, "All right. First thing I want to say is it's not on rails." Like, okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's your Michael Caine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he opened with that. Yeah. He opened with it's not on rails. First thing I want to really? say it's not on rails. And he writes <laughs> on the wall. I'm going to write up here. It's not on rails. And then I'm going to. Uh, Mark, each time I say it's not on rails, then I want you to <laughs> sign it at the end. I'm not shitting you. <laughs> so, like, not like a whiteboard, just like tagging up the walls, just Peter Molyneux. That, so, I, uh, yeah, yeah, just just Pete putting up his feety. And so he says, so he goes Pete's to the feety. Pete's feety. So he goes to the demo, and there are parts where when you get out of the thing, you, out of your horse and carriage, like you can sort of steer the horse and carriage. When you get out of your horse and carriage, the movement of your character is not uh, decided on by you, <laughs> and you occasionally could choose a path one way or the other. And I honestly, at the end of the demo, he said, so one more time, it's non-rails, everyone agrees, and sign up here. And I leave the demo, and I look at Nick Chester from Destructor, who's there, and I said... Is that full fucking with us, or does he not know what on rails means? <laughs> no, no, no. It's, I, a, it's a monorail game. It's, it's on rails. It's, it's, it's on, on rails. rails. There's, yeah, it's on like, rails. So, it, 
It's like wicked on rails, Pete. Like it's, <laughs> you made this like it's on rail. Like I get what so you're did, saying. Did you refuse? Did he say? Did he like press the issue of like you're gonna sign this thing? And you're like, no, no, I can't. No. My ethics. You're threatening people with a sharpie as they leave his demo. <laughs> yeah, sign the wall. Sign, sign it away. You know the, the names. Yeah, the one the one time that I did meet Peter Molyneux, he was he was very nice. Uh, oh, he's super but, nice. But yeah. uh, I could also see it just turn on it, a there's dime. A, there's a definite reality distortion field going. On. By the end, I was like, yeah, okay, I can see. I, it wasn't until I left the room that I was like, wait a minute. Stockholm Syndrome of Peter Muller's <laughs> He must be right. I guess he's in charge. So in the middle of the demo, he 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 looks and he says, "So he's going to illustrate a point. So what's your favorite game?" And I panic because Peter Molyneux asked me what my favorite game was. I told him the truth, which is Oblivion. And like I realized, like I just told the guy I made fable of Oblivion is my favorite game. A bad B. It's not like he looked at me like, "Oh, that's kind of a shitty answer." Like, "Oh, well, you're right. I should have gone with something like." fun or creative or not like a game that came out the past five years like, what am I eight yeah, my favorite game Halo I love Halo wait whatever the new Call of Duty is that last one Call of Duty is my favorite game Madden 12 I love social networking Twitter Twitter's my GMT but yeah that was why I was embarrassed I wish I just wish I'd lied. Of all the times to tell the truth and not make something up. That but, then, but then did he like take you to well, task? Yeah, for yeah, why did you even or... ask that? I, I, it's a weird thing to ask in a demo for a new title. Yeah, yeah well, I well this is that game. So. He was try- Oh my god, this is like a, a serial killer movie where I'm like realizing at the end all the shit that happened. He was using that to illustrate the point that this game is an emotional experience because you whip your horse. What is he talking about? Like, why are we just now realizing? How messed up this demo was. No, it's we. Don't say we. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, that's why he wants you to whip your horse and why it's whipping your horse instead of walking because he wants you to have an emotional experience in the game. You're whipping a horse. Like, what is he talking about? Should be just like to make it go faster, or, or is there a part where you get off the horse and you just start whipping the shit out of it? <laughs> you take out your anger, your parents. Like, like, oh, I love you. <laughs> why does Why does Piermono just want you to fuck up animals in every game and feel bad about it? Have you seen uh, Peter Molyneux too? It's like a, a parody Twitter feed of Peter oh, Molyneux. Yeah, Everything you've just said is like a hundred and twenty times crazier than anything that fucking Twitter feed is posted. <laughs> yes. The problem with that account is it's too plausible yeah, yeah. most of the it's time. It's just yeah. another account run by Peter Bond. <laughs> <laughs> what he says between like noon and three when he's conscious. Yeah. That laugh ended abruptly. I don't, I don't know what to talk about now. Yeah. Well, did you, did you ask him what his favorite game was? No. I... No, I just dumbfounded. Turn the, <laughs> turn the tables on him. Yeah. Hey, I don't know, Pete, what about yours? What's your favorite game? Halo. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Trap, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would lo- I would love to hear Peter Molyneux go on about night. I'm sure he could have some insane things to say uh, uh, about Night Trap. Let's yeah. let's get back to E3 and talk about shit you saw. We we left off with uh, with Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, which, Bioshock Infinite looks great. which looks looks amazing. Um, Were there any 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 clues given as to the ties to the the greater Bioshock story? No, no, no. They're, they're, this is this is it's it's definitely its own thing. Like they, Ken Levine has talked kind of extensively about like. Like you, you could you could go the cynical route and go like okay you know they call it Bioshock because money and I'm sure I'm sure that's a factor like you can't deny that like you know you know what that Bioshock name is 
but you know, he, he's kind of gone on, and, and he, there's you know, that's another cat with some some pretty good reality distortion. He can he can talk his way around some shit. The, the most surprising thing about it for me was that by the end of the demo, I because that was a big question in my mind before. By the end of the demo, I didn't really care. Like that was the world, the the world that I saw for 15 minutes in that demo. That's I I was way more invested in that than I am about trying to get any kind of connection to Rapture because it's really well realized. Like cool. it's really it's it's great. Yeah, the details. Insane. Like Did they ever insane. say, like, is this a sequel that he's intending to finish off or any kind of, like, this is the second? Does he have a, an idea for a third? Has he ever said? Mm, I, I don't, I don't know if, if that's, I, I don't, I don't get the sense that's how, I don't know what the process is at Irrational, but it sounds yeah. like there's just a lot of, like, you know, throwing shit on the wall and, yeah. and kind of just iterate, iterate, iterate and, yeah. and, because, you know, they were, they were talking about, you know, story stuff uh, for, for both the original Bioshock and, and for Infinite. Uh, where a lot of like the thematic things kind of came in really late in the mm-hmm. process. That that wasn't like it, they didn't start from like okay, you know, weird Randian city. Mm-hmm. Like that was not the the very beginning of this yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, like they started off as like the like nineteen forties German. Yeah. Uh, like it was like an abandoned stuff. Nazi island. Yeah, research like facility. Leaked, they leaked like the GDD. Slugs. I think didn't they? Like there was they actually had like the design document mm-hmm. for the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came out. yeah. Well, they put out a bunch of that stuff. I mean, the little sisters were giant slugs initially. Yeah. yeah. Until they realized they needed to give you a reason to care about them. Right. <laughs> so you could whip them. I saw, uh, <laughs> I saw those today. I saw uh, yesterday. I saw 2011 game of the year, uh, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls Five. That looks amazing. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> John Drake just mutters. Uh, Goodbye, John Drake, and say hello to Patrick Klepek. Hey, Patrick. Hey, hey. Zachary hey. Levi. <laughs> Special guest, Zachary Levi. Do your Zach Levi. Yo. You did it. <laughs> Nailed it. I'm on Chuck. <laughs> Get off that kiosk. <laughs> I have a camera. Let me knock over your drink. <laughs> uh. Where do I get a free rock band? <laughs> We've given him so many free rock bands. Yeah. I'm sorry, were you saying something? No, no, uh, Skyrim. So, Skyrim. So what does that demo consist of? I actually haven't uh, you, seen Hide Nor Hair. You uh, go into a, a sort of... Are there swords? Sword, there are many swords. In fact, the demo seemed to be um, sort of the main thrust of it was how many different things he could do. Like there was there was sword in one hand and sword in another. There was fire in one hand, fire in the other. He did a fire in both hands and then fused them together to shoot fire out. So you made he combined fire with fire and he yeah. made fire. Yeah, it was like bad, <laughs> like, like 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 Knight level. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, so he created he, the devil in his hands <laughs> and then threw it at the game. Uh, the whole so, game world just melts. Yeah. <laughs> The, uh, so, just China Syndrome, if he drops that fire, just burns through the world. <laughs> <laughs> it looks, it looks, uh, it's, uh, I mean, it, it, the, the one... It looks okay, I don't know. It's not the game of the year. Game like, of the year yeah. 2011. I, I, can't, I can't typify it in any way that's going to make it sound especially different from any other Oblivion game. I just know, like, when pornography is designed to please my particular fetish, <laughs> I, I, I don't try to criticize it too much. I just go, 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 go drink it down. Drink uh, pornography? What? You drink your pornography? Is that how that works? <laughs> Liquid pornography is my thing. Wow, uh, the shit. one really cool moment that you walk out of the dungeon after you solve this puzzle and you, uh, you come across a giant 
and he he's hurting a pack of of woolly mammoths and as I'm describing this to you I'm erasing times I've had sex in the past <laughs> but stick with me uh, he's, he's picks a fight with a giant he's attacking the giant gets to he just picks a fight he's like, like hey, I'm gonna go fuck with this giant literally like, like, uh, Todd Howard is like you know, the, the, this giant and the woman mammoth will not, uh, uh, they, yeah. they, won't, they won't screw with you unless you screw with them. So he just pulls out a club and just starts beating the mammoth. <laughs> and he, uh, it's to make it emotional, you know. Yeah. Emotional <laughs> connection, you gotta beat it. The fight gets to where he's, he's close to death, and then all of a sudden, out of the sky, swoops a dragon that picks up the giant and flings him 20 feet. It was, it was great. Not and then, scripted or anything. Well, I don't, I don't know if... if yeah. No? If yeah, I mean... Same thing, it was probably scripted. It, 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 was, it seemed like a focused demo, but it was like... the Given the other games that Bethesda's made, you could imagine... The possibility. That, the possibility that that would happen... Right. Unscripted. Um, yeah. Seems pretty looks, plausible. Looks really good. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I, the best comment I can give to that game is that I hate fantasy. Like, I don't really care for dragons... But that game looks like absolutely incredible. The item, the item, the inventory. Oh, the interface is so much better. You can get in to look at all the items, and there's actually a couple. The puzzle we saw there was a, uh, it was sort of a key. It was a golden claw that was a key to this puzzle, and you start the puzzle with the key, and it turns out that there's like rotating discs, you have to line up symbols, whatever. But it turns out the answer to the puzzle is actually on the item itself. So you have to go into your inventory, and you're actually like looking at rotating in three D three D space, and that's. All the items, even stupid ones like pieces of salmon, you, you know, you can rotate. And, look <laughs> and, at and there's salmon and grilled salmon. And you can Ooh. grill the salmon if you. This like. sounds like some Shenmue level of detail, mm-hmm. where you yeah. can just go and. Yu Suzuki is a associate producer <laughs> on <laughs> Skyrim. So there's quick time events then in uh, in Skyrim. Uh, no, I wish I would still eh, still still be pretty good. <laughs> so how much of the jankiness from Oblivion is still in there? It's a new engine, right? Or it is. They're, well, they, they're off a game. Well, hearing Australians say jankiness. That's such a... Oh, I love it. Um, I can say it's slower for you if you want. A little lower. <laughs> Would I'm you? Not going, maybe after, after like okay. 10 o'clock. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it looks better. I still wouldn't... I mean, the, the, the fact that they are generating so much at one time. I mean, the draw distance is silly. You can see at the top of huge mountains that you can climb. The fact that they're sort of generating so much of that one time shows. I mean, it's it's not of the the level of detail that you'd see in, you know, a much tighter sort of experience, but it definitely looks better than, than Oblivion does. Mm-hmm. The faces still don't look, like, great. They still look a little... The mouths are a little odd. But at least the interactions with the characters it's, are... Uh, like less weird and, and they're zoomed out more like when you're talking to somebody it's not like they don't do the, they don't do the <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly it's kind of like you just go up they kind of come into frame but it's not really it's, awkward it's not, yeah it looks like you a little more cinematic not like a weird talking head on I also, I also I also love there's this re, there's this throwaway moment I don't know if it's in all the demos but where Todd Howard is walking through and uh, he's talking about how you can interact with the different, um, you know, villages you can go through, and you know, in small, in, like small ways, like just hack everyone to death if you want to. But in kind of like really, like messed up, like insidious ways. He's like, so there's this guy who's like hacking up some lumber, and like that's his job, and like this NPC is programmed to like hack up the lumber. That's part of the this village's economy. You can just like light the lumber on fire and destroy that village's economy. <laughs> So just plunge it into... Just plunge it into uh, doom and, like, ruin that man's life. Not interact with him at all, not kill him. Just burn the fire and that man will go into poverty and you've killed his family. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? That, and, and that, just that little bit, like, him chopping up the lumber, it wasn't like a canned animation. He was taking pieces of lumber, 
splitting them into logs. Yeah, and Fallout would just be like, yeah, yeah just, there wouldn't just even be axe, wood there. Axe, <laughs> yeah. axe. Yeah. He's chopping invisible axe. It's like the Pirates of the Caribbean ride is his other night. He would just be saying axe, axe, axe. axe. My family. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Bethesda booth, uh, Patrick, you and uh, Bradley had an exciting experience there today. Oh. Bradley's already speaking, making speaking, like stressed face. Speaking, yes. speaking of not being able to stay, stay awake during demos. What? Whoa. You almost fell asleep during the, the XCOM one. Wait, we're talking about Bethesda. Bethesda. Oh, Bethesda. Sorry. Yes. Bethesda 2K. I'm, no, glad, no, no. I'm glad I'm not the only one that constantly mixes up 2K and Bethesda. Right. No, I don't I, know why I did, that happens. I, I, I did that in my brain earlier yeah. today. I managed to keep that internalized uh, up until this very moment, but yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah our, we, didn't, our... we didn't see any demos of Bethesda, but so we, you guys, we you had guys walked, You guys we walked in hoping to catch a, d- a demo that you hadn't... Uh... We actually were just trying to scrape some random interviews together. Yeah, I, I hadn't seen Prey 2, and I was like, yeah, I'd like, like to see He was going to see Prey 2. I was going to try to do a Skyrim interview, and we get in there, and like 30 seconds later, the PR runs up, and they're just like, hey, you want to go interview John Carmack? And, like, and I was like, holy at, at that moment, like, Brad's face goes white. I was just like... Stark white. Dude. I can't. What else are we And he's like, I, I don't... I don't know, and I was like, yes, we'll interview him. <laughs> I'll get you through this, Brad. I Dude, what, what I loved about this, so I, I talked to you about this, and then uh, uh, we, we were in the 2K booth. Maybe this yeah. is why, but we were in the 2K booth when you were telling me this, this story of the, the John Carmack, uh, Brad, Brad Shoemaker freak out. I'm feeling a little flushed again. <laughs> <laughs> Even just thinking about John Carmack. So, I mean, just so it's in, in, in no, unclear, no unclear terms, John Carmack is your video game hero. Like, well, that's, yeah, that's your, that's your main One of them, yeah. I mean, the guy has done some pretty cool stuff. Um, but I, I can't think of anyone that, that I would think that you would hold in higher regard yeah. uh, as far as uh, you know, game designers go. Sure. Uh, so, or, or, or programmers, I mean, you know. Sure. He makes or, engines, or yeah, or you know, rocket builders. Yes, also that. Uh, any of these things. So you you were telling me about this, and and you were you were you know, describing Brad's moments, and and Brad going like, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, uh, I, mean, uh, I knew we uh, needed uh, to do it. I yeah, just, and I was like, like, you know, I can. I was like, this is like, but do you want to do it? And he was yeah. like, oh, maybe we could do it together. And I was like, <laughs> okay, uh, like. <laughs> I can ask the first question, and when you feel comfortable, Brad, you know, you can just jump on into that interview. And <laughs> so we, we ended up sitting down, and, like, the, the, the thing that's great about Carmack is that, like, it's not really an interview. Yeah. You just, like, mention a topic, and he just talks for 15 minutes. So it's really the, it's really, you're just there to listen to him. We only got three questions in. Right. A lot of time, and, like, each answer was, like, five minutes long, and he answered eight other questions that you didn't ask in the, in the same Period of time, but I'm I'm excited to see this this video interview that we have with with Carmack uh, up on the side at some point. Uh, but uh, what I love about this this story specifically, so you describing Brad's reaction, and then uh, I I met Vinny at the 2K booth a little bit uh, later, and we picked up some some interviews, and that's when we went and saw the the Bioshock Infinite, and then he was telling his side of the story, and he started like telling. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio, Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge 
gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com slash deals. That's Alienware.com slash deals. Like your reaction to Brad and, and you, you, and I realized... Every, like I, I watched this chain of command of giant bomb staff members doing impressions of each other <laughs> in this moment of, of of Vinny trying to talk like Patrick and Patrick trying to talk like Brad. And all I need now is is if Brad can do a decent Vinny and we can just oh, bring it completely full and circle. And Vinny can do Michael K. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can't be any worse than yours, so... Wow! Oh, wow. Oh, it got weird. That was that came out. That came out more mean than I intended. That was intentional. If I had chuckled along, it would have helped. The flow. <laughs> that would have Just let that just land. Sad face. You're right. My Michael Caine's no good. My Michael Caine is actually a, more of a personality impression. I just act like Michael Caine would act in a given scenario. Fantastic. Yeah, we should take a break. We're we're an hour in here. Uh, we're we're gonna trade out some some personalities. Uh, get some some more guests rotated in. Justin McElroy from just from Justin Justin McElroy from JustinStick.com. This choice with a Q. Eric Pope from HarmonicStick.com. With a Q. Um, Mike Wilford and Dan Teasdale uh, from Twisted Pixel. Uh, thank you guys for, yeah, for, for coming us. through. Uh, yeah. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to have some more guests in uh, here for our, our Day 3 uh, E3 2011 wrap-up. Uh, stay tuned if you're watching this live. If you're just listening to the podcast, you'll hear this in like a second. So stick around. So welcome back to uh, uh, part two of our day three E3 2011 wrap-up. Uh, we've switched out the couches uh, a little bit here. We've now got a monster crew in the house. They outnumber us. Yeah, no, by a large, large yeah. margin. Um, I don't think we could kick them out if we wanted to. Yeah. Uh, and I, I don't want to just yet. Yeah. Just yet. Jeff Gerstmann's here. Uh, Alex Navarro's here. Dan Reichert from Game Informer is here. Genova uh, Chen is here. Uh, uh, this guy, Patrick Klepik, is here. <laughs> that, that, thanks for blanking on my name. And, 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 and well, I didn't want to call you Pat. Sorry, right, you could call me Zach. I call you Tricky. All right. I really want. I really want that to. I, I really want that to stick as a nickname. Uh, and then, uh, oh, and then Adrian's here as well. Adrian, come on in. Come, 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 come take a seat. Sorry, I'm not a stripper. Um, sorry, I'm not a stripper. Did, what did, you, did you bring hot dogs? Same thing I said when I came in. And Eric Pope is here as well. Hi, still, still here, still here, still here. Warm in the couch. Doing it, doing it well. So I met Sugar. Creepy intro. <laughs> Um, I want to talk to Dan Reichert first and foremost right. uh, uh, about pranks. 
We're getting right into that, are we? Well, we're, we're going, going straight for it. Oh, I, I want to get I want to get it out of the way here as, right. as as quickly as I can. So <laughs> this is the this. I, I did not want to put this on the internet at all. And if this gets out, I'm probably going to be murdered in Minneapolis. Well, you're on the internet back. right now, so yeah. good luck oh, with so that. So great, I'm doing this right. Yeah, yes, yeah. okay. nailing it. All right. So, so I mean, for a little little you know preface here, Dead Record is is maybe known for a. Uh, a passion for pranks. A jokester. There's a video that you made that has like 100,000 views or something. Of oh, the dad. Pranking your dad. Yeah, for like 250,000 views. That's good. That, that's a good dad, prank. Yeah. yeah, okay. So we're talking about the new one? The new one. Let's talk about the new, the, <laughs> okay. the, the most recent Dan Record prank. <laughs> this literally prank. happened on Saturday. And honestly, I think I'm going to get murdered for this one. Like <laughs> Now that we're putting this on the internet. Um, so basically, okay, you're familiar with OK Cupid? Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, dating site? The free dating site, okay. yeah. Was I single once? So, yes. Yeah. All right. So this is a repeat of a prank I did in college, but back then I did it with Facebook. But anyway, we used the same fictional girl we made up. Me and a couple friends made this profile. What was her name? Uh, Heather Patton yes. is her name. Um, and Believable. She, yeah, plausible. Yeah. Good, plausible Burnett, name. Yeah. Like, give me, give me some I was scanning my DVD collection, and I saw Patton, and Heather sounds like a hot girl name. So, <laughs> um, so we made this profile. George C. Scott, that's where I <laughs> really want to pull from for my yeah. hot girl name. Exactly. Oh, I have such a boner right now. Okay, here we go. The idea of girls named George, though. Yeah. I don't know what that means. George, uh, WCW. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know? Okay. Anyway, so we used the same pictures we used for the Facebook prank. We went on MySpace like five years ago. Just generic hot girl internet photos, uh, you know, the mirror pictures, the duck face thing and everything. Right. And we used these pictures for this fake girl, and we manufactured this profile to be just the most generic, stupid, like, you know, the only reason somebody would message this girl is to fuck her, basically. Okay. So it's like, you know, it's just generic, like, her favorite shows are like Glee and Grey's Anatomy, you know, a bunch of dumb <laughs> inspirational quotes and all this shit, and like... You know, uh, but we were they to... misattributed inspirational quotes? Like, were they the no, wrong no, 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 That's, the, that's oh. the extra la- layer right there. <laughs> but we wanted to make her seem easy, but not too overtly slutty, because then it would make it too obvious it was a prank. So, like, she talked about she liked boys a lot, but we didn't put that she was interested in casual sex. She just wanted dating. But, like, if you dig a little deeper, she seems like an easy girl. So anyway, I made Excuse this profile. Me, uh, what's on, the like, motivation behind this? Just fucking the people. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. He's a street goose. I, I like it. But anyway, so so we made this on like Wednesday, and within a day, we had like 250 messages <laughs> from like total like douchebag guys, like you know shirtless dudes posing in front of motorcycles, and like 40 year old dudes named like his na- name was like over my knee, and like oh. so, the, 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 first, the first message. Oh. Yeah, the first message was all caps. Nice curves. It's like, uh, wow, you're obviously like these are the guys I want to fuck with. I don't, <laughs> don't want to fuck with the nice guys. So anyway, I had like these templates basically that I would say like, oh hey, you know, sorry, my phone broke, so you can't get a hold of me or whatever. And like, oh, but no, you seem cute. Blah 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 or whatever. This is still going. <laughs> so much oh, more. Oh, so oh, much oh. more. Okay. I'll, I'll no, keep going. Show. But oh, I'm, right, just, right. I'm just amazed okay. at the detail. <laughs> Elaborate. I, I do these elaborately. Um, so anyway, I told all these guys that their profile seemed interesting, you know, they look cute or whatever, and my friend Ava was helping me out with, like, doing the responses, and we said, hey, how about we meet on, uh, we have this pedestrian bridge across the river in Minneapolis called Stone Arch Bridge. Okay. And I said, how about we meet in the middle of Stone Arch Bridge on Saturday at 3 o'clock and wear a blue shirt? Um, and so myself and two other Game Informer editors, uh, Tim Terry and Ben Reeves, we were way, way to implicate your, your co-workers. <laughs> yeah. I like oh, this. Oh, yeah, good yeah. touch. Good touch. So, last names and everything. Yeah, I'm not, the internet, so that's good. I'm not the only one getting murdered over Does this change you a flash mob? 
Uh, it, yeah, it's kind of the same. More or less, okay. yeah. Not okay. an accidental yeah. one, but yeah. So, yeah, basically, we went undercover. We wore a blue shirt, and we went to the bridge. And sure enough, we had... Uh, our estimate is about 25 guys in blue shirts. <laughs> but here's the great thing. Like, we said the middle of the bridge. So, like, the first guy that got there kind of estimated what the middle was and kind of set up shop there. And like, he's laying in there looking at the river and stuff. And then, like, all these other guys come in blue shirts. And this is the, the heartbreaking one was the guy that had two vitamin waters. <laughs> he brought one for the lady but um, anyway they post up like five feet apart there's like six dudes like dude 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 all in blue shirts just uh-huh. standing there looking at the river and no one's getting this no one's just like is, no, no one's saying like oh wait there's there's, or even just the idea of like fuck there's another guy in a blue shirt like <laughs> am I yeah and I can't get a hold of her because she doesn't have a phone because she dropped her while she was not drunk and dancing what's her the template what is that that's good but, yeah that's nice, so. nice touch but so anyway one of the guys figured it out I think we found this year's sociopath, right? <laughs> <laughs> so some, wow. of the guys, some of the guys paced, but... Eric Pope is his name, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> so basically, one of the guys, after a while, uh, was looking at all the other guys, and he said, Hey, are all you guys here to meet a chick, too? And, like, the five other dudes just kind of looked at him and didn't respond at all. And he goes, I'm just saying there's a lot of dudes by themselves in blue shirts on this bridge. <laughs> 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 and there were a few responses. A couple of them laughed, and they got their joke and everything. One dude, like, just sprinted off the bridge. <laughs> like, not, like, not, like, into the river. Off the bridge. Okay, okay, right. just, like, oh, no, entrapment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one dude screamed, like, what a bitch! <laughs> and I went home, and I checked the OK Cuban messages, and some of the guys were still like, that was a good prank. That was really good, Heather. So, like, when are we getting our first real day? Like, really, dude? Like, you were clearly pranked. <laughs> Yeah. So, so are we going to do like a part two? Are you going to see how many guys you can get to come back for something? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was... No, no, no. I just... Well, some musclehead shirtless douchebag is going to kill me after I say it on the internet. But uh, yeah, they're, we'll not gonna, they're not going to watch this. this. None of them are watching this. Yeah. They're no, busy it's... looking at OK Cupid right now for someone else to fucking yeah, go meet up with yeah. on a bridge. No, they got one window doing that. And the other one's like, I'm looking for insightful but funny video games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lift these weights, brother. <laughs> While they're working out to Marky Mark. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make my video. <laughs> so, so follow-up question for you, Dan. Yes. Uh, how much time would you say, like, just kind of ballpark here, uh, your on-the-clock Game Informer time do you spend working on pranks? Oh, no. That's, that's free time. That's, that's, just for, that's my me time. I, uh, that sounds believable. So what you're saying is, you have a lot of me time. I do. Like a lot yes, of me like time. Too much. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. And that's what I choose Copious to do with it. amounts. All right. Yes. Well, uh, Dan Reichert, thanks for, for coming in and spending some time on the couch. Here uh, you go now. <laughs> that was all I wanted was the, the, the one anecdote. No, I, I want to I talk to, to one of our special guests here tonight, Genova Chen, uh, creator of Journey. Uh, sir, uh, what has your E3 been like with this game? It's been getting a, a lot of really kind of positive word of mouth uh, uh, so far. Uh, yeah, it, it is very, very encouraging. Uh, but I actually want to continue that prank topic. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fair enough. Let's Bring start there, and then we'll come back to Journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can come would back you, to Would you have, like, prank aspirations? Uh, or would you I was like a to... victim of a prank. Oh, really? Yes. Would you... Would you, um, you were you, Are you wearing a blue, discussing Wait, this? you're wearing a blue shirt right now. <laughs> you, can, you can say that's a blue... But I think... <laughs> I think it's uh, it's very inspiring, but you know, it's, it's not a good story for me. But 
I was on the dating side, which is similar to OkCupid, and uh, I get to know a girl. Well, she's like way older than me. Actually, she's probably over thirty-five or something.、Uh, and so we met, you know, and you know, not attractive at all, right? So that's just once. You got pranked. <laughs> <laughs> she's ugly. <laughs> That's not a prank. Okay. Extra cushion runs out. <laughs> that that's not a prank. And then the second time,、um, I was on the site. Well, some other girl contacted me, and she looks very attractive, right? And it's believable, generic photos, right? The duck face or whatever. <laughs>、uh, and in the end.、Uh, We decide to meet, right? And and we even caught each other a little bit, but I. So when I eventually meet the second girl, I realize that's the first girl. <laughs> oh no! Oh boy! So so I was kind of amazed why she want to do that to me. <laughs>、um, so the girl, the unattractive girl that you already dated, went out with one time. Came back with a different profile, right? Was an attractive and, and photo, and lured you in again. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and to her web of lies. So I did. Yeah. So she didn't tell me that she's the first girl. I I couldn't tell. You know, from online, you just can't tell, right? Yeah. Um. But when I called her, I was like, this kind of sounds familiar, right? <laughs> but I I was not sure. I was still hoping that this is actually an attractive girl. The same number in your phone, like. Um. Well, the, the first time we. I don't. I didn't take her number, so I couldn't tell. You know, whether it's not what <laughs> I know. He got out of that real quick.、Uh, yeah. yeah. First one. So I just thought that、right、was that、bridge. was really good. She really got me. I was like, well, <laughs> I when I saw, I don't her, know if that was her purpose or not. <laughs> it doesn't sound like so much like a prank as much as a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhat crazy, but I think that was a story. You know, it's it's especially like when I see her, I was like. What did I just do? <laughs> and so this inspired you to create Journey. To <laughs> have a, a, a personal journey that,、uh, or a game journey that reflected your your, your personal one.、Uh, I guess it's somewhat related. <laughs> <laughs>、um, I'm just so happy we got Genova Chen to say the word duck face. <laughs> like that is an achievement in itself.、Um, so yeah, a journey is 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 very unique. I think.、Um, Even right now, I I couldn't tell how, how, whether the game is truly good. You know, like when you work on something for a long time. Right. It's almost two and a half years now.、Um, I I just couldn't tell anymore. I I just really need to hear from other people's opinion. You know, and it's good to hear that people like it so far. But I also feel like, yeah, if if journalists play the game and they really hate it, they they are not gonna tell me. You know, they are just gonna like, oh, that was cool. And then it just, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's beautiful.、Um, you get reactions like, "Huh, it's interesting." <laughs> well, it's, are, you, are you are you able to like at this point having you know shown、uh, several different games to to writers that like can you kind of tell when they're when they're kind of bullshitting you?、Um, well,、uh, sometimes I couldn't tell because people would say, "I feel intrigued." <laughs> oh no, no, no! That's them bullshitting you. Absolutely. <laughs> Intriguing and interesting are the worst words you can get from a journalist. Yeah, yeah. And、uh, but there are other times I would see this guy, hands shaking. He couldn't even speak. That's where I feel like, well, that seems like it's working. <laughs> uh, or he's having a but, seizure. Or、oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's having a problem、he's、with his arm, with his hands. Yeah.、Um, so it's it's kind of weird. I don't really trust what they tell me directly, 
Um, but it's also like I couldn't tell what's the real feedback until maybe after E3. When you start seeing people writing about it and, and right. that sort of stuff removed from, yeah, that's. Well, I, I'd love to hear you know feedback from you guys because I, I, my, my personal feeling on this, I, I was talking to, to Vinny some about this this earlier today. I think um, uh, just the like when you when you like go and see a game. Mm-hmm. And you, you you play it, and they give you the the demo or, or whatever, and then they they do the. So what do you think? Like the like the immediate like. All right, now give me your feedback about the game because I need something. I need to hear something because in so many cases it is like you're saying you've been so close to this game for so long, like you have lost any perspective on on this game, and like I don't I can't tell if this is fun, if this is any good, if this is you know meaningful at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I feel like you know for, for myself, like like point one, it's it's really difficult to. You know, encapsulate like okay, these are my opinions. This is you know what I got out of this experience, and you know let me share that with you. And it's, you know, it's hard to like if, if your you know gut immediate reaction is is even like the true one. And then and then also you don't if you don't have a relationship with the developer like like and if I see Genova's games, I know I feel like I can be a little more honest about my impression about them. But if you're just not every developer is going to take like if if you're like yeah actually that was a pretty poor demo. You sure you showed uh, a kind of generic combat sequence and your weapons are kind of uninspired. I'm not. I'm not sure that's necessarily the feedback they're looking for on demo number forty-seven of day three of E3. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's. Right. It, 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 I think it's tough because unless you have a relationship with that designer, where they you can kind of speak your mind on that, and also sometimes it's in the middle of a room with like thirty other people. Like, are you going to be the guy that right, the guy that like you know after everyone like gets up and claps at the end of it, you're like, I don't know. It's <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I had a, a couple of demos today where, you know, so I, I went through kind of the full Mass Effect 3 loop today of they had their, their theater demo where they showed the stuff in the press conference, but then additional stuff on top of that. And then I went and played it. And, uh, you know, the. I, oh, oh. <laughs> that was Phil. Awesome. just grabbed a, a bug straight out of the air. Now his hand is. Oh! Oh! That was brutal. <laughs> All right. That, that's Mass Effect 3, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Connect support. Um, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, when I got to the end of it, there's like a, a, there's a closet in the EA booth where a guy is just in there in the dark, and he can't speak out loud because it's kind of connected to the Mass Effect theater, and he'll be heard if he, if he speaks at full volume. And he's just back there waiting for 10 people to come play Mass Effect 3. So I was one of those people, which is pretty awesome. Uh, and I get in there, and, and the guy's like, so, I mean, what did you think of the the demo? And and I was able the the demo from before. And I was like, well, it, at this point we had headsets on that were amplifying our speech, so okay. we could whisper and be so heard, whisper at each other. And I was like, I'm glad to finally get this full demo because everything you've shown up to now, like you've been talking a good game, but all you keep showing is shooting. And I'm like, what the fuck? This isn't a shooter. What's going on? And so I, I was able to at least say, like, in that case, it, it was you know like. I have finally seen the thing that lets me know that you are making a full product and not just, you know, focusing on, on one half over the other and stuff like that. And then it was like Need for Speed. Like, they, you know, immediately after finishing that demo, there was a situation of a guy going, so what do you think? I'm like, well, I think when you go to cutscene while you're driving... Like, basically, in that game, it goes from the in-the-car to out-of-car stuff, but something always happens when you're in the car to lead to you being out of the car... Uh, like the, you get T-boned at one point, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and cop car rolls over or whatever. But before that stuff happens, they take control away from you. So you're steering a car, and all of a sudden it just stop, like, stops responding. Like, what the fuck is going And then you realize, like, oh, I'm watching a cutscene now. And they don't 
clue you into that transition very well. So I, I just, I straight told that dude, and he's like, oh. I have to apologize to you during that because I was there with you when yeah. you were doing that. And he looked at me first, uh-huh. and I did this. <laughs> to you because I was like I, I'm not saying anything about this game throw to Jeff <laughs> so yeah. I, I would actually say I, I would prefer that uh, first of all I mean anyone who asks me what do you think do I think about your game I'm going to criticize the hell of it you know just like I'm criticizing <laughs> all of my games mm. and I, some people couldn't take it but I think yeah. most of the time they will um, and uh <laughs> Yesterday, when I go home, I checked game trailers. I saw Jeff Keighley interview Reggie. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I like to see more of that, you know. Yeah. Um, why should a journalist be polite? Is that part of the professionalism? You know, I, I think it's, you know, you... you well, it, it's hard to say to, you know, and, and that's it's outside of journalism, just in any line of it. It's hard to say to someone's face, like, I don't think this thing that you've spent the last two and a half years on is any good. <laughs> And especially when it's not done. Especially when, yeah, yeah, when it's not done, you don't mm. really know for sure. So it's 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 hard when when you're asked for for general feedback on something like like do you like it? And after you've played it for like four minutes or something like that, you mm-hmm. have, most I, of the time I don't know yet. I, th- I think it works better. Like I know when when I played uh, Journey a couple weeks ago, when we were talking about how they're kind of still working out how the camera mechanic is going to work. You know, mm-hmm. right now. Um, the, the version I had played, it was uh, you tilt the camera using the six-axis stuff. And you're used to doing that in games of his. You know, it's used in Flower, and it makes a lot of sense. Right. But when your first instinct is to, you know, use the right analog stick. Now, you know, to give general feedback after, after just having finished his demo, that's difficult because I'm still processing what I'm going to do. But ask specifically, well, what did you think about the camera controls? I was able to come up with much more articulate description of what, mm. you know, how, how they were done. Yeah. I, th- I think it's that general, like, what do you think of the game? But if they were to ask, like, so what do you think of our, uh, you know, in Need for Speed, like, getting out of the car sequences? Like, you might have a better, op- you know, a better opportunity yeah, to actually validly the, critique that. But at the same time, it could be really hard, I, I would think, for a developer to ask for specific feedback about certain systems. Because in some cases, they're probably worried that calling attention to that is just going to get them dinged in write-ups. After the fact. Oh, by the way, the developer admitted it's kind of crappy. <laughs> I, I went and saw a game uh, today with uh, with someone who is. Uh, I, I went and saw like I went in a demo theater to see a game with someone who is tangentially related to that product, and after the fact, this person was was like, "There's one thing that I saw that's that made me super crazy." And I'm not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> this is just like this was one thing that like, Ugh! but I don't want to point it out to you because I know it, I don't want to spoil your views on this game that way. I'm like, all right, whatever. It's, it's, so I, I imagine that you know the, the the fear of opening up that door and and you know kind of creating this this ongoing thing. I'm like, oh well, you know the the camera controls horrible you know like like you don't want every write-up to say that i'd imagine mm. either i think for my case it was uh, a little bit special because you know patrick yeah. was here playing the game in an isolated room almost the same as a play test mm. and we gather play test feedback you know just like that right mm. it's but, also different because you know for instance you know you're the creative head you know of, mm. of that game like he can tell you something and you can actually affect that change to the game if you want to most of the people who are running demos at E3 are like, you know, random artists and programmers and producers that are just sort of like, you know, thrown into the mix. 
Yeah, yeah, John Drake is like we, we, we would guys in, like John Drake are running dead. <laughs> the greatest artist of them, like I don't think the dancing's funky enough. Like, what's he gonna yeah. do? Like, he anyone who wasn't crunching it. would just get thrown into like demos that I, you know, we would work on. And it's like mm. those people can't do anything. So like when they're asking, you know, for like, you know, what do you think of the game? If you tell them something specific, they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't work on that. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to fix that. Okay, thanks. And also, especially if you're talking to PR people, they don't want to know anything specific. They just want to know if you liked it or not, so they can go back to their boss and be like, "Yeah, this journalist really liked it. And this journalist said this about this." Like, I saw people with checklists that had like six word, like you know, basic gists of what every journalist told them about those games. Some companies take that to extremes, like you know, as you're. They're asking you to fill out cards. And yeah, like, like, what we, you we, think we, of uh, really? Uh, yeah, Patrick. Well, 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 yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely for that. But I mean, like even like Patrick and I were at a, at a meeting not too long ago, where every time we asked a question or said anything, like someone was furiously taking notes about what we were asking, like a what, stenographer, like, what or we were asking. I, I, I was in, I was in uh, an interview uh, today where I sat down and there was a, there was a recorder there. And I was like, oh, you know, the last person must have forgotten this. They're like, oh, no, that's ours. I was like, all right. <laughs> wow. I was like, I guess I'll just set mine here yeah. uh, next to it. Can you send uh, me a copy? That would be <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. I was like, Can you just email me the MP3? Like, <laughs> transcribe it later. Yeah, so I, I, there are a lot of different ways that developers collect feedback from us mm. when, we're, when we're doing this stuff. And, you know, and, and our, our, our prior job, we kind of had a, a blanket policy of no feedback. Uh, you know, with the, the thought being like, we don't make games, we don't know how to make games, so why should we tell you how to make them? That's that's kind of not our job, and, and we it, well, we don't we don't want to open the door to we don't want to become playtesters. Well, like, no, that's well not, there's that's... that, but it, you run into the situation where and and, and I worked with someone that that did this very blatantly, and it was disgusting. Where you make a bunch of suggestions to a developer, they don't take them, and then you get on a rampage saying that game's bullshit because they didn't take my advice like I don't ever want to be in, in like I don't know how to make games and I don't ever want to be in that position or, or the flip side of like they take your suggestions and, you, and they're horrible and you're like oh I, 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 <laughs> the game comes out and you're like yeah I don't like this game they're like but we did the thing that you said that you wanted in the game uh, you know yeah it's yeah. it's uh, but uh, yeah, I think it's less the for you know for me it's less the the play test thing. It, but it's it's more the like I, I don't, I've never gone through the game development process, so I don't know like if the feedback that I'm going to give you is going to be meaningful at all. At all. Like if it's going to have a net, Brad. net net positive effect here. So you know, it's right. Yeah, it's, you know, every feedback counts. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you might become the part of the minority. Sure. The vocal yeah. minority. Yeah. 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 Um, yes. I mean, I don't know. I like, 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 so you want your general preference is you want developers to just come up or journalists to come up to you and say like, you know, this is seriously what I think about your game. Like, yeah, this is how I feel. So about actually, it. today uh, there are journalists who see the game. There's also uh, uh, other developers in the mm-hmm. Sony booth come mm-hmm. to play the game, and uh, the developers will tell me, oh, this this thing, this part, this texture is missing. Yeah, <laughs> and. And well, that's not really what you're. Well, that's that's still very useful to to hear. Yeah, that's free know? QA, man. You know, yeah. and there there will be people saying, <laughs> you know, I, I I wish this waterfall looks has a little bit more shadow on it. Mm-hmm. And actually, I care about those things because I have sure. to fix them. So I like those things. I mean, hmm. do you, do you find that you get different? I mean, I, that, that those are some pretty you know like specific things like you know textures are are waffling different. Do you, 
the articulations you get from developers, how how much does that differ from what you get when when sort of writers see the game and talk to you about it? Writers almost never comment on those little flaws, um, and uh, I, I think writers mostly have questions. Yeah, you know, yeah. how is this gonna be? Yeah, really. So, like, I actually have to ask you the question to collect feedback because, you know, in the end, it is something I, I am not quite sure about. Um, and I've collected a lot of uh, normal testers' feedback. I want to, I want to hear more, you know, uh, literate gamers' opinions. So I think you guys are perfect person to ask for. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to collect a sample because internally we are debating a lot because certain people think, no, we have to do it this way. Other people think the other way. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time where I feel like my gut's reaction is not necessarily the, right, the, the most right one. So I want to hear more opinions. Um, well, I, I know for, for myself, whenever I see like the, the minor imperfections or, you know, it's like, ah, oh, the, you know, frame rate's bad, uh, texture popping, uh, you know, camera controls aren't, aren't very good. Uh, you're seeing these games in this incomplete state, and you always hear that you know this the this process like you know all the parts don't really come together until kind of like the very last moment. It's kind of like like okay, the idea is there, and, and yeah, you, you get the gist of it, but all of those those little kind of you know QA bugs basically yeah. just like you 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 have to take some sort of you know when you're seeing it, you have to take that leap of faith. You have to assume if I saw that. That the person who's running this demo definitely fucking saw it because they have run this demo a hundred times over mm -hmm. the past three days. So uh, you know it, it's it's it it doesn't seem it doesn't seem fair to like come and say like eh, you know this, yeah the texture is not there. What's what's going on with that? And at that point too, I think the the play for a lot of games the play testing process hasn't even begun yet at E three. So. For the developers who are staffing these booths, a lot of the time they are actually pretty invested in seeing. Mm. This is actually maybe their first time seeing people that aren't QA playing the game out in the wild. So mm. I think a lot of times, if like the John Drakes of the world don't want to hear about it, but if if it's the devs staffing, hey John staffing Drake, the booth, John Drake, you need more Kanye they, West. They, they you don't it. give a shit about your games. <laughs> yeah, why is there no Kanye West in Day Central Two? What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, we turned him to drinking. <laughs> <laughs> as More Diet Cokes. As, as someone who makes, you know, arguably fairly non-standard games, you know, games that are like can, can sometimes be a little bit perplexing maybe to someone who, you know, just plays a lot of first-person shooters or something. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm honestly curious, and maybe this isn't something you have, like, stored in memory banks, but, like, what's the weirdest question you've ever gotten from someone about, like, one of your games? Oh, uh, I, I got someone stalking me, um, not stalking, but stalking me uh, on the internet, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, telling me how Flow is, uh, I think it was like ethically unsound. Ethically unsound? Ethically unsound. Yeah, because I did not <laughs> uh, follow the true evolution, something about that. And you did not follow the true path of evolution? Yeah, something like that, and he was saying this is this is wrong message to spread, and uh, I tried to argue with him, at least like over twenty emails, and it gets pretty intense. <laughs> and, uh, was it like a religious thing? 
I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's just like I care about my games, and so if he really don't like it, I need to defend for it a little bit. But then it actually just fuel the fire, and eventually people have to tell me this guy's crazy. You have you have to stop this. Yeah. 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 And, and the point that you're at email twenty, like, like me, maybe, maybe I should oh, actually I gotta, I gotta stop. <laughs> right. Um, but By the way, that person was Dan Riker. Just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he he told me he works at the LAX. Oh, uh, all right. <laughs> so you fly into Pasadena then. <laughs> yeah. John Wayne from here on out. Um, but then from journalists and writers, no. I mean, it was, I, I feel pretty, uh, I guess, honored. Just the fact that everybody seems to be all very polite and smart. You know, like, y'all get it. You know, what we're trying to do here. <laughs> um, uh, the, the most pissed off questions I have is, well, demo in journey, journey, and they will say, um, "So how long the game is gonna be? Uh, how many times can you replay this game? How many trophies do you have?" And that's that's when I, I start lose my. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, Genova, just just a little inside here. Um, that means that they have run out of questions yeah. to ask you, but still feel like, oh shit, I still have to come up with something. I said, "What's your what's your price point?" When are you coming uh, out? Uh, price point. Uh, uh, how are the competitive multiplayer modes? Yeah, yeah. It's like that's when when you when you've reached that point, you're. How do you, I shoot? You're you're <laughs> you're, 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 pa- you're panicking. You're like, ah, oh, does uh, what is the multiplayer like? You know, or so whatever. actually today I. I don't know if this is the right thing to say. I hope he's not listening. Well, no, just don't, uh, don't say no name names. Okay, uh, I was talking to one of the creative director from a very big, uh, open world. Game, you know, you narrowed it down. Okay, uh, <laughs> well, stop there. Yeah, yeah, lots of action and no. <laughs> fighting. Right? Uh, and are uh, there swords? Are there guns? You know? Yeah, and uh, and he said, you know, I I I'm just really glad that games like this is being still being made today. Um, and uh, he just said, you guys should continue to do what you're doing. I said, you know, um, you're the creative director. You could you could do things like this as well, right? why don't you make something like this? And he was like, well, uh, he was basically saying Journey is machine gunless, machine gunless, right? Yeah. And he's like, machine gunless. But I couldn't make a game without machine gunning it because the higher up decide it has to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was trying to figure out a way to help him out a little bit. Just Maybe you can... <laughs> They stored the world setting a little bit, so Machinga is, is impossible, you know, <laughs> like, but I, I just feel like, um, why can't you make Blockbuster without Machinga? I was like, well, you can use swords, but... Yes, swords is <laughs> the same as Machinga, right? But I mean, um, there, was, there, was, there was definitely, like, I think a... There were, whoa. <laughs> Cell phone. Uh, there, there was definitely, like, a general... Uh, like gun fatigue, I think uh, this E3. By the time yeah. we got around to uh, Ubisoft's press conference, of uh-huh. like, I've seen, seen a lot, lot of these games. Um, They're all very brown. And and and, 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 and to a certain extent, it's, it's not that these games are going to be bad, or I, I won't enjoy them when they come out. But mm-hmm. this many of them, it seems like it's kind of like just an easy way to make like a big blockbuster game. Is you you know you slap a gun on it, and it, it's 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 an understandable gaming trope that. Um, is cheaper to build upon, and then you build the spectacle around it, and that's where the money goes into. And it was just, 
Can't, isn't yeah. there like another way? Like there's got like. Uh, well, I think the the depressing part about that is that you know all these all these guys working on these games think they have a shot. You know they think they think that like you know this this modern military shooter that we're making this is going to be the one that that overthrows everything. You know, and, and it's like World of Warcraft. It's like you just you, right. You, you, you just, just keep, keep throwing, throwing something yeah. different, and it'll topple the king. When that's not the way. That's not the way that yeah. even modern warfare became the like king. Like there were probably some people at some point somewhere along the development of Homefront that thought we're doing it, guys. <laughs> we have it. We, we got it in the bag. <clears throat> Call of Duty's dead. Actually, I was and, just talking to Patrick. I was like. What's up with all the invasion towards New York this year? There is yeah. a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. I think that, you know, it, it, people... it's, it's all, it's all uh, you know, directly in response to Modern Warfare 2, where it's like they got this huge response from, from people with like, all right, we're going to, you know, take the action to U.S. soil and it's going to be this the thing. White, the White House. And... You're going to see these places that you know, but it's going to be this, you know, chaotic sort of setting, this, you know, crazy thing that's happening there. And everyone's like, yeah, we can do that too. I, I don't want to be the one to say it. I'll, I'll say it anyway. The South Park thing was right. We're now ten years removed from nine eleven, so it's okay to blow up New York again. Yeah, right. Like that's actually okay now because we're we're now that ten year mark past it. So it's like okay, no, it's no longer a sensitive issue. It's just fine. Yeah, so, just, but, so but everyone do it. It's just so fine. it's like everyone blow right. up New York like, now. Everyone all at once. Apparently, <laughs> Wait, no, no. Yeah. One thing you guys were talking about gun fatigue. I also have D and D fatigue. I also have physics gameplay fatigue. I I I just recently realized that. Like, 99% of the game today, whether it's a platformer or a shooter or a, a puzzle game, they are all physics gameplay. Um, and I was thinking, man, the early games like chess and all these other things, they're not really about physics, but today, all the major games are about physics. But what if you could add physics to chess? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did that, right? Finally kicked that up a notch. might have, actually. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just in general I have a little bit physics fatigue. Hmm. Um, so you want to stop physics? <laughs> well, we're, we're, gonna build, to we're, gonna go, we're gonna go back in time and stop Half Life Two from being released. <laughs> just fix this. It was problem. it was those crates puzzles and yeah, Half Life exactly. Two that started like, a lot of that stuff. Put those crates on this end of the seesaw. Like <laughs> uh, they're really hard to get there because this is a physics engine and they don't just snap to the spot where they're supposed to be. Well, what's so, so for instance, like what's something? Is there anything at E three that you've seen so far this year that like actually felt like it was something uh, that you were excited so, about? Um, I think at GDC on the Indie Game Festival, there's a game called Maquette. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very similar to Portal. It lets you to see the world in a different perspective. Is this the 4D game? Uh, no, it's like you're in this tiny little room. There's a miniature stuff where you can kind of move around. Oh, right. And the, the entire world is changing. And that really makes me to look at the world differently. And I thought that was intellectually stimulating for me. You know, like I really want to try it out. Um, and uh, this E3, let's see. This E3, uh, surprisingly, I'm actually quite excited for the Tomb Raider. Really? Uh, um, because, you know, when, when I play games, my most impressive game is always the very first in its genre. Mm-hmm. That's done very well. Uh, like right now, if I'm thinking about horror game, I'm thinking about the first Resident Evil when the dog jumps out. Yeah. I mm-hmm. was 
my heart beat so fast, I, I cleared the entire clip and I didn't get the dog. And he <laughs> <laughs> no one you know? kills that damn dog. Right. No one. And, uh, you just run into the other room like, and, and, yeah, yeah, go back. That, that, that's, that's what I remember. Um, I, what I noticed is that, yeah, it, the first time I had a very strong emotional response from a game, that game stays with me with my entire life. You know, if I try to remember what would the game, I remember Commander Concord. That's the mm -hmm. first Nice. time stretch with all the FMV right. and that really makes me feel like I, I you know I'm, I'm there um, so when I saw Laura Crafts and uh, this is very different you know she's not that you know expert whatever beast killer or whatever but now she's a survivor and the sense of survival is is there at least in the pre-rendered promo promotion videos and uh in the gameplay video, it looks also pretty good. Um, so I feel like I have never played a game where I've, I'm really struggling trying to survive. I, I don't remember. And I think if this game can pull it off and so far it looks good, I, I think it will be a memorable experience. Um, uh, I, I actually got to play uh, that, that opening sequence that they were showing uh, today. Uh, the, or the, the opening sequence that they showed at the, the Microsoft press conference. I, I got to play that today. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's, I mean, you know, it, it is that it's, you know, it's a lot of quick time events that so you're, you're kind of moving forward through it. It's not, uh, you know, necessarily highly interactive. There's like the, the one puzzle where there's the, the thing you have to lift up and set the things on fire and, you know, kind of clear the path. It's, yeah. it's, it's all just about like, you're trying to escape from this place, but it, it is all about how it's presented. It is about, you know, the, 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 the tension that they're trying to create with the way the camera moves and, you know, this kind of claustrophobic feel and, and her disorientation. And, you know, it's, it's, it is a lot about the production values. So but, what uh, I liked is the Mortal Kombat stuff on herself. So she falls down and she has to pull a bone out. Right. <laughs> so, those stuff. Self-Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> and that feels for really cool. You know, I can feel the pain there. That's, that's amazing. But at the same time, I'm, I'm also kind of disturbed by a lot of moaning. Yes, I she, mentioned that exactly. Night, it yeah. was really porny. It wasn't porny. It was. was She's disturbed. Like, what the hell are you watching? I drink it. I drink my porn. <laughs> but it makes me John moan. Drake is just off camera making really lewd gestures. Yeah. But I guess they try to stay authentic to the original. Well, one of the things I, 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 we, we talked about this a little bit last night uh, in regard to that demo. I think some people are at least a little bit uncomfortable with the notion of you know, women in peril. You know, it's something that's always portrayed in movies and in fiction as like, you know, women in peril have to be rescued. You know, we don't like seeing it. We don't want to see it. So when you have someone like Laura Croft, who has previously been kind of a preternatural badass, mm -hmm. like writhing on the ground, like pulling out her rib and like, you know, just like screaming in pain, you're just like, this is really uncomfortable. Because just culturally, that's not something we're, you know, used to seeing yeah, they, very they, often in they, games, they especially. They beat the shit out of her in the beginning of that game. Yeah, they seriously beat the shit out they of her. They fuck her up real bad. It's, it's, it's you know, so they, they don't pull that's the punches. Why, that's why I think it's, uh, it's something I haven't seen before. That's why I think there's a potential I will be amazed by the game. I really hope they can pull it together. So do people not feel the same way about, like, Nathan Drake at the beginning of Uncharted 2 where he's shot and he's hanging off a train everything? It's just this Well, no, because we're accustomed to that. Because you, you know he's going to get out of it. And they kind of play well, that. we see it with a woman. It's, we they play, play it up for die. comedy in, in, in a sense, too. I, I think, like, Nathan Drake's kind of lighthearted nature. He's, he's chuckling while he's dangling yeah, in the like, train. Oh, he's like, yeah. fuck, like, oh, yeah. Boy, you got yourself into this one again, baby. Rascal. Very much the John 
Rapscally and you with a bullet hole in you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> off the train. Yeah. Dan Riker, anything? Uh, let's let's get some some E three highlights from you. Anything that you, that you've seen from the show so far that uh, I feel jumping like, out. I feel like I'm the only one that's just this huge champion for this game. But Twisted Metal was a huge part of my youth. Yeah. Like, Twisted Metal Two is like one of my favorite games. You of should all time. you should have come out last night when we had David Jaffe. He was sitting in your very spot. Oh man. For hours, David Jaffe oh, sat there. That guy's great. Uh, yeah. He no, is it was a precious commodity that yeah. we should we should manufacture more of. He was he was awesome in here last night. Uh, yeah. Twisted Metal Two is a it, it's one of my favorite games of all time. And yeah. Black is fantastic. And now the guys at Eat Sleep Play are doing this again, and I got to play it uh, yesterday, and it plays like a dream. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. It's they've got these giant you know large scale boss battles that you never really saw in the series. They usually had the like minion mid boss right. battle. Yeah, and yeah. You had Warhawk or Dark Tooth. Like I. Like I've been wanting a full scale twisted metal comeback since Black. Like Head On was great. I love it was a great uh, mm-hmm. PSP launch title. Right. And yeah. The extended edition was great. But I mean, I want a full on online twisted metal, and we're finally getting that. And I could not be more excited. So, so let me ask you a question about this. What do you think about the viability of you know a car combat game in 2011? Like this is a genre <laughs> that a bunch is, now. is has you know fallen out of favor. Uh, you know, has they they just haven't been making them in, especially specifically in that very traditional kind of twisted metal format in a really long time, and and I just have to wonder, like I, I see that game, and and uh, you know, I'm not trying to question the development abilities of of, of the the team, but I, I wonder, like you know, it's like they're going to put this time into this. They've been working on this for a while now. Like when they put this out, like is there going to be enough people that go like that have that that feeling for for Twisted Metal they're going to be like yes Twisted Metal's back and I want this or or has just time moved on well you know even at its peak that genre was never it wasn't Call of Duty like I mean Twisted Metal was like I mean for its time kind of nothing really the f- was then yeah. the, the first yeah. when I bought my Playstation the first game I got was Twisted Metal 2 number one yeah. so, first game I got was loaded it was, it was about sales numbers back then yeah. loaded yeah. loaded yeah. 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 loaded no I didn't oh. not after yeah. playing loaded I didn't yeah. but you know there, there were there were knockoffs of Twisted Metal you had your, yeah, your Vigilante and, 8s and, and that sort of stuff of the, of the world and well, the there was there a Star Wars one around that time? It, it was well, never, yeah. a little different. It was no, never flooded one? though. Like I mean, you had Twist Metal, you had Vigilante Eight. I mean, how many others? Like, WWE Crush like, Hour. Hour. Oh, yeah. Fuck you! I made there that joke. There was there was, was, a, there was one where you were underwater in subs. Oh, um, Critical Depth. Critical Depth. Yeah, yeah. Steel Track. There was there was the Star Wars one. Oh my god. I don't remember. Yeah, there was a Star Wars there one. Was I can't remember the name of it. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push back here, Dan. Yes, <laughs> the market was flooded with car combat games. <laughs> Dino like, car battle. How many people bought Rogue Trip? How know? many people like, bought Homefront? I mean, you know, just because you know, yeah. sick burn, yeah. sick Homefront burn. <laughs> yeah, guy from THQ. <laughs> Fuck you. By the way, uh, I have some people from Chaos coming in tomorrow. So right. sorry Great. about that. So actually, because it's a David Jaffe game. Um, I have not played Twisted Metal, unfortunately, um, and uh, I I overheard someone mention when David Jaffe was directing the first of God of War, it was related to his life at that time, um, so there's a lot of rage and anger in the game, and I'm He's wonder- an angry man. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering if there's there's a similar vibe in Twisted Metal. Compared to God of War. Metal. I mean, it's just kind of laid out for like comic silliness for the most part. I mean, like Black was probably the darkest to God for sure. Like Black, some of those stories and cuts and stuff were super duper dark. But I mean, 
It's just, it's a silly series. I mean, you're shooting the Statue of Liberty and she turns into a fat girl in a bikini. Like, I mean, like, they clearly yeah. don't take it super seriously. So, and, so once again, we're blowing up New York is what you're saying. That's right. That's right. <laughs> wait, wait, this, this new one, you, you, you shoot at the Statue of Liberty? No, that was in Twisted Metal. Okay. okay. But like, with Black, it got a little more serious. And this one feels a little more like two than Black. It's, uh, I think it's going to be teen. And it's, it's, it's not super dark. Um... It, it feels like too very silly arcade like mayhem. It, it's mm. kind of like uh, you know what they did with Warhawk. You know, it's pickup based arcade gameplay. You know, everyone starts on the same level. You pick up weapons. And Can you still tap out like button combos to shoot freeze and they, stuff like uh, that? Oh like, my like, god, I totally forgot about yeah, those. Left, right, up for freeze. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember all this. But now it's all one tap. So instead of doing right, left, down to shoot your fire missile behind uh-huh. you, it's down. Okay. Which I don't know why they just didn't do that in the first yeah, place. But yeah, well, they should just give you the option to still do the really you, painful you, yeah, way to do it. Because you didn't have an analog stick on some of that stuff and you were using the thing you steered with to do it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so now it's like you want to lay a mine, you hit left. If you want to okay. do the freeze thing, which is now an EMP, you hit up. Um, so is that literally the only game you like from E3 so far? No, 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 no. Every, <laughs> everything looks great. Like Uncharted, I'm super thrilled about. Yeah, um, I saw that today as well. You no, know, I actually played uh, Skyward Sword for a while and it does uh, some of that motion plus stuff is pretty good huh. like every enemy encounter is kind of like a miniature puzzle like there's these scultolas that hang from the ceiling and you got to cut them down but then like they've got this shelled back and you have to like use the motion plus to basically put your controller down and like flip them up and flip them up over and then you got to stab them like every enemy kind of has that motion control stuff that actually works though mm-hmm. it doesn't seem super gimmicky but otherwise it's still you're, you're finding keys and fighting bosses and is that do you think that's you know differentiating stuff enough from you know, is it still a damn Zelda game? It's a damn Zelda game. Do you get, right, do gonna, you get a boomerang? Um, I have not seen the boomerang yet. Were How you in a water jars? Can you collect? Okay, all right. <laughs> do you get a super boomerang? I have not seen. Is there a hook a shot? A tornado boomerang? Yeah. What? They had that Twilight Princess. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah okay. No, it, it was good, and like I'm a huge Zelda fan, and it, it did enough different to get me excited about it. Like. Cool. Twilight Princess, like the wolf thing, didn't really do it yeah. for me. Um, yeah. And you know, the implementation of the uh, the Wii stuff was pretty. Yeah, nice so that, that game point. felt like it, it was the, for me. That game felt like they had reached like very close to the end of the number of times they could just remake that yeah. that exact blueprint. With I don't know, now you're wolf and yeah, there'll be like nine dungeons. <laughs> so like even even Skyward Sword to some extent, like it's it's hard for me to accept it at face value. Like it's one of those things where like, I'm gonna wait until this is done and we'll see. Guys. Well, like I, like when I was like, seeing the demos, I was kind of getting a little interested, but only because I skipped Twilight Princess. So like I've kind of forgotten the formula a little bit enough that yeah. like yeah, I guess I'll play one of I'll play Ocarina of Time again with like a new skin but, on and it. It's yeah. it's weird to say because it's you know it is still this kind of like new thing, and, and I think the sequel's really different. But like Darksiders. Yeah, like out Zelda Zelda for me in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like you know, it's like seeing the stuff that you guys have been doing about Darksiders too. It's just like oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Like, but I, also I like even with uh, you know Wind Waker like gamers at, at least uh, at first like completely rejected that game. Well, the last the last the last time like, great. every time Wind Nintendo Wind tried to be progressive like about it like you know Luigi's Mansion like right. pe- people people immediately go no. I know, Luigi's Mansion 2 is great. Let me finish my Give point. I'm being silent. But, but, but I, I, you know, that I think, like, uh, Reggie actually made a point about that, like, in the press conference. Like, right. we tried to do something different. You ding us for doing something different. 
because you want because you wanted the same. Then we do the same, and you ding us for doing something different. How are we supposed to win this? I think battle? you just should have come up and said, "We discovered that you guys are real assholes." <laughs> <laughs> Grass is always greener on the other side. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I, I, I can't blame you for getting into the kind of nostalgia thing this year because I honestly, like, one of my favorite games of the show is Luigi's Mansion 2. I really was. <laughs> so, I, seriously, that game is so much better than it has any right to be. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, I, I'm sorry. It, it's, the fuck? Jesus Christ, Someone Adam. disagrees with me, apparently. What? <laughs> it was a ghost. Stop, stop, Adam, just stop. You're not turning the gas back Quit on over there. Grab right? assing over there, would you? Grab ass. <laughs> Too much grab ass. I, I played a bunch of 3DS games today, uh, and, you know, most of them are 3DS games. Like, yeah, hey, check yeah. it out. It's Mario Kart, but it's on a 3DS. Yep. Uh, but that was the one game I actually played where it was like the 3D actually did something for me. Because mm. it's all in kind of a fixed camera perspective, right, right. and the way they have the depth with, you know, the way with Luigi running around, like catching ghosts and stuff, mm. it actually looks really, really fucking good. Excellent. And it's fun. I mean, it's it's like, hey, did you like Luigi's Mansion at all? Uh, yeah. Sure. Well, I mean, it's... Yeah. it's that's a, like a crowd, like, yeah! That's, that's no, no, that's yeah. me going, so, yay! So that's what really, like, Luigi's Mansion, the original Luigi's Mansion, over there? Yeah. Is, a, is a weird, weird game to me because, uh, I, I, you know, I remember, you know, that's a GameCube launch game. I remember, you know, getting it with my GameCube, playing it. Enjoying it well enough, yeah. Uh, but it was a fairly simple game. It was, and uh, and and one that at the time, you know, a, a lot of people were kind of like, eh, you know, it's this is okay. Like there was a lot of like, yeah, yeah. but it was more because they were pissed because there wasn't a Mario. I game wanted a Mario game. Yeah. It was, it was, it was brothers but that, a few months but that's, away. Ah, like every time Nintendo tries to say, hey, let's do something different, like unless they shove it down your throat. But I, so so their, I, their legacy bites bites them in the. But ass. so I found it really weird that when they said, "and we're doing Luigi's Mansion 2, and everyone was like, "Fuck yeah, Luigi's Mansion Two! I loved Luigi." I'm like, that's really not the response I remember hearing when that game came out. Like, I enjoyed it well enough. It wasn't one it was of more my like AT and T all time. Oh. Not one of my all time favorites, but uh, you know, kind of something unique. And it had a great art style. You yeah, know, and it had a, a, a unique thing to it. But well, and also Luigi in that game was adorable. Like he was just like so yeah. freaked out the whole damn game, and it was awesome. I love that. That's why I actually like Luigi in general. Is there a Mario button in Luigi's Mansion Two? <laughs> Not in the demo I saw. I'm, I don't know, but We're like, taking a break. I, 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 I'm not going to sell the game as more than it is. It's like Luigi's Mansion. It's sure. a fairly simple game. You're running around. You're catching ghosts. You're collecting coins. You know, they're finding keys and stuff. It's a damn mansion, and there are ghosts. Yeah. But it is fun. But there's like eight mansions this time. Yeah, and it's fun. It's so want to call fun. it Luigi's Mansions. Well, was that the first game that really gave Luigi a personality? Because, you know, he was no. just the palette swap for it. Well, but I mean... He had a voice in other games. Well, then, like, the Mario and Luigi, like, the DS RPGs or the Game Boy Advance ones, he's yeah. hilarious because everyone's just shitting on him the whole time. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, like... He's the ineffectual brother. The, the Japanese version of Super Mario Brothers 2. He could jump higher. Done. Person, oh, okay. All the personality you need. That's <laughs> <laughs> where it all started. Yeah. Uh, Mar- Mario is missing. That was it. Oh, that's where it began. Uh, no, I think that's. I think that's, that's a, a valid point. So, of course, when's the last time Nintendo started a new IP with a new character? Oh wow, Pikmin. Pikmin? Oh, oh, yeah. Miyamoto does claim that uh, uh, the Wii Fit Balance Board is a new character, <laughs> and that uh, what's what's the island in Wii Sports Resort? Who Island? He claims that's a character too. <laughs> oh, also, you're no, me. No money uh, is the new character yeah, for Nintendo. Uh, but, but, but Pikmin is probably the last. Only if they new go IP. and make a follow up to if they, they, they like 
go with Sega and make a, like another fighter's mega mix and then you play as the balance board in a fighting game then they can call it a character if, it, if an island is on one side of that fight it's like here's this girl from fighting vipers and an island go <laughs> you know, then they can call Woohoo Island Jet, a character oh but Jet, island versus the balance board who wins in a fight and why yeah oh you can stand on both of them <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ryan, you, I've got one for you. Okay. It's the way we started talking on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Waluigi. Uh, yeah, he's the worst thing in the, the world. The greatest Nintendo He's the absolute he's, abortion. Why don't we have he a Waluigi a, game? He is yet. an abortive travesty. Oh, because, is anyone with me on Waluigi? No. no. He's amazing. If, no. no. You're he's saying there needs to be a Waluigi's he's, mansion? He's the, he's, <laughs> is that what you're waiting for? Waluigi's Waluigi's world. Listen, Dan, if you're appreciating him ironically, I'm going to give you a pass, but... Waluigi is the laziest shit Nintendo <laughs> has ever why done. He's awesome. Is that okay? Okay, so it is ironic. It is ironic. With Wario, it made sense because you turned the M upside down. So I actually, I, so after I took you to task, you went for down Waluigi, a rabbit hole on this one. Fucking dude, <laughs> dude started t- talking about how, like, in Japanese, the wa oh, is a play on words, that. and so when you say Waluigi, it's like dark. Like, that's there's true. there's this whole. They took an L and turned it upside down. <laughs> but yeah, that's the problem. Is, is that fuck you. His hat is an upside. Are you, are you saying the Waluigi's game like, would be a Tetris game because you're just turning L's upside down? Uh, if you're going to turn L's upside down, call him Raw Luigi. Just, no. Or, you know, whatever. What I'm saying is that Waluigi's game would be fucking suicide fuel because <laughs> no one would play that. It's the worst thing ever. I would be first in line at the midnight line. And you would be the first person hanging yourself an hour later. Well, finished Waluigi's game. Guess there's nothing left. <laughs> Been waiting for this since Mario Tennis. <laughs> The first time I played Mario Tennis on uh, 64, yeah. I seriously went through the character select screen. They're like, who's this purple guy over here? And I went over and I saw his name was Waluigi. And I was like, what? What's the first <laughs> really? What's the first like, game I've loved him since Mario Tennis 64. Was that it? That was yeah, the first one? That was the first one. And have you seen the intro for Mario Power Tennis on GameCube? Yeah. It's amazing. It's like 25 minutes long. It goes on and for a while. Just, yeah. It's ridiculous. And it's <laughs> Wario and Waluigi. And, oh, it, it's, it's the best. He are needs they, a game. He needs a they, game. So, so here's my question: Like, are they brothers? Like, what's to tell me more about Waluigi? Like, is there any sort of backstory? Have you written any Waluigi fan fiction? Oh, yeah. Slash fiction? <laughs> yeah, but it's Mario Waluigi. It's Waluigi slash Birdo. It's under Dan Wycart. Uh, well, I don't know. It's Mario Mario. We've never heard that it's Wario Wario. Like Mar- Mario is Mario. I'm just, man, I, right? I just want to know. That, like, the movie's not canon. I just, I just, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. To Miyamoto. <laughs> so uh, actually today I had a talk with uh, Ariel. She's a producer from Q Games. She was demonstrating side score next mm. to us. So I was asking her, you know, last time I talked to Square Enix, I was very surprised to find out that the male and female distribution on people who play Final Fantasy is very close to 50-50 in Japan. Um, but I don't think that's the case here, right? Um so I was just thinking, man, how many women actually know the Mario franchise? I, I mean, I think it's so ubiquitous at this point that I think right. everyone just kind of is aware of it. But you know, you're, you're talking about but, like, in terms of but, playing it. But what about Wario? Are you Wario? I've not got many ladies' thoughts yeah. on Waluigi. <laughs> you know what you should do? You should make an OK Cupid profile and say, you know who I love is Waluigi. <laughs> like, do some aspirational quotes. Like, you know, I have a dream. Waluigi. Dan, <laughs> Dan, I'm going to throw down a, the gauntlet here. The next time you go on a date, okay. I want you to just talk all about Waluigi. <laughs> I need to alter my OKQ okay profile. Just, just uh, no, 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 no. I'm saying when you're on the date, just say, Guys, 
Starfy. Nintendo's Starfy's awesome. Starfy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Starfy's awesome. Is we that, only got the one here on the Starfy, end. Starfy, Starfy's legendary Starfy. What the I guess fuck is a Starfy? It's, 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 it's great. It is a good yeah, game. Starfy's good. It's, 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 it's a really platformer, good. yeah. yeah, yeah it's it's, I guess that's post. I guess that's post. Uh, uh, Pikmin, Pikmin yeah. Pikmin. I guess I'm saying along with Pikmin. Big TV or nothing? Yeah, I wrote Pikmin. How do you say the Zelda 3D debut? How do you say that subtitle? Which one? I say Ocarina of Time. Yeah, Ocarina. Wait, what? What's the what's That's the a thing though? Everyone says I say Ocarina wrong and Epona. Oh. Do you guys say Epona? I say Epona. I say Epona. Okay. I say Epona and Ocarina. I don't know. Like an Ocarina I don't know. is a thing. Like it's a, yeah. There's a way. To everyone says that. it's Ocarina of Time. Well, he says Ocarina. That doesn't matter. It's regional. You do that. Okay. Yeah, it's a Midwest thing. Except you're from the Midwest, so I don't. What know. really don't matters know. is that you like Waluigi. Let's not deviate. Yeah. From <laughs> to be fair, you are an abomination of humanity. I want like one of those fat head stickers on my wall of just Waluigi. No, All right, fuck we're, you. We're, we're, we're gonna wrap up this section here. Uh, Dan, Dan Reichert, any any closing thoughts here for your uh, your time on the couch? I'm having a good time. Fantastic. We're, 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 we can come and you can stay and hang for a bit, but uh, we're gonna take another break and we're gonna rotate some new folks through. Genova, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, here. thank Appreciate you for having it. me here. Uh, it was it was a, a real pleasure meeting you and, and having you here and, and talking to you some. Um, Folks on the live stream, uh, we're going to take another quick break, bring in some new dudes, so uh, stick around and and we'll be back uh, momentarily. Back to uh, part three of our day three E3 2011 live wrap up featuring some hot beatboxing. Canadian beatboxing, the deadliest form of beatboxing. Vanilla um, beatboxing. I am too tired now to even introduce everyone here on the couches. We've got a, a full fresh crew, so everyone, let's, let's just run down the line here and, uh, and everyone introduce yourselves and uh, say where you're from, please. Yeah, you have to pick who's gonna start. start you are, you, <laughs> Swedish, <laughs> you Swedish fuck. Yeah, I'm, start I'm uh, Ulf Anderson. I, you know, I'm actually with Overkill Software. I'm just a dude, man. Just a dude. Yeah. And next to you, even dudeier dude. Dudeier dude, Dave Lang from the Mighty Mighty Iron Galaxy. <laughs> so you guys have changed your name then? You've no, added no. Mighty Mighty? It's trademark. We're working on trademark. Very good. Yeah. Craig Kuyava, formerly of the band known as Microsoft. Chris Charla, Microsoft. Currently of the band Microsoft. Currently. Stuff's being thrown around. Over here on this couch. Uh, my name is uh, John Vignacchia. We're for Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Over here we got Adam Oyes. I refer to a company called Beefy Media. That's horrible. Beef, beef jerky. jerky. <laughs> you, guys make, you guys make awful beef jerky. Yeah, it's terrible. It tastes like yeah. salt and Satan. Right here. <laughs> Contains beef from one or more of the following sources. Argentina, Australia, Brazil, Canada, New Zealand, really, Uruguay, really close, and the United yeah. States. Yeah, it's basically a Canadian version of DJ Ungerals is what it is. <laughs> Closer to dirt than dirt, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm Simon, Simon Vicklin, and I'm with uh, Ulf on uh, Overkill. Yeah, I don't know that guy. I don't know what he's talking about. 
disavow any knowledge of Simon Beckman. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you guys for, for coming in here. Thank today. you. Uh, not least of all, John Vignocchi, who has had a terrifying journey. He's I got past, married, man. Last few weeks. No, that, 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 was, that was the... Holy cow. <laughs> terrifying oh, journey. Oh, you're talking about the part where I almost died. The part where you almost oh. died. <laughs> that was... Uh, yeah, marriage. Yeah. Can, can, no? we, can we talk about that? Yeah, are, we, are you, can, are you, are you can, comfortable enough to talk about I'm, your near-death experience? Yeah, I'm comfortable enough to talk about it. Um, but the gig basically is this. I just wanted to say I got acute pancreatitis um, from... Cute? Acute. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you meant really cute. Right. Anyway, so fact. long story short, though, um, I think what's actually the most important thing I want to say about this, if I even had the chance, thank you very much, is thanks to everyone, you know, Ryan, Jeff, all the guys at Giant Bomb, the entire community. You guys have been super awesome. Um, all the tweets and forum posts and messages from everyone. I just, as sick as a dog as I was, to get all that stuff meant the world to me and helped me uh, recover even quicker. So thanks to Giant Bomb community. Thanks to all you guys. It was it was so cra- it was such a crazy thing though because you were you were just coming off so. You just got married. Literally, had just gotten Literally. married. Yep. Had gone off to uh, to the Bahamas for your honeymoon, yep. and it was like everything went off without it. So, so I'd actually been at your house. I was staying. I was crashing at your place like the weekend before you got married. <laughs> That's true. Right. And I was I was there in your living room watching you like rehearse your your first dance for the wedding, oh. which should not go exactly as planned. It was still a fantastic. But it was about. Yeah, but, but, but I think to his wife, it was like thirty-five percent accuracy. It was like, after like <laughs> that's what she told me. She told after me after like sixty drinks. They're yeah. like, now do the opening dance to Dirty Dancing. And I'm like, oh, I had the time of my life. It was a pretty yeah. It was a wreck. Anyway, E3. But but, but there was but there was. <laughs> We're not changing the subject yet. But there like. It was it was a, a big fucking deal. Like the like you guys put on a, a huge goddamn production. And I was just thinking like, yeah, it, this is. Yeah, we spent six fucking grand in dancing lessons. <laughs> <to do that>. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> uh, worth, yeah. worth the every penny. Must have been way yeah. more, Johnny. Like how much? No, I just I just want to tell you how much money I flushed down the toilet on that. <laughs> and and, I, it's not and I, down, I hear it Johnny, now. Married, to this you're married, day, you're no, married. I know, you can see it right there. It's not flushing. Day, it's, like, it's investment. Wow. Well, and I'm like, well, we had a great, we had a great time <laughs> learning how to dance. What's I, was like, I hope you're proud of yourself. I almost feel like we have to give Adrian a mic so she can respond to this stuff. Like you having a mic and her being in the room. Not when she's drinking. It's not fair. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. My stories are better. <laughs> yeah. Right. But I was, I was thinking like, you know, there was the, like the fucking choir, like all this crazy shit happening yes. at the wedding, and then you, you go off to the Bahamas for your, for your honeymoon. And I was thinking like, okay, it's, it's obviously bad news that this, the, the pancreatitis happened. Yeah. But I was thinking like, like, God, this could have happened like a, like few days sooner. And just how many more crazy things this would have completely fucked up. Like you were saying, you know, a, a lot of money got spent on this this whole giant yeah. production. Yeah, so. we had Mario and Princess Peach cake toppers, too. Yes. I'll have to so throw that in how, there. How much for those? Let's uh, ballpark. Actually, we got them on Etsy really cheap. Someone <laughs> custom made them. Right, honey? 18 bucks. Huh? Not 18. <laughs> So that's where that's that's where the difference was made up. It was that that was going to be like six grand, but then you're like, well, we were able to get you know, it for like twenty bucks. You know, now you guys bucks. make me feel so dumb about saying that. It was just I should have just said it was a lot of money for the dancing lessons and, um, yeah, Arthur Murray Dance Studios. There it is. Actually, it's so funny. This is okay. So now I have something to tie this in to tie this into video games, right? Love, love There's it. a bunch of dudes from Respawn. That dance oh. at the same dance studio what? that I danced at Sherman Oaks. You heard it here first. I swear. Yeah, so I'm like sitting there, we walk in there, and there's a bunch of dudes wearing so like them up the PlayStation and, and Respawn shirts, and I'm like, 
oh, what's this? And so I asked my dance instructor, like, oh, yeah, I guess, you know, something happened with their company. They, like, made the biggest, like, uh, shooting game ever, and then they got in trouble, and so they all left and formed their own company. And now they... <laughs> and now they're dancing. And now they, they got here. dance. No, like, they want to dance about it. Dance. They express so. themselves through dance. Right. And, yeah. Yeah. Is, is like it no therapeutic? Like, is it a company-mandated <laughs> thing? I, you know, I, I haven't asked yet. Okay. Maybe um, we'll see, like, a, a dance dance game from Respawn. Well, no, it's a sci-fi <laughs> shooter, so... Okay, with dancing with elements. Dance connect. Yeah. Charla, uh, Sky Connect, therapy. right? You must have forced that down their throat. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's it. Now he's I don't like, think that's... See, I can see him plotting right now. He's like, I'm going to fucking get you, Vinny. I don't think, I don't think that's really... You Charles. are the controller. No, it's not that at all. From Microsoft, you know that, right? It's not the whole. Charlie, you want to you want to explain to both, I guess, Johnny and the audience, because apparently he needs it as well. Uh, what it is that you do at Microsoft? So I'm the portfolio director for XBLA okay. for Microsoft Game Studios. So, so not that, connect so, worldwide. So specifically, okay, that sorry. means that you're 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 finding games to uh, to publish under the the Microsoft Game Studios uh, uh, banner. Exactly. The uh, curator of the XBLA Museum of Wonderful Content. So, so does that include like is that is that like finding Your like outside independent uh, developers or like Absolute, kind of like, like growing li- stuff internally or uh, mostly external? And so, literally scouring the globe to find the best developers to make cool games for XBLA. Are you doing indie stuff or just other publishers and stuff like that? What's that? Are you doing indie stuff too? Yeah, or? everybody. Okay. Not like Xbox Live indie games, but indie developers in terms of you know small developers making cool stuff. Cool. Did you find Space Draft? That was before my time. <laughs> <laughs> that also, by the way, sounds like the coolest job in the game industry. It's really yeah. fun. I used to be a developer and. Uh, and by know, developing, we quotes. <laughs> Let's go quotes. Oh. There were no quotes there. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, I was. I did a lot of shit in a developer from. You're a press guy. A press guy. I was a press guy. And press guy means developer and, now. No, I was a press guy, and then I was a developer, designer, producer, biz dev, everything. And so you'd always hang out with developers at shows, and they're obviously super cool. And then you would pitch to publishers, who are very nice as well. But. Uh, <laughs> Not as good as Microsoft. Oh, Not as good as Microsoft. And, no. uh, and, but you'd just hear about all these cool games. You're like, oh, man, I hope you get to make that game. I hope you get to make that game. And you had nothing you could do. You just had to try and make your own cool games. And now that I'm on the other side, on the publishing side, I get to meet with all these cool developers in, like, serious meetings and take them out to lunch and dinner, and it's fun. And then... Kill their dreams. <laughs> we don't get. We don't it's get. Not gonna we, happen. we don't get to say yes every time. But when we see something awesome, we get to say yes, and you help these guys realize their dreams and get rich and famous and do awesome stuff. And yeah. it's kind of sweet. I love it. And I'm the, so glad, Simon. Despite your anger, we were we were able to find a great deal and buy a commentary on with Capcom, who uh, we did that deal with. So cool. Thanks. Throw that in there. What kind of plug? What kind of plug? I guess Adam did buy a commando. You were plugging a former... Yeah, former job (laughs) game. Former beef jerky. It's the saltiest. (laughs) It's great. No, it's not. It's terrible. So, Johnny, have you you managed... in 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 your compromised form, have you managed to to hit E3 at all? (laughs) I just... I I keep... No, no, no. I keep... keep, keep, What is it, like a transformer that can't build into the robot form? (laughs) (laughs) Always in the track. Can he transform? I haven't seen that. All I've seen is is Drunk Johnny V, so... And that's a standard form, as far as I can tell. Um, Ryan, when he came over, was like, why is there so much Gatorade in your house? And I'm like, (laughs) competitive drinking. (laughs) 
wasn't because I'm working out a lot or training for a marathon. It's because... Every morning I need electrolytes. <laughs> it's because I'm desperately dehydrated every morning that I wake up. And oh, yeah, okay. whatever, on that weekend, we needed that gator. That worked out. That was, he eats a lot of edamame, was, which is a good thing. That was clutch. Yeah. Edamame is good, too. Anyway, have, so, you, have you been to E3? Yes, I have been to E3. Uh, what have you seen? What do you like out there? Um, what have I seen? What have I liked? Um, it's interesting. The... Uh, Bethesda. No. What about, what, one thing that I saw that blew my mind, this is non-video game related, sorry everybody, there's a castle with girls in oh short shorts and foxtails, and oh. you can go in and jump in it? Has <laughs> anyone seen that? Yes. Alex is we were there. We were there. Yeah. Okay. I, we're, I don't know where it was, oh. but I saw it. We were talking about this yes, yesterday. I forgot about. I forget what booth it in, but literally, like it's you go the in back, there, it's the back you are the supposed back. to chase the girls and pluck the tails off of them. That's the game. You know, the worst part was the line was empty, and then they turned to us and were like, "What's wrong with you? Can't come in here and bounce with us?" And we're like. Because um, yeah. that's what I want to be doing. Yeah. If I'm too embarrassed to go into that, I want you to insult me. No, and that's goes, what's going to get me horny goes, for you. Don't even have to bounce. You can just lay there. One guy just laid there, and we bounced around him for like ten minutes. Oh my god! That's that's like that's like strip club harassment. That's that's like. It's like a the, whoever it's a it's got to be a former Midway marketing guy that set that thing up. <laughs> yeah. Don't even say about it. Like, this is genius. I'm like this. We is, would never this do this is, at Disney, but this is genius. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, all the way. You see yeah. shit like that, and you're just like, our fucking industry. Yeah, totally, God damn it. This is awesome. Totally blows my mind. Just um, we have no idea. Nobody knew. Taylor's fucking and a bunch of yeah so bowels of consonants yeah I walked by there today and some dude's getting ready to go in this chick's holding with this one sheet of a waiver she's like you have to agree to this waiver before you get in and that guy's like just want to go jump with the pretty ladies <laughs> <laughs> just want to the foxtail we should claim that yeah. it, it's for Call of Duty there you so, go overkill um, software foxtails.com fired up <laughs> foxtails bouncy stuff so, so any actual games that you saw that you liked? Yeah, other than yeah so, okay, thanks, Ryan. <laughs> um, I'm trying to get back on track. I know you are. So, John. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, I've seen the uh, I've seen the Uncharted. Okay. Um, huh. That looks that looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also seen the things in the Nintendo. Where is this accent coming uh, from? <laughs> those also look very nice. What does Ice T think of those games? <laughs> Did you see the Microsoft press conference when Ice T screwed up his lines? Yes. Oh, so here's that the thing. Here's the thing. He had no lines. Oh, he did. There were, there were, like on the teleprompter, there were no lines for him there. there. He just decided, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm getting my old rock band back together. We're gonna do a custom track based on everyone's favorite game mode. It's called whore mode. I mean, hard hard mode. <laughs> when he did that, I was like, oh man. Anyway, um, some other games I've seen. Yeah, so Gears of War. Sterling inside from John Vignocchi, as usual. Um, Gears of War looks hot. Uh, Uncharted looks hot. Um, no offense, but uh, the journey thing, everyone's really in love with, yeah. and I, I don't see it yet. Wasn't he just on the show? I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did you talk to I him just about don't, that? No, I didn't talk to him about that, guys. Uh-huh. I know everyone's like, go oh, say he something to him. Feedback. Say it's really fucking brown. But I'm, I haven't said anything yet about it. Um, you actually just did. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you don't like it? He's outside I'm waiting. Just, I'm not sold on it yet. Um, I haven't seen it yet. So you don't like it? Is it brown? It's a very brown game. Oh, okay. Then it's next gen, I guess. <laughs> right. right. Oh, I'll tell you what. They're going to sell 50 million units then. Clearly. My uh, my favorite Definitely. game I've seen at the show, though, so far is Saints Row the Third. Yeah. I mean, I am like, I'm the biggest Saints Row fan. 
and the, the entire world. Tony, John, John Drake off camera is shaking his head violently. You don't like oh. that game? And no, no, it's it's just that that is the most John Vignocchi <laughs> possible choice <laughs> of, yeah, Saints Row the Third. That's my jam. That, like, well, yeah, fucking of course it is, John. It's like they get crazier and crazier. It's like I saw the creative director and he's like, why walk up and beat people with a billy club when you can use a dildo? And I'm like, exactly! Exactly! It's like, like you're inside my mind! It's like, these guys are so brilliant! So, anyway, yeah, I'm really excited about that. We'll I, 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 Meanwhile, John Drake's like, why walk up and just play a game when you could dance it? Right? <laughs> with jazz hands. Finger tracking. Paint pictures. Right, there we go. All right, move on to Adam. No, hey, we're gonna move on to Adam. What? What, are you, what are you doing at seen? What are you doing at E three, man? Uh, working, working yeah. it, working it. Uh, so you're, you're part, you're part, flow. you're part of that, you're part of that shadow E three that we were discussing earlier. Uh, yes, the, the GW Merritt lobby shadow E three. Where you're and in, in the upper levels, yeah. and the lower levels, and the Kencha Hall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kencha Hall is a parking lot. Yeah, where's the, is that? What? Kencha Hall is there's a like rumble chairs. I still sit in them. Not, not, not in Kencha Hall. People aren't selling them? Kencha Hall is literally Somebody a parking lot. Convince me to put one in there. <laughs> yeah, then, that's, then you should probably cancel that okay, check so, as quickly uh, as possible. Yeah, that's four meetings today. Yeah. Or right off. Yeah. Just knock, yeah, no, knock those off. Business. Biz. <laughs> so have you, been to, have you been actually to the, the show for I did, it all? I did a half lap, yeah, where I sweated to the oldies. I walked through the Microsoft. Literally saw Miss Explosion Man the, from Dust. I yeah. Think that was the game. Yeah. Uh, saw... Um, Street Fighter Three Third Strike, over there by Dave Lang. And his yeah, crew. Dave Lang. Uh, then I walked over to the West Hall, and walked in literally and saw Payday the Heist, and then went into the best game. meeting and saw a bunch of stuff. Uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. So Craig, it's Cross. It's not ten. Cross not ten. It's not X. So it's not ten. Dave no. Tell, Dave no. I thought it was the tenth game. We're sitting there with Craig, and he's like yeah. going through his Twitter feed. He's like, where is everyone talking? Like, it reminded me, Craig worked at Capcom for years and years and years and years. <laughs> he's going help Greenlight through, through his Twitter feed, and he's like, what is this Street Fighter 10 Tekken game people are talking about? <laughs> Where have you been? And it's like, <laughs> I just laughed my ass off, and then it's like, motherfucker, it's not 10. Take another guess. He's like, why would care about X Tekken? <laughs> and then it's like, that's closer, but that's still not. Multiplied by. I, I may or may not have had 88 beer at that point. <laughs> may <laughs> or may not times have had 88 beer. Yeah, Street Fighter times. times Tekken. Yeah, it's a yeah. multiplier. Yeah. Times. Yeah. The or the Chris has Christmas when you spell it with an X. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, uh, that's Swedish math. I'm going to take yeah. a pass <laughs> on that Sweet. game. Yeah. yeah. I'm just not a Tekken guy. Neither is anyone else in the world. I, it's not Japan. Right? Japan no, fucking I mean, loves that shit. There it is, right? You said it. People. Anyway, so yeah, business meetings. It sounds very boring. E3. I, I always want to go to the show floor and, and and do some laps and get really sweaty around people that elbow me and try to steal the control out of my hand. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm in business meetings trying to make business happen. The most fun is is not just getting like this like this distribution deal not that we with made beef. with beefy media beef what jerky. Were you saying Ryan, natural uh, what's, style. What's, it's not natural. It's no. natural style. <laughs> it's it's, it's got erythorbate in it. It's as if it was natural. Yeah. 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 Almost. Uh, so no, I mean, and again, I mean, it's been busy in a good way. But be- better than getting sweaty on the show floor at E3 is is going getting sweaty on the show floor at E3 and then going and, and playing a demo of a game where you have to wear headphones. <laughs> and I just I feel bad every time because I you know a fair amount of head sweat happening here just on the sides. And like, I, just, I love to give it to this nice slender lady behind me, and it's just and dripping I, with your. And I just head. I look at them and I already know like okay these have touched a million other gross heads as well. 
Uh, but now I'm going to put them on, and I'm going to step it up a notch here and put these things on. I'm going to stand there at this 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 station and you know focus on this game and know that just you know there's sweat pouring down my head into and absorbing into these these headphones. I'm like, oh, just they should just throw these out after like not obviously after the show if is done. If they can do it on airplanes, surely they can do it for two days of being on the E3 floor. They should just they should just toss them out. I agree. Uh, like clearly, they have to toss them out after the show is over. But I'm like, oh, after I'm done, I put them back down, and I'm and there's like, especially if there's someone standing behind me, and you're just handing it to them with the head. I, I, the top, I, no, like, no, no, no. I when I DNA when, DNA when, when there is someone standing evidence. behind me, I literally will take them off and just set them down, no eye contact, and just like, <laughs> right, right, and just walk away. It's like when you leave a urinal, right? <laughs> <laughs> Swear I didn't piss all over the floor. Oh, yeah. It's not that bad. It's just. <laughs> You know how you're. Well, you haven't work, seen right? him. Yeah. 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 Well, you don't go and fucking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Not really. No. When you get done going to bath, you don't look around. When you're done peeing, you look down and walk out. Not gonna, yeah, not gonna look behind me at the the dude that's up next. Go, like, all right, good right, luck, exactly. dude. How's that? How Tag in, but I'm also oh, not, I'm also not ruining uh, urinals every time that I use well, I didn't them. So mean it like like I'm, I'm coming in <laughs> and wrecking urinals yeah. every time I go to the bathroom. It's a shameful act. All right. Anyway. Anyway. E3. Simon, Simon, we're going to Simon. Uh, I haven't seen anything that was good, or just thanks that, for coming. Yeah, I haven't seen anything at all whatsoever. Because so I've just been out of rearmed. You went into a cave and then came out to no, but uh, this like, year's E3, I've been at our, our booth and I've been I've been demoing the game for you know each and every person passing through. So Only I haven't demo seen anything. team that is wearing full out suit zoot suits mm. head to toe. The entire Swedish yeah. team. Impressive. Yeah. We're next to the Capcom booth, so I've seen all the trailers from the Capcom. That's what I've seen. <laughs> yeah, sure. we've seen afar. like the outside of the Nintendo Fortress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full of crap, I've heard. You've seen out of the Capcom that. trailers, I like the one for uh, Street Fighter 3 the best because it That's has my you music. Did the music. You did the music. I, I just want to say it's it's an honor having Simon Vicklin here in the house because the soundtrack to Bionic Commander Rearmed is just one of my favorite things. Just fucking ever. It's he did cool. the Third Strike soundtrack for Dave Lang. Yeah, the whenever, guys too. when everyone gets to hear what he did with the remix themes for every character and everything at the main theme, it's incredible. He did a great job. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be awesome huge. Stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, don't forget, he actually directed Bionic Commando Rearm 2. So. Absolutely. And, and, you know, also, I'm not saying Bionic Commando Rearm 2, but Bionic Commando Rearm <laughs> What Re-Arm happened with that one? 2. <laughs> Bionic Commando as well, yeah, exactly. So, Simon Ulf, tell me about your damn game. I actually don't know a single thing about what you guys are working on right now. Go! Pitch, 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 Final Fantasy. Well, for Square Enix. Uh, we just Go. sat down right a couple of guys and, and went like, okay, let's make the games we want to make and just like don't care about anything else. Uh-huh. So uh, we play a lot like of cooperative games, no. and uh, we like heist movies. So we made a heist cooperative game. Uh, yeah, and we spent like eighteen months in development under the radar, as as much as we c- could. Like we didn't tell Adam anything, so <laughs> it didn't spread. Through the that's that's a good that's a good way to keep it under the radar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't tell Adam. Don't tell fucking John. Hey, hey. The only thing they ever told me was like. No, in order to increase productivity, we cut off internet for the whole entire office. <laughs> yeah, we actually did. That sounds Yeah, yeah, retarded. without internet, And then, and then Olaf do... goes, it's increased our productivity by 55%. I'm like, do you have metrics for that? <laughs> Nobody's Googling stupid shit, so that's my metric. I'm like, that's Yeah, awesome. actually, and that includes myself. So, yeah, I usually Google stupid shit. And me. Right now, I'm not. So, yeah, I'm like twice <laughs> as productive. How do you work? 
I mean, are you in work? America, that's crazy talk. Well, you, 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 you produce stuff. I mean, use your mind. You don't need Google. Google is like works. new. Like in can you fall, can you in Rome, they do have fucking Google. What? You have like an EMP grenade that goes off every morning at 8 a.m. and then dissipates at 6 p.m. You know, there's just a cable on the wall. You just pull it out. Simple. Just pull it out. You should try that. That sometimes. sounds like pull communism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds like communist. Yeah. Uh, so who are you guys publishing with? Uh, Sony Online. Uh, it's not. It's not as much a publishing thing as a you know partnership distribution deal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because so, uh, I was going to ask. You know, uh, you guys are doing a heist game. Uh, Sony Online spent. I don't know, let's say five years with the agency, another kind of, you know, not a, not a heist game, but you know, there's a, kind of a maybe a, a similar tone there with, with that game and that, you know, an MMO, so also completely fucking unrelated. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that, that was one that just dragged on and on and on. But if, if it's not, if it's, if, it's a, if it's a different kind of situation where you guys are, are just, you know, have a, a publishing partnership. Well, you know, uh, we're going to release this year, so it's just, yeah. You guys have done the work. You actually yeah. have, you, unlike the agency, you actually have a game. We pretty much had a game when we when we when we showed it to Sony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We started. We worked, you know, on the way for everyone with our own cash and just just made the game we want to make. Very cool. Well, yeah. I mean, after you know, after the fantastic news about Square Enix, if I'm a publisher, I'm thinking, what better partner to work with than a group that will. Not throw me under the bus at the first. Uh, what were, can you talk? About I'm sorry. Wait, were you talking yeah, about throwing talk under about the bus? It. What? Yeah. Oh, can you talk about that How, article? You, you've talked that about well, this. First of all, I, you know, in the future, I would appreciate if 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 like the media outlets won't use uh, like um, like Babelfish. To translate shit. <laughs> I was amazed. That would be I was cool. really amazed. Yes, there were some sir. major media outlets. So recently, I don't know if you guys read, but Bonolf did an interview with Oftenblaget, which is a big, huge, like Us Weekly of, of Sweden. And you can't pronounce that for shit, but okay. Oftenblaget. <laughs> it's like Vogelbeis for yeah, you. Vogelbeis. Yeah, Vogelbeis. Yeah. Which you is bird rule. shit, but yeah. Right. Okay. Anyway, whatever. But they had used Google Translate to translate the article, and then they whole, wrote a whole entire article where the pull quotes where Google translated and said, Bo said this. Yeah. Mm. Out of Google Translate. And I was like... In Swinglish. Like, yeah. it was <laughs> translated... <laughs> it's like translating the Swedish chef. You know, So Bo said, Bork to Bork to Bork. Yeah, Bork to Bork. The best part is these guys... Apparently, Bork to Bork. Yeah, the email addresses and phone numbers have not changed since they worked at Grin. I mean, surely you could actually reach out for 30 seconds and get some real quotes. Yeah, or find, like, a Swedish guy... Which, right. I mean, there's some out there. I heard there's uh, a Swedish guy or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they could actually translate for you. But and then a lot of other people, then other bad press outlets started saying that, well, if you make three terrible games, you deserve to go under all... Yeah, yeah. maybe that's the reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so set, the, set the story straight here. You, yeah. You, you were mis misquoted. What's, what's the, what was the actual uh, gist of this, this interview? Uh, as a, you know, we started a new company now, and we sort of want to just go from that, so... You know, I can I can tell you as much as you know. We 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 had a, a contract going with Square, mm -hmm. and uh, it didn't turn out that well. And uh, mm -hmm. you know, we we uh, apparently had to use our fax machine a lot. So when we didn't have a fax machine, <laughs> so that part's um, true about faxing the code. Yeah. Uh, yeah so so you can ask yeah, him right so there, Johnny. In the future, <laughs> you just buy a giant fucking He's fax. <laughs> And use that, yeah, yeah. That's so, a, fax that's machine key to game development. One yep. zero zero one zero. One so, zero zero uh, one about zero. how far in development were you guys? Um, I won't say money wise, but like time wise. How much time did you put in the game? We put about 
what was that? Like yeah, five or f nine? Nine? Yeah, nine months. What is the price yeah, right? Three, three, four, seven, As I recall, it was nine months. Yeah, but right. I'm not yeah. sure. Well, you know, it was the time of my life where I spent contracts. most of the time in meetings. Were right. You guys you know, and I'm playable yet at that point. It was a, it's a, it was a very confused uh, situation. I wouldn't <laughs> call it first playable. What we tried to do was we tried to sandbox the whole game, do it quite differently this time instead of like having to do internal demos and stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, it, it, it sort of it went along fairly fine, but then you know stuff the stuff happened. But at the same time, you know uh, the Japanese economy was really bad, and you know it it, it turned out like it did. So. I would have liked make, finalizing that game because I think the concept was fucking awesome. So, really? Yeah. Was there anything that you, anything from that game that you brought into your? No, probably not. Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> right. hey, you you can rob banks with <laughs> stealing chocobos. <laughs> <laughs> Chocobo riding heist game. No, no. That's what you're, no, you're no, trying oh, to steal. Is oh, a chocobo did you? Egg. Did you like Chris Charla have a shot at? Did you show it to Chris? Uh, no, I didn't. No. no wh why? Why? Because I don't think Microsoft time. has the rights to chocobos. Uh, maybe that's <laughs> step one. Well, uh, the general opinion about Microsoft right now is it's, it's really hard to sign if you're not hooked to a publisher, in my opinion. So that's, I guess that's one of the reasons why we didn't go for Microsoft first. Um, yeah, that's about it. But, uh, yeah. So Chris, I, you want to push back yeah, on Chris, that? Yeah, any any response? No, we're signing stuff. What? All right, we're signing stuff. Yeah, yeah, apparently. So, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's why I asked about the indie stuff before. Yeah, yeah. it's great that but, you're signing stuff. But also, I mean, all the MGS stuff is independent. I mean, they don't sign stuff that has a publisher already. No, like no, Twisted I, I, Pixel, I love that stuff. Know. Yeah, yeah. The meetings I have is apparently shit. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm badly informed. Hey, so Charla, <laughs> with Twisted Pixel, so Gunstringer is going to be retail. Any any like insight you can give us on how that happened? Because that comes out of your group, then, right? Yes, it was done by the XBLA group, but we decided to make it a box. That's really cool. I mean, I think that's like the first time like an XBLA developer has had a game, right? That actually came out as a retail. Is there any other developers that have been out there? That no, been... I mean it's the first game we've developed. I mean we've done compilations of games that right, you right, know right, right. come out, but it's the first game we developed that we ended up putting in a box. But like. Uh, I mean, I think any of our games, like, I think it's bull to say, like, oh, retail quality or XBLA quality. Like, all the games we do, we try and make awesome console games. Uh, it's mostly just the scale and the size of the game. And Gunstringer, as it was coming through, was like, you know what, this is actually pretty big scale. It's a pretty big game. It's almost bigger than the uh, allowable limit for an XBLA game. You know, there's a size limit. And so... Uh, we, what's, the, what's the size limit right now? Is it two games? I don't know if it's public. But it's two gigs. Two gigs? Uh, okay. He's like looking off camera. Price is right. Two, four, four, seven, seven gigs? Seven gigs? Five gigs? Four gigs? So, yeah, it was right. It was bouncing up against that limit, and so we kind of saw an opportunity to try it and see what happened, and so it's pretty sweet. I don't know if everybody's got a chance to play it. But I, I, you know, everyone I've, I've talked to that's that's seen it and played it, it has a lot of great things to say. I have not had the opportunity to, to touch it myself yet, but I, I, I love I love the Twisted Pixel. The sensibility is is always just ridiculous in a really awesome way. I, I love that, you know, we had, we had uh, you know, uh, Dan and Mike here earlier, and I, I love their use of FMV nonsense is always awesome. fucking fantastic. Did they tell the story of how they came up with the main character? No, no. no? I mean, I think it's been out there, but I'll, I'll tell it. So they we're, were getting we're getting positive nods off screen so that you can, yeah, you can tell this so ish 
So they were a meeting with uh, the business development person for XBLA, and they were at lunch, and they were saying, we had this vision for doing like a, this game, like a Western-themed game, and it's kind of like a theater and marionette and stuff like that. And she was like, oh, that sounds great. What's the main character? And they're like, um, and she's like, hold on a second. I have to go, I have to go use the restroom. So she got up and left, and I guess they didn't have a main character. <laughs> so they're sitting in a Mexican restaurant, the Matador in, uh, in uh, Redmond, and they're looking around going like, yeah. yeah, she's gonna come back. And like, right? <laughs> <laughs> main character. And anybody who's ever worked at a developer has been in a pitch like yeah. this, where you start to go down a road and the publisher asks a question, you don't have an answer, and you're just like, "Please go to the bathroom." Yeah, Please go, go to the bathroom. Is your cell phone ringing? I think, I think you need to go and and check your BlackBerry some more, please. One of the one of the twisted pixel guys is looking around the matador, and there's a stained glass skeleton above the bar because it's like a tequila bar, like wearing a cowboy hat. And she came back and they're like, "It's a skeleton." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's like, "That sounds awesome. Better than a matador. <laughs> it's a gunslinger, a gunslinger, gunslinger." So, I mean, that's how great games get made, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's how they get made. But that's how they get conceived. Yeah. So, it's a skeleton. All right. Just in just. Random ass pitch meetings when you don't have an answer. My imagination is sort of going off of why, where that could have ended. Winter Nan. Like it's a tequila bottle. Yeah, it's a fork. It's just a very nice looking fork. You're a nervous developer trying to give a pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out. Your girl going to the bathroom. So we're definitely having a launch party there at the Matador. You're all invited. Sweet. Yes. Bring it back full yeah. circle. We'll be there. I dig whoop, whoop. it. David Lang. Yes, sir. How's it going, man? It's going great. How are you doing? I am excellent. This has been an awesome E3, having all these all these people come through the house like this and getting to talk to devs. and Underhanded shenanigans. And underhanded yeah. shenanigans, uh, at least for tonight. That's that's what tonight's yeah, been tonight's, all about. Tonight's, the tonight's, fucking, tonight's nonsense. Beef media. Beef jerky. God damn it. No, no. Let's talk about Dave Lang. Had, finally has a game announcement. He's been in business for like 17 years. Thank Christ. I have no idea why what, one what, game would take oh, that long. Wait, what about you? Adam signed a PR deal with me today, I, I, so he's doing all the time. I, I, I want, I want I to pump. I, I, want, I think he's doing Street Fighter 10. I want to pump the brakes here because <laughs> I, I love Street Fighter 10, right? <laughs> 10 seconds cross 10 dash three. I love Adam's willing, I love Congrats. Adam's willingness to throw absolutely everyone under the bus, but no one has has. Tossed any barbs Adam's way of the, Adam. Let's the, talk the, about the Dark shit. Void. The shit that he can't. <laughs> oh wow! Best game of all time. Or, or, or just, or just the shit that he can't talk about that everyone knows that he can't talk about. Scream on iPad. Scream four for iPad, <laughs> iPhone. Buy it now. Nine nine cents. It's great. Woo, we make beef jerky. That's all we do. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so Lang, you, you've strike. got you've got three third strike coming. Yeah, yeah. Street Fighter three third strike. XBLA PSN. Yeah. It's a. Uh, I haven't announced a ship date yet, but it'll be summer this year. Super excited about it. You sound like it. Yeah, yeah be, really. Uh, it sounds really exciting. comfortable with this stuff, aren't I? Like, hey, it's going to be arcade perfect. GGPO netcode. Hey, blank, blank, blank. That's what, that's what, most, that's what, that's what most PR people sound like. Right Apparently the For music sure. will be incredible. How yeah, the music's fucking dope. Please don't yeah. tell me that there's... Why didn't you plug the music in the trailer? Huh? I didn't make the trailer, dude. Yeah, I'm just right now. I have no creative control. Oh, wait a minute. You didn't. There isn't an achievement in it for like win five matches online because you know the only people that are gonna download there are like the most fucking hardcore Street Fighter players. No, like, so we've kick got kick your ass. We don't have like those achievements. We do have challenges in the game that are like very dynamic. We have like over a hundred of those kind of things. And Hopefully, it's not play a bunch of games. Very online. dynamic. There, there's some of those for online. They are, but it's like that stuff is just a 
those super super hard ones are a very small percentage of them. So, but yeah, and you know if you don't get them, it's not like you're missing out on anything. Who's your right? favorite character? Um, Urian. Is that the guy who's just wearing? That's the guy with the big whities? diaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah I knew diaper. that's yeah. who it was. Not surprising. Sure that's your not surprising. Only, only the charge move I'm guy, right? I'm not familiar right? with the characters. His name was Urinal. Urinal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wrecked him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he wears yeah, a diaper. He throws like urinals. Yeah, he, 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 no, he, cakes. Oh, no, yeah, he, throws the cakes. Yeah, yeah. the cakes. Yeah. yeah, that sounds about right for Street Fighter Third Strike uh, character design because that shit kind of went off the rails at a certain point. Those kids are very different characters than they were like two or even four, right? But even like from the first Street Fighter three where it's like okay we're making a departure from you know the, the what you expect from street fighter two characters yeah. uh it's, it's guy like who could play basketball or something yeah sean yeah. he's his taunt sean. and he do his taunt he Hadouken. throws a basketball Hadouken. at you it's fucking bitching it's awesome from three yeah. so well, so three. so are you guys messing with uh i mean so you know simon uh, providing some some remix music for it. you guys uh messing with the, the graphics at all or? so no awesome. i mean street fighter three is still the best like 2d fighter looking of all time like art's just incredible if we would have touched that, it would have taken just four more years to get that thing done if we wanted to up-res that. It's a lot of frames. Yeah, so we did We did more basically... we did all, Remix. Yeah, no, we did all the uh, UI stuff, all the elements there. We have some new UI art um, that you know, uh, some pre-famous artists contributed to. But like the in-game stuff, it's just it's there, it's raw, it's perfect as it is, in my opinion. And like it would have taken forever to mess with it, and it would have been marginally better, so why do it? Like, Street Fighter Ten's amazing. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Fucking love it. It's amazing. Street Fighter Ten checking. Time machine. Also, yeah, that new yeah. urinal character. Fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> Half blue, like good smell and everything. Good smell. Good smell. I've, yeah. I've heard you have a second sort game of, uh, kicking around the show as well. Uh, we were going to. It uh, got, got pulled whoa, the morning. Whoa, whoa, what is it anyway? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, Dave, yeah, so, what is it anyway? Just tell us. Uh, you know, I'd love to, but blah. Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know what it is? No, you, you don't know what it is. Street Fighter 11. Uh, yeah, so what, Street Fighter 11. <laughs> they basically, so what happened was our publishing partner went to uh, went to the platform holder. And they're like, hey, we're going to have this on the floor. We're going to do this press release. Could you prove it? They're like, oh, you can't fucking talk about that yet. And it's like, well, what do you mean? No, we have it on the show floor. Pull it from the show floor right now. Oh, no. And so it sucked because we're a tiny studio. There's like 22 of us, right? Not a lot of people. And getting like one build ready for E3 is almost impossible. It's so freaking hard. Yeah. And we got two things ready for E3. And then not to have one of them shown just because uh, of something like that was really uh, maddening, let's say, in a word. Sure. Are yeah. you going under? Oh, desperately clinging on. <laughs> Send money and help. <laughs> so <laughs> desperate. My iPhones. <laughs> 99 cents. Snood. More Snood updates coming. A Snood update is coming. We're working on Snood HD. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. If you were paying attention, you know we did Snood HD three months ago, Ryan. <laughs> no, I'm not paying any attention. Uh, I you know, stopped getting the this Snood. This is journalism, I stopped I getting the stopped Research. Getting, stopped getting the Snood newsletters, so the Snood letters. Snood push updates. Oh. <laughs> Super oh, it's so hot in here. Oh. <laughs> just, You're sweating 3,000 oh times more than Joe. <laughs> TV, which is a fucking first. That's because I'm like trying not to die. <laughs> so I've been drinking all this water. I'm pretty hydrated. Could, Actually, could you just hey, tell baby, me when it's uh, my, Craig turn? Where's my wife? Your, your wife left. Water. Your wife had she her left. fucking fill. Will somebody give me my blanket? She's making sure your insurance is still valid. My blanket and my wife. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, I need my blankie. Oh, yeah. Some of you might somewhere. remember this. Get away, Adam. I'm holding it up for you. Nobody can see it. you got to hold it up to the camera, yeah. dude. You this, said of course... Cool. Is, uh, Vinny, does this before. play at all? Can you see this? 
This is the reward. Go down, go down, 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 down. Good. Up, up, up. Good. After Ryan lost the bet last year. Uh, so yeah, this this is actually the 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 fruits of the uh, the Gran Turismo uh, wager that was that was done mm-hmm. in this very house last year. That's right. Um, where uh, where they at last E three they had announced the date for for uh, Gran Turismo five, and uh, whoa whoa whoa! I thought you wanted to snuggle work. up there, Brett. So so he had so Boom. down down down. Yeah, way to executive produce it, John Drake. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, give him a couple extra. Down, down. Why did you drop it? Don't, don't put any black lights on this. Way to go, Simon. Anyway, so there was a wager. Are you really cold? What the fuck? There was there was a wager that that GT5 would not still make its its release date. And you you got you got raped on that bet. You got horrifically destroyed. I I. I should have won that goddamn bet. You they got anna- they announced they, at, the, at the time. I liked your chances. They, yeah. they had, like at E three. They had announced the date. It was five months, four months from that point. And I'm like, there's yeah, they made a huge bet, Ryan. And then when it happened, and, it, and the date passed, you were like, yeah, totally dark. Like Johnny's like on his Twitter, like, did I win? Do I get anything? What happens, Ryan's like, what's because I had to go? I had to fucking go and and then like contact the artist that because so so the deal was that was that if I had to make T-shirts on a whim, but. Heaven forbid making him a towel. I mean, come on. We, only, we make it. We make it. We make it look like. Blanket. We make it look like we do it on a whim. It actually takes a really long fucking time. Um, but to admit that you were wrong, but horribly wrong. It, it, it took a while to get the art together and to, then to also decide on the delivery mechanism. So I had the art actually several months before I got this to Johnny because I was like. Okay, I've I've got the, the the pieces. Like, do I just send him a fucking gif? Like, that's not very, that's not a very exciting way to kind of finish off this bet. And so, I was, uh, I actually think Jeff had mentioned, you know, like Walmart, you can print giant fucking poster size versions of images. Don't like, drag me into this. Like like su- there he is. like super cheap. Like super cheap, you can you can you know print like giant poster size version of these images. So this is actually the nice one. The other one is of Johnny shirtless yeah. uh, with my initials uh, shaved into his chest. Yes, Where's that thank one? You. Because that was the other. That was the other. F- that's on a plate in Johnny's house. A commemorative it's, uh, plate. Yeah, commemorative plate. It's actually on my desk at work. Oh, nice. So people come in. They're like, "What's that?" And there's the, like this aggro. It looks like King of the Same Hill. Same thing as like Googling oh. you. No, it's it's if you go to the, the John Vignocchi page on Giant Bomb, you can... Which is full of the most ridiculous trivia facts. Someone wrote, like, I bathe in vodka and eat babies. And, like, I don't know... I, it's fucking Brad that approves all that, right? No, no, no. That's, that's yeah, no. Brad, Brad is the curator. No, I, the I remember, I remember him yeah. saying, like, oh, I've seen some crazy shit come through on your page. And I'm that's because he just looks at Well, he also goes and deletes all the crazy shit that gets added to his page. Oh, so, okay. All right. Uh, so anyway. All of our pages have complete nonsense on them. Also, all of your pages have complete nonsense on them yeah. because you, because you all them. because you all add it to each other's fucking pages. Uh, no, we, 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 we killed Builder last year after Dice. Chess model. He recently he discovered it and he's like he's skyping me. He's, yeah, he's uh, so Jellyvision's in the same buildings we are. They're right down the Mike hall. Mike Builder is the GM of Jellyvision. Yeah, Jellyvision. And so uh, we, did you, you don't know Jack this year? You don't know Jack Dave Lang. He skyped me. He's like, so which one of you assholes? Put out a chess model on Giant Bob. <laughs> like that one might have been me. And so then it's like it's like ah, oh, I finally discovered it. And then of course he edited it out, so it's totally vanilla. So naturally, what am I going to do when I get back to my hotel tonight? 
more new lies. <laughs> go, go back yeah. and improve the Mike Builder page <laughs> yeah. some more. So I'm thinking, uh, though, Ryan. Yes, Johnny. Ryan, maybe we should uh, continue the tradition and you, do you another wanna, bet. You're, you're going to give me another chance like at shaving it. your chest? I like it. Yeah. Well, How about oh, Street Fighter 11? You know, I feel like I missed the last one. God damn it. I, I, I still I well, want to carve did, those initials uh, in Adrian, there. Adrian did near my back so I wouldn't be embarrassed That's on my honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Um, so it we will take some time to I was there when the bottles and bottles and bottles and bottles of Nair appeared oh, at the house. Yeah. The She's like, oh, it's so bottle. funny that Ryan would be here for this. And she, like, dumped a bag of Nair. It was like eight like, bottles. Like, yeah, great big grocery bag on the <laughs> kitchen table, just like, uh, like, like eight bottles of, you know, cocoa butter Nair just right there. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So so at first I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is Adrian fucking with Johnny. And then I found, no, Johnny Nair's his back on a semi-regular basis. Well, like, <laughs> Like, I thought it was like, oh, she's going to make him do this thing this one time. And, and I, you know what? I, I, so I thought it was going to be like a shock to Johnny of like, oh, I'm not going to do that. But you were just like, yeah, OK, I guess we'll, you know, <laughs> some point we're, we're going to nair yeah. up, I guess. <laughs> Twice a year, man. Uh, anyway, so um, the bet. Let's see. What do you have? In, did you have anything in mind? Or I just... have one in mind, but I don't. Uh, so the bet would be whether or not Star Wars The Old Republic launches this year. Oh, I think we both know the answer is no. Fuck. See, I, I was really hoping you were going to be like, you know what? I'll go for it. Let's do some of Wii U. Wii okay. U. But that's that's not coming out until, like, holiday that's 12. That's the best part. That's, that's, best that's part. too long. That's too Predictive long. Predictive metrics. Yeah, you we, know, so like we go uh, what gets rated higher, uh, Modern Warfare 3 or, or Battlefield, Battlefield 3. 3. Do you guys have different opinions on that? Yeah, so Meta- I'm Meta- curious. Meta- I'm actually really curious mm-hmm. about sales. this. Because Battlefield 3 has, like, a really strange amount of positive buzz for it. And Seven. I'm like really confused because there's so many people in there like Battlefield 3 totally gonna rock Modern Warfare 3 and I'm like um no I, well I'm just I'm confused because it's like Battlefield's been around and they've made absolutely great games but like Modern Warfare has been you know the the you know de facto P- people want to see Modern Warfare get taken down like it's it's yeah. become too successful and it's become associated with uh you know there's the, the, just the the bro mentality that has become associated yeah, with bro. modern warfare, you know, just the the enthusiast crowd fucking hates that shit. All right, so what side would you pick then? I mean, I I, I played Battlefield Three multiplayer yesterday, and it's fucking sharp as hell. Like I, I really enjoyed what I, what I saw, and you know, it's that's still that game is still definitely Battlefield. Like, make no mistake about it. Like everything that the previous games have been. Like we played a rush mode uh, map, which was you know a mode from from Bad Company. Uh, and you know the, there there are the classes they've tweaked the classes some but you know it's class based there are vehicles the the map they showed had like just one like they were downplaying the vehicles for this stuff because you know that shit's going to get really complicated at some point when you get into the the vehicle stuff but it it handles nicely it looks good it sounds great uh, like it, it has a lot of stuff going for it um, but I mean Modern Warfare is going to crush it as far as sales go uh, as, as let's just do let's just do a plus minus for painted backgrounds. In Halo Four, oh. skyboxes. Oh. <laughs> Plus Righty minus five painted backgrounds. I don't, you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to force it. I don't want to make it, make it up just for the sake of it. We will when, when the time is right, Johnny. We will find the next wager. But that was uh, a good one, though. That, I would. I would have picked Modern Warfare Three. Uh, just for for money. 
You want to play money? No, 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 no. I mean, as far oh, as like, as far as rating, rating, rating. ratings. Oh, oh. Save um, it for the insurance bill. I dropped six hey. grand. Twenty one dollars. I don't. I don't make Disney money. I can't. Yeah, no, I can't. I'm not sure he does either anymore. Exactly. Not after tonight. Um. No, don't take it if you're not comfortable with it. We can move on Let's to something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Terrible. 3DS games. Finally, something to do wait, with wait, this thing I bought. The, okay, we got through everyone. We're about to get to Craig and his Craig sent me a text message saying not to talk about <laughs> anything he's doing. Did you get that Correct. text message? No, Craig, not. nothing I'm doing. I'm being mysterious. What did you think of E3? Being very mysterious. Uh, I actually think people are discounting the Wii U a little bit. I'm not just saying that because it pays our bills right now. <laughs> my wife, who works at Nintendo. <laughs> so vested she's, interest for she's Craig. She's texting so me correctly the giant bombcast when it comes to IPs. Today. That yeah. announcement about Starfy earlier today. was Starfy. Anything it's to Starfy. do with Tell your wife Starfy. telling I mean, you to announce I, I, that live I, I, on the giant bombcast? She's literally working 14 hour days hitting the upload button for YouTube videos as Starfy, we announce Starfy, stuff. Starfy. So it's amazing. We all, the 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 lot of us from Giant Bomb went played with the Wii U today, like got to ha have hands-on time with all the demos. Patrick and, and Jeff played with it uh, uh, the first day right after the press Congrats conference. for doing your job. And, and, uh, <laughs> and, and, it, and it looks really good. Uh, like, I, I think that stuff, and, and I've actually heard a lot of really, like, everyone that has actually touched it. So, I mean, that's the difference is, I think if you're hearing, like, negative stuff, it's from people who don't know what they're talking about because they haven't actually played with it. Did they say if it's going to be able to support the two Cool controllers, or just one. Or so they 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 haven't. Uh, so 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 they're not committing like. It, so so Ubisoft had a, an event tonight where they were talking about like their their Wii U stuff, and they made it sound like that platform is still extremely fluid as far as what is actually in that box, what it will actually be able to do, you know, graphically, like technically. Like it's it it makes sense because during that press conference they did not talk about that fucking box at all. They barely showed it. You know, if you're going to launch a new console and you're going to, you know, debut it, you're going to have a montage in your press conference where you're spinning that fucking thing around and you're showing all the sides of it. Like, you know, it's Nintendo's not they, they never like harp on the technical end of stuff, so like that's not their style, but Say that still again. they never harp on the technical side. But but they still they still uh, will show you the thing, but they were concentrating entirely uh, on the controller because that's the thing that seems to be finalized at this point. I actually um, is it is it nice? Uh, yeah, it feels really good in your hands. It's it's light. It's, it's light. light. Uh, it's it What's feels. This, how's this? Is the screen like iPad quality? What is no. it like? I don't, I don't um, no, I, it, it it's looks. Not multi -touching. Microsoft it's, it's, wants to know. It's not. It's. <laughs> it's not. This is their deep research. We're on a podcast. Let's find out more info. <laughs> Maybe you should sign them for Xbox Live. <laughs> <laughs> this this, right. could, this they could be hot. could use your hot. help, Charlotte. <laughs> Figure it out. I can't get into their cafeteria I anymore. I don't so. know, guys. A plumber jumping over pipes? This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is going to resonate with the core. Who can core. relate to this? Yeah. This is not <laughs> Street Fighter. Smiling star? I digress. This skew's too young. <laughs> I've, only, I've only seen the trailer for, for the uh, Wii U, but to me it looked like a piece of Fisher-Price... But isn't know, doesn't hardware. doesn't kind of all Nintendo hardware look different? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, kind of their their style is it's it's really clunky and there's a know. there's a toy quality to kind of all their stuff. But like it it feels good in your hands. You can hold it with one hand and because you know there's a, there's a stylus in there. There's stuff where you're you're drawing on it and when you're holding it with one hand and using the stylus, like it's not so heavy that it's uncomfortable. It's not inconceivable that you could hold that one-handed and be using the, the, the touch screen and for, for extended periods of time. Is right. it weird, though, I, I, that the Wii was like, we're going to go super minimalistic? We're like, we want to take it as far away from the controller as possible. And now they're like, 
We want more controller, bigger in your hand. <laughs> well, I mean, they, the, the, I, I feel like that just means they learned that you know they can't separate themselves from the rest of the market that much as, when dealing with. If they want to have third party support, they can't require the third parties to make everything from scratch every single time. I have a, I have a different take. I think that they're trying to look for. They realize they can't fight on a technical standpoint, but they can they can fight on the way that you interact with something. Sure. So if you look at like Wii U, right? It seems like they're trying to hit like the collaboration angle. Like, how do you get a family to play a game together? And so that, uh, to me, they're just looking for different interaction. You devices. get them to hold a clipboard. And now they're looking for other ways for people to play play games with one another. Right? It's the way I kind of see it, and I think it's pretty interesting. I think it's awesome. I am yeah. so excited about it. Yeah, you're tweeting all about it. Yeah, I am out. so excited about it. And when they showed that, like, they did that montage of, although Reggie admitted it was, like, 360 and PS3 footage, but of, like, some more of the core games coming yeah. to Wii, that made me so excited. Because it's like, I grew up as a Nintendo, you know, fanboy. That's yeah. That was the console that I played, and I'm now very much a Microsoft um, and I'm, I'm I'm excited though to to go back to Nintendo and and play those games and fall in love with all those things all over again. So. What, what kind of uh, the one thing that that blew my mind when I actually uh, picked up the controller? So you, Fuck saw, you all. You, you saw the stuff they were showing during the press conference. There was the, the, okay. Old, little side note, Ryan. We, in the corners we have Ulf yeah. and Simon making fun of these consoles. When you guys are working for Sony Online Entertainment. <laughs> the last time I checked for the last oh, six weeks, God. it's not been online. Right. Okay? <laughs> oh. So basically, people not play your game <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, but so, so you, you guys you guys saw during the press conference, there was the, the shield pose thing where it was yeah. the... The, yeah. Like hold it up, and it was just kind of this this rhythmic thing. The the thing that that blew my mind when I actually picked up the the controller uh, for that that demo. So like when you hold it up, like the system fucking knows, and it you know change it. It actually like on the on the large screen, it zooms out and then puts the focus on the the, the screen on the controller. Right. But what was crazy was like okay, now you're gonna you know look up and you're gonna see okay, there's the moon up in the sky, and you know some some arrows gonna come from there. And you look down, and there's straight ahead, there's there's a ship there. You turn kind of to the right. Okay, here's another ship. You turn kind of to the left. There's another ship there. But if you keep turning, you can actually turn completely fucking 360. Like, there's an entire world that they have. I mean, it's, you know, Built around flat it. 2D fucking textures. It's not like that's it's a crazy technical thing that they've built. But the, the notion that, like, when you're, when you're moving around like this, like, no, there's, there's this whole kind of virtual space all around you that, you know, they're... they're uh, so, so I guess that all they have to sell now is a spinning couch. <laughs> Well, I mean, it is, it is, it is wireless. Couch peripheral coming God damn it, I love the Swedes. <laughs> but you know, that's... that's, that's well, I feel like next piece of hardware. Yeah. I, I, Ikea, I, I, right? I, I, you guys I, already Ikea. fucking asked yeah, me. Oh, guys. Yeah, yeah, you Nine, Nintendo guys. Nintendo guys. Nine. Nintendo definitely big on, on you know, peripherals. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, so they can make a big, you know, build a big Fisher-Price couch that you can spin around in. Big <laughs> Fisher-Price. Um, Fire 10's going to be so amazing. <laughs> for, the, for the record, for the <laughs> record, I love, I love Nintendo stuff. The spinning so. roundhouse yeah. kick? Amazing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if, I, mean I don't know, I, like, what, what would you expect from a, a new Nintendo console? They're, they're not just going to go bleeding-edge fucking tech on everything and say, like, here's, right. a, here's a DualShock. Like, that's not Nintendo's style. Like, they're they're going to they're gonna go and throw some crazy shit out there and... You know, they're they're not showing games today. They're showing uh, tech demos. They're showing like proof concept. Like, here's an idea. Here's a crazy thing that you could do with this. And I don't know. Like, maybe someone. You know, like that's that's as far as they have have you know gotten at least you know for for showing externally uh, with that system. So it's, I you know to to 
to say it's going to be genius or a complete piece of shit at this point, it's it's far far. It's stupid. I, the every time like, a here. new thing, mm-hmm. yeah. every time a new thing comes out, we're like, this is the most terrible. I, wait a minute, it sold ten million. Yeah, that's what that's, that's what everyone it's said awesome. about Connect. So everyone said that about yeah. Connect, yeah. and I was like, I think so I mean, it's pretty big. I, I've 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 stopped you know pre guessing after the DS because when I saw that, I'm like, it's oh, going to be. What two screens? Are you out of your yeah. fucking minds? Yeah. And then and because at you who know, needs an interactive pad that they sit on their bathroom with? That's, oh, every fucking one. That's I mean that's you know at the time it was the PSP DS thing and everyone's like you know all in on PSP. Clearly, look at the screen, look at the tech. Like it's got the PlayStation it's got name. movies that take three hours to upload. It's 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 you know we well, didn't know that beforehand, but you you look at it and you're like, yeah, PSP clearly. And then they both hit the market and you're like, oh, then. DS runs away with it, and you know PSP kind of languishes. So after that moment, I'm like, okay, I clearly can't. I do not understand the marketplace. I can't. Yeah, everything and, will do awesome, amazingly. And no one, and no, no. More importantly, clarity is Chris Charla probably. He can probably Bing it. Will it work? Xbox. Bing. Xbox Bing. Xbox. Nintendo DS. <laughs> will this work, Chris Charla? Will Microsoft <laughs> release? Like I really enjoyed the Microsoft stuff. press conference. I thought it was. <laughs> I did too. I did too. <laughs> I did too. I think comment. it's awesome that, um, you know, Bing needs to be integrated into NXE in order to find DLC, right? And all the other stuff that's Did in there. Did you say Bing to the NXE to the DLC? <laughs> Bing to the NXE to the DLC. <laughs> no, I thought I was... I Wait, was, hold on, hold on. I want to I want to compare Swedish and Canadian beatboxing here. We <laughs> Figure out which, which is truly the deadliest form. This is a collaboration. Oh, yeah. You building together here? Absolutely. Keep going then. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. All right, Johnny, let's freestyle Bing over this. To the NXE. Understand? It's me, Johnny V. Can't find DLC. Need a search engine to optimize to find it for me. Real quick, let me think about this. Microsoft's press conference was the shit. Everyone was saying Sony's was better. I think they're crazy. I'm hot. I'm wearing a sweater. <laughs> I ran out of words. Oh. Yeah. Word. Word. All right, brown couch. Drop a beat. Brown couch. <laughs> who, who says Johnny isn't better, right? He's 110 percentiles. Brown couch. Brown couch. <laughs> Uh, PS Vita. This is a battle. This is a battle. PS Vita. PS Vita. PS Vita. Vita. Brown couch. How many minutes comes with that? Yeah. It's like a, it's, it sounds like a, I, the, the names. So it's actually funny. One of the well, I mean, is, let's let's just let's clear the table because we we talked about this repeatedly previous nights. Like fuck names. Like names don't matter anymore. Like we we are in a post names world as far as products go. Like. It, yeah, Wii U, Super awful HD, name. Street Fighter Ultra. PS Vita, awful name. Connect pretty awful name. What What's the name of the next uh, Nintendo console going to be? Like, them? They got Wii or A. They got us? Wii I. Wii? No, and it's Wii, Wii U. They're going to change it up. Wii U and, U and over them, there. Them. Or like, <laughs> How about Nintendo? Because three nights ago it was Nintendo. By the way, in yeah. this house, yeah. three nights ago, was Nintendo's the new name. Well, that was that was the the rumor kicking around from, was from Game Game Informer, and no. well, whatever. And we, that, which press guys actually believe that? I mean, they we, spent we millions had, making a Wii brand, and they're going to change right. it all of a sudden. Hey, really? we're just, just going to call mean, it Nintendo. On. We had hoped. Yeah. We had hoped. You uh, had hoped. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because that's such a crazy fucking move yes. to to just say, all right, it's just called the name of the company. Um, oh yeah, whatever. It's, which it's, everyone calls it anyway. 
Well, I mean, you would think like the like, second album from any group. Like, wouldn't it be like, isn't it? Wouldn't it be cool if they just go back to when you were a kid? You called you. You're not playing video games. You're playing fucking Nintendo. Yeah. And like, like let's let's tap back into that. And it's like, let's go play some fucking Nintendo. Let's play some Street well, Fighter Ten. Like Tekken. a sequel to, to Toy Story called Ralph. I mean, you're not going to do that anymore, right? Uh, I mean, the, the uh, sticking uh, sticking uh, sticking with the name, I I got after the fact because they are keeping a lot of that same functionality. I'm like, okay, marketing sense, yeah, that still make that still carries, but also. Um, there's there's elements of the Wii still in that system. They're supporting that stuff, so it's like okay, this is this is an extension. This is kind of you know the next step for that. So keep the name. I get it, um, but I I don't know. I don't I don't care about. It'd be way better. I don't care about how bad the names are because because I, I don't I don't think either are particularly good. But you know what? A, a week from now we'll all be saying Vita and we will forget about it. Well, we all said Connect after saying you know Natal for a, a fucking year. So you I know. like Natal better, but. Connect, so, I didn't think was that bad. They pay an agency a ton of money to come up with I those know, names. I, know. I mean, that's the thing because we actually everyone ends with sad trouble. There's, there's, a, there's a project that that I'm working on. They're like, we're gonna get the same company that named We and Connect to come up with the name for the new game you're working on. I'm like, great. <laughs> <laughs> What's this thing gonna be? My, my favorite, my favorite Dawn. story about this about Dawn? these. Yeah. <laughs> you were for Disney. My favorite story is my favorite story uh, about this. I was talking to one of the guys at, at Vicarious Visions before uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 came out, and when they first announced that game, it was called Marvel vs. Capcom 2 Fusion, uh, which had to do with with like the gameplay system they had in place, whatever. And and so I was ta- so this this was the first time they were showing it as just Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Uh, and I'm sorry, no, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Fuck. Marvel Ultimate Alliance is what I meant. Jesus. Marvel Ultimate Land Alliance. fucking plane, Ryan. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Marvel Ultimate my point, my, my, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 uh, was being called Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 Fusion. So you're making it so much faster, Adam. It's your fault. Oh, wait. I, I thought you said Mua Marvel. Mua 2. Mua uh, so, yeah. so I was asking, I was talking to one of the guys at Vicarious Vision, like, so, you know, what, what happened with the name? And they said, well, so, you know, we were calling it this, and then we hired this company, paid them, you know, tens of thousands of dollars to do research and, and help us figure out, you know, what is it that we should call this name? And they came back and said, yeah, we really think you should call this game Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. Give us our money. And I was just like, what, what a fucking scam this is. <laughs> of, of course they're going to call the sequel to this game Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. Right. Uh, but, uh, but no, you have to pay someone a shitload of money to figure that out, apparently. Right, to confirm. Exactly. I, I thought you said Marvel Ultima Online first. <laughs> that would have been cool. Like you versus Marvel Ultima Online? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been <laughs> versus game. Like, yeah, go play as Wolverine. Yeah, You're yeah. going to go kill Lord British. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it flips, yeah. Control, it flips into isometric, like, and you get the, you know, click shift and, and p- stuff. Pitch it, it, awesome. yeah. pitch it to click SOE, shift. man. Yeah. It's right. a feature on the box. We're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this this segment here. Uh, I've had oh. enough of you sick assholes. Unless you have anything else uh, insightful to say, John Vignaki. Um, I don't think we can talk. Anything the... else insightful to say? <laughs> hey, Dave, Dave, <laughs> Dave Lang, do you have anything insightful to say? Uh, never. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have. I, I'm actually. Uh, so the one thing I'll say is this: uh, for Easter, I bought myself a 3ds, mm-hmm. and I texted Jeff. And I was like, you hey. You did the traditional self-Easter presents. Yes, That's what you do when you're Catholic. For Easter. Jesus died for our sins. I'm going to buy myself a little trinket. such assholes. So, what? Yeah. So, Adrian's here. So, I texted Jeff. I've got nothing. I texted Jeff, and I was like, hey, what game should I get? And he's like, 
He's like, writes back dot dot dot. Street Fighter Ten. I'm like, no, like, hey, what game should I get? And he's like, there's really no games. Yeah. And so seeing all the games that are coming to 3DS has actually made me really excited. I'm I'm excited to see the level of support. Uh, I know, like earlier, guys were talking about Luigi's Mansion. That one, not so much for me, but um, the the Super Mario, um, the new Mario 3DS looks cool. Um, Star Fox, I wish was like. I wish it was more new content rather than a rehash of 64. Just 64 again. Yeah, but um, the uh, the Mario Kart looks awesome. I'm super excited about that. Does anyone have anything else to say? Do they have a new Advance Wars by chance? What's that? Any new Advance Wars? Uh, they have nothing they've announced so far. Yeah. They, they kind of yeah. fucked that up with the, the, the last one they did for DS. Yeah, so Days which, of any new Days yeah. Of yeah. Professor yeah. Layton? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they've, if they've said anything about Layton yet. No, I didn't hear anything about that. But... Oh no, they did. They they did say that they're they're doing some. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they definitely said they're doing something. something, But what's that? There's something on the floor. Yeah, yeah. There's to my not. You know what? When I went to the Nintendo booth, I went straight up to the Wii U space, played all that stuff, and then bailed. So I didn't see any of the 3DS stuff. So did you get cuts? What's that? You got cuts? No, no. They have like a upstairs area where you can just go up there. If that's the life. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's don't have don't have to worry. No, it's it's dude. Actually, you know what? Jumping lines feels awful. Like I hate that because you see, like at the Nintendo booth, especially where there's dudes that are there for like the entire day standing in line. No, my favorite is we were rolling through the Nintendo booth today with uh, Johnny's friend Xavier, and he's like. There's a lot of Nintendo girls up in this booth. (laughs) There are. They all have bleach blonde hair. Mm. Um, And Nintendo shirts in the Nintendo booth. Amazing. Well, I know, but I just noticed that they all have the same hair color. It was kind of femme body, I thought. <laughs> I guess you're calling the new system Nintendo, then. <laughs> Must be. <laughs> this is right. a train wreck. End it, Brian. All right, gentlemen. Thank Lots you so much for your time. Wolf Dave Lang, Craig Kuyama, Chris Charles, uh, Simon Vickland, Adam Boyes, and of course... Boyes? <laughs> John Vinyaki. John Vinyaki. Boyes? We're going to take another break. We're going to reset here and maybe get some giant bomb guys on the couch here for our, 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 our final segment here. Uh, end of day two here. E3 2011. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Trying not to die. Coming back alive. Now here at the Giant Bomb House, E3 2011, day two in the books. Uh, our final hour here tonight. Uh, we have Jeff Gersman back on the couch. I don't think you can call it day two in the books while we're still doing this, <laughs> unless you unless you're just referring to it being after midnight now. <laughs> day two is over. Day it's now three day, begins. It's now, it's now day three here. It's twelve. Oh dear 12, 30 oh, shit. Do we seriously just get more God people it. here? Uh, <laughs> God damn it! I thought you were lying over Twitter. I was really hoping you were lying. Don't find great rest in the house. Say say what's up. Um, he's so tall. <laughs> Even when he's sitting, still so tall. There's another mic. Here, do you want if, this? If you, oh, sure. 
<laughs> Hello, everybody. You're doing some new challenges. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, how you doing? Doing great, man. Fantastic. Be you guys got yeah, a nice setup Greg's here. Right yeah, there. yeah. We, we now like two nights here of double fine cats. I know we're ruining the whole thing, huh? <laughs> Are you here to correct the statements made by the trench team <laughs> last night? I didn't hear any of them, so I'll make them all again. Okay, great. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Carrie Goose is here from Mythic. Carrie, say hi. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. Out from the East Coast. Uh, yeah. Uh, Alex Navarro back on the couch. Also out from the East Coast. Uh, also out from the East Coast. That's that's accurate. Patrick Clapp here. I thought that was funny. Was I was like, oh wait, wine? that's totally correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bottle of wine that someone came by the house and dropped off. Pretty pretty tempted. He's a fan. Wait. A giant bomb fan. Patrick Klepek is a bottle of wine. No, no, Patrick that bottle of wine. There is literally a bottle literally, of wine. Literally a bottle of wine sitting right next really, to the camera really, there. Really tempted to just open it and just... What I liked is that someone took it out like they were the planning on, like, like we had ran out of beer, and someone was like, all right, let's break out the Chardonnay. It's time to do this for, for real. <laughs> That's the escalation, right? It's beer, yeah. wine, yeah. heroin. <laughs> Those are the only three steps. That's it, as far as I know. Uh, uh, Logan, you want to introduce yourself to, to the folks at home here? Sure. Uh, my name is Logan Cunningham. I work with Supergiant Games. I am the narrator of Bastion. He is. And, uh, <laughs> Confirmed! <laughs> next, to, next to him doing Journalism! The, I'm getting on Twitter! <laughs> Old habits die hard, Greg. Next, <laughs> next to him doing that, that, that hardcore confirmation cricket style from Supergiant My name is also pronounced Ron Perlman. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you got Ron Perlman for your game, you guys. uh, Can I get a word never changes from you real quick? (laughs) Why? Why never changes? That was not at all what I was expecting. The likeness is startling. It's weird. No, I saw him on the street in New York recently, and I wanted to go up and go like, great job on Bastion, man. (laughs) (laughs) How's how's your Michael Caine? (laughs) Michael Caine. They were were here for that joke, but that's not a bad Michael Caine. Uh, It's way better than the last one we heard. That joke was seven hours ago, man. It's not um, even a joke. I, <laughs> I, I, was, I, want, I want to congratulate you guys. We have the, most of, if not the entire, uh, Supergiant team here in the house. Yeah. Um, and I, I wanted to congratulate, congratulate you guys on the air uh, for, for getting into the summer of arcade. Yeah, thank that's you. A, yeah, thank that's, you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, a, a big We're awesome stoked. deal. Yeah, congratulations, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have a different couch? That's why Greg Rice showed up. Oh, that's why they said the tall one. He's a monster. But then you guys get pushed out of cert. You're all dead, so you can't finish the game. The trench is ready to go. We'll slide right in there. It's perfect. Well, I wanted to congratulate uh, Dolphine on getting through cert with Trent. So. Yeah, a while ago. Oh, Jesus. Is Charles so still here? We just get him back. <laughs> well, Charlie, get Jonathan fuck? Blow back. And- <laughs> <laughs> solve all these problems here tonight. <laughs> that's that's the the whole plan. So, how has the the show been for you guys? You're you're in the it's Warner Brothers amazing. booth. Yeah. You're, you're also uh, obviously since you're part of Summer Arcade, you're also in the the, the Microsoft booth as well. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's really good. We're we're uh, some of it's kind of shocking that like we can get any kind of attention at a show like this with like. Battlefield 3 and like Batman Arkham City like right next to us but uh, it's uh, I guess it's a uh, different enough for something where people are taking notice bunch of uh, Australians coming by today and whatnot who haven't seen the game before so it's pretty cool so so obviously a lot of people seeing this game for the first time at yeah. the show here uh, like how how has that experience been kind of 
seeing a lot, like just a volume of people's first reaction uh, to this title. Uh, it's it's really great though. We we've we've sort of had that before at like packs and stuff like that. Oh, so sure. We've we've shown um, we've shown this portion of the game before. So it um, part of it is like we we're we're pretty confident in this in this part like we know where people are going to laugh and stuff like that and it's like yeah i got him <laughs> so uh that that part is really satisfying to see people like responding well you know at the stuff that we uh, tried to kind of try to nail those particular moments have, so. there, have there been demos that you've done where you where people just clearly didn't get it and they were just um, like all right you guys whatever and you just, there's, like, oh, there's some <laughs> no yeah there, there there are people who are like some people are way more kind of expressive and emotive about it than others some people are like they'll kind of rush through it seem like really pissed off they'll die a bunch of times where like this guy fucking hated it and then and then they'll be like that was awesome <laughs> so a lot of people that are like surprisingly you know because our demos on the long side, I guess. Yeah. A lot of people are surprisingly courteous. They stop short, just like, no, I want to let these people behind me. I, let <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw Greg really? talking to Notch, and I, like, from, I heard yeah. him say from Minecraft, and I was playing, and I had just gotten my hands on it, and I had like a minute in, and then I hear him say, well, do you want to see the game? And I'm like, oh shit, it's Notch. I better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, go. I mean, whatever. Of course I'm buying it anyway, so you don't need to sell me on it, but. Anyway. Oh no! Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, Notch. One guaranteed sale. Yeah, right here. <laughs> no, Notch. Notch said it was the best game he played yesterday. Is like publicly threw that out there to his like legions of, to his uh, army of minions. So we're like, oh damn, that was that that's was more valuable than some of our. They're just gonna end up yeah, building no. Bastion inside of Minecraft, though. Yeah, so. that, that is fine. Fine by me. They can start those Minecraft mods right now for all I care. <laughs> Yeah. So, so in short, yeah, it's 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 really cool. Uh, so, so you you've shown this section before at PAX. Uh, yeah. Was was there anything that you that from that showing that uh, that you guys took uh, and and kind of incorporated or or maybe made some tweaks uh, based on yeah, on that reaction? There's only one thing I can think of. Um, Oh, besides that, yeah. <laughs> uh, Amir off camera uh, said we rec- we re-recorded everything. Yeah, so we we polished a ton of stuff. We re-recorded all the intro lines uh, because, yeah. like the the intro lines at the beginning of the game were was some of the first stuff that we recorded. Um, and now after the whole story is done, uh, Logan and Darren went back and like kind of redid the whole intro to get it to fit the the overall tone of the voice performance and also like sort of carry the weight of the narrator knowing what is behind those those words at the beginning and whatnot um it, it was surprisingly tough uh well you could speak to it to to nail down again but uh, we're we're really happy with where it ended up mm-hmm. but there uh there was also one little moment that we added the summer summer like crazy but um yeah we added another little like gag moment to the intro that people are responding to really well or like if you if you you know the game is full of little things where, like, if you goof around, uh, it'll kind of notice and say something about it, and people like people just yeah. flip w- out. Was that in the the build that was at the thing before the show? The yes, it okay, was. Okay, because I heard it at that point, and I yeah, yeah somersault. Maybe I didn't somersault like is, crazy the other times. Yeah, I that's that part no, of the no, game, yeah, so. somersaulting like crazy yeah. is a is a new moment. Uh, yeah, that we added. So yeah. the game is the game seems to be funnier than I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> Ed yeah, Boone good. played yesterday afternoon. He laughed at every single. Yeah, game. Ed Boone's yeah. reaction was yeah. awesome. Took I him was, like three hours away. to get through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> just could not stop savoring it. Yeah. He was just trying to uppercut people. We had to kick him out. Doesn't work. So we, actually, we had to kick him out. Make him for the Australians. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, 
so I think he's just looking at the, the, that for ideas for the next game. He's exactly. Like, and this head popped out. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get this guy in the next time. Yeah. Yeah. He's available. I bet. I, yeah. Dude, put me in a motion capture suit. Yeah. All right. So, so I, I know you guys have been content locked for a while, but yeah. w- was there anything from this showing? Like it. I have to imagine at a certain point that it's hard to stop developing. Yeah. Like, was there were there any moments during this this show where like you were you were watching people play and you were thinking like like there's this fucking there's this one thing or there's like not right. not yeah not so much. <laughs> I mean, not the yeah. way to tell you now that the game is done. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It's um, yeah, there there's no no. I mean, especially for this opening part, it's been played. Sure. It's been played through like hundreds of times, so um, we, we're pretty sure we've seen most of what can happen there. Um, and and uh, yeah, some people have like better playthroughs than, than others, depending on like how they uh, make certain things happen and whatnot. But um, it seems to hold up. So can you I say no, you haven't. Like you haven't no, seen it. Some, no, yeah, absolutely. Like, no, it, 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 so we're aware of that uh, for sure. Not yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's like it's like. We, but basically, to the extent that we humanly can play it and test it ourselves, we've seen everything. And then when we release it out in the wild, there's going to be all kinds of horrible shit that we never possibly imagined. So we're aware of that, but we, like we can't find it ourselves at this point, no matter how much we play. So, well, very cool. So, so you said Ed Boon, Notch. Any any other kind of surprise uh, folks? Yeah, we had, we had yeah um, the, the Scott Porter, one of the actors on uh, Friday Night Lights. Oh wow, um, was. Uh, Jason Street. Jason Street. What? Yeah. yeah. Jason, Jason Street. Jason Street yeah. played your game. Yeah, Jason Street. Yeah, we it's really... He can't walk! He <laughs> can play our game, man. So, but he so can somersault like crap. Yeah. <laughs> so he can't play Once Upon a Monster, unfortunately. We had J.J. Abrams today. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Wow. That beats up. <laughs> yeah, all right. He said it was so, uh, we're not son of arcade, but fucking JJ Abrams. <laughs> yep. Those are all pretty good, but I have to. I think I think our city might have had the best celebrity today. Apparently, Dwayne Wade was, or uh, yeah, it was it was Dwayne Wayne, like from from a different wow. world, like showed up and started playing Arkham City. I thought he was dead. Dwayne Wade. No, Dwayne Wayne oh. from a different world, the sitcom. Dwayne Wayne, a famous player. I was like, is he gonna have to choke a bitch? <laughs> That's Wayne Brady. Oh man, <laughs> man you are just racist. What? what? <laughs> Damn. Dude, how come you guys didn't get iced tea while he's in town? Don't think I didn't fucking try. (laughs) I'm sorry. Don't think I haven't been trying constantly. I opened up old (laughs) wounds. You reached out to Mr. T. Mr. T. Wait, no. (laughs) I've reached reached out to Ice on repeated uh, occasions when I when I saw that he was going to be in town. He's like replied. He's giving you the time of day on. I've talked to him. I called. He called me on the phone. We have his phone number. Yeah, I could I could call him right now. That would be a really bad idea. Busy with. Maybe he's filming SVU or. I'm just, like I'm, just, I'm, just, I don't know. I, I love Coco. He's filming now. I, 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 it's nerve wracking every time. It's like, all right, you kind of got to like amp myself yeah. up. Like, all right, I'm gonna email Ice T, and like, what am I gonna like? How do I open this this email? Dear Mr. Ice. Yeah. yeah like, no, it's, it's you always write, you write at the end like, take care. X O X O X O. I look forward to your prompt reply. <laughs> yes. No, it always starts with Ice, comma, and then go from there. But uh, no, unfortunately, no Ice, no Ice T. Yeah. We still have one more day to go. Anything you never happen. know. Maybe he'll just walk through this door like everyone yeah. else has so far <laughs> these past three nights. Um, to just get Cliffy B to show up, and then he'll be your ticket in. 
Uh, yeah, I guess yeah, that, that would that would be a good a good toehold for sure. Uh, Greg Rice, you've, hey. you've been a stone's throw from these fellas for for a, at least a, a portion of the show. Yeah, demoing, they're right next to us, demoing Sesame yeah. Street Once Upon a Monster, yeah. which I had the pleasure of of walking through the booth and and getting to see you do the oh god the, the large monster uh, movements. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As the large monster Can that you, you are, it? I didn't see enough was it, of was it. Was it the slapping, shaking, and yeah. Well, I'm also demoing entrenched, and <laughs> oh, okay, so you're splitting your time between the yes. That's that's got to be a hard swing. Well, yeah, it is. And demoing a Kinect game is way harder than demoing a standard game. It's exhausting. Yeah. The Dance Central uh, guys are John Drake. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> this guy, yeah. Like, I'll show you something going hard nuts. about demoing Kinect games all day. Actually, like, we swapped today. We swapped, and I was dancing, and he was uh, monstering today for a little bit while. <laughs> It was great. They should just put you on a loop, just like all the all the guys demoing Connect yeah, games. Right? Just be like, all right, ring the bell, and everybody moves one <laughs> station to the right. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, so once upon a monster, like that, that's an interesting game to show at at an event like E3 because you know it's it's you know, let's call it a family game, let's call it a kids game, but yeah. it's it is not like a game aimed for the, the kind of the industry professionals that are coming through uh, E3. Well, so what is what has the response been like? Because you, you know you're. you're at least in theory, you have to be 17 uh, to get into yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that E3. Is not true. I know. Oh, yeah, Patrick, Patrick snuck in. You, you and I are proof positive that all, all, laws all, 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 all I'm saying is there are signs that yeah, say that. And, and I, saw, I saw Marcus Beer posted a photo of someone who had his fucking toddler with him at E3, which I'm like, that's so awful to, thing to do to everyone at E3, and also to your goddamn toddler. Um, but so, so, like, considering the audience, uh, like, how has the reaction been? Like, Showing this game off to grown ass adults. Yeah, no, it's been very positive. I mean, a lot of people have kids, right? And they sure. want something to play with their kids and not be annoyed by. Right. And, and that's kind of what we're trying to do is like make something that'll be simple that kids can pick up. But like, if they play it like twenty times in a row, you're not going to get sick of the annoying voices. I mean, and that's, the music that's, that's, and, that's that's the that's the thing you have to consider is that it is going to just get played. Over and over and over again. Ideally, yeah. Uh, uh, but just, <laughs> I mean, ideally, they'll buy a new copy every time they go to play. Oh yeah, it only plays once. You have Great. to play every time. Heavy rain. Don't find created new technology, or yeah, they've just bought the old Divix technology, incorporated into their discs. When you beat the game, it's like a little secret message pops up very quickly that says. Hey kids, take the disc out and scratch it up and put peanut butter on it to free the monsters. Yeah, it's a workaround. Yeah. Like, it works. Oh, you gotta buy another one. This disc got broken. Now there's obviously tons of competition amongst, you know, like the various shooters and action games, whatnot there. Are you out there like, you know, trying to kneecap the kids game competition? Like are you walking up to happy feet and like kicking their screen over, like yeah, you know, yeah. are you shaking it's hardcore, the man. Disneyland people? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's a lot of competition out there. And, yeah, you, know, you got to do whatever you can. So, did you do the the JJ Abrams uh, demo? I didn't. No, I missed it. But uh-huh. yeah, he came by. Yeah, otherwise, I was gonna be pissed. You didn't call me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was pissed, and the people who did it didn't really. You know, they're not Lost fans, and not like Patrick and I. Well, I just I even just mentioned like we were walking around the hall the first day, and uh, JJ Abrams walked by. Like two, and, like two minutes into the show. And, yeah, and I just kind of like turned to Patrick, like, hey, JJ Abrams just walked by, and Patrick became unfucking glued. Mm. He's like, what? What's it? What? Where? Oh man! Fucking like, moment of the show. E three made. I was like, I don't care about the game. <laughs> you saw JJ Abrams. I didn't into even the see street, him. Peeling his clothes off as he went. Fuck the show. You're like I had JJ Abrams. You know, Brad had uh, John Carmack. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> that, that was the thing that the, 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 the comment you made to me about the, the John Carmack thing is that obviously Brad kind of freaked out about, about the <laughs> yeah. John Carmack thing and you said but that would be the same thing as if like I had to go and interview J.J. Abrams like I wouldn't be able to form <laughs> words or sentences like, ah lost well it's it's uh, it's good to hear that the, the reaction's been uh, been strong to, yeah, been to your game and to both your games that's, that's, that's awesome they're work. good games for sure um, Warner Brothers doing it. Hey, Carrie. Hi. What are you doing at the show? <laughs> uh, to be fair, I'm a tourist slash like having a couple meetings and stuff. Okay. You know, like all the business folks come out and you go and talk to people and it's a good time to catch up with friends and things. Certainly. And hassling all my reviewer friends and being like, just give me a hug really quick. You know, you got to go write stuff. So. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for making time to come out and, and hang out at the house tonight uh, amongst your, your busy biz dev schedule. Um, that sounds really lame. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst all your PowerPoints, I'm glad you can make some time. Yeah. Whatever, Rich Gal was here last, last night talking about scrums. So, oh, yeah. uh. so I, at some point, I don't know when it happened. At some point, I realized I became the man and was like, "Oh my god, I'm the man. This is horrible." But it's been kind of exciting and fun. And You're stuff. the man. I always knew you would become. Someday. <laughs> I think literally everyone in the chat for a second there thought you said, "I became a man." <laughs> It's just, oh, okay. We're not going to get into that right now. We talked about that before the podcast. God damn it. Um, uh, Carrie, have you, have you, uh, have you been, had time to kick around the floor at all? Have you seen anything? Uh, yeah, so I, I admit to waiting an embarrassingly long time to see the Wii U. Yeah. Um, what, what was your total Wii clock in time? Uh, see, two and a half, three hours. And so uh, I wait, wait, arrived. What time? Yeah. So, so I arrived. It was the first day at twelve o'clock. Did the like nerd of you know the nerd stampede over the nerd herd. The nerd herd, and um, kind of made a little like slick turn into the line, maybe a little bit earlier than I should have, and ended up being like much farther up the line and got about 20 minutes in so it was 12.20 and the Nintendo guy walks by and goes the line is shut for the day they had filled out six hours in the first 20 minutes and they went and it's done oh man um, so it was a painful uh, wait just because of that screeching bird in the Nintendo booth that is like just a little too loud um, did you sit down while on the line no not good is that like Are you, you against sitting down <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm against people sitting on the floor like going through the stuff in the bag that they got <laughs> while waiting in this line Why? for four hours. What's your problem, dude? <laughs> which, I don't, oh, I'm sorry. I don't have to I wait in line. No, like, because I'm just God damn it. Be professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I walked up and, and um, got the one to play the pirate game and realized, like, strategically I had made an error because I chose the one that was, I mean, not that I chose, but I was the one on the edge of all of the Wii U where people could come and stand and watch. And got is putting that pirate game, and yeah. there's that awesome like freestyle dance bit at the end where you're supposed to like really get into it. And 20 seconds before that part, and the guy's egging me on like you're gonna you're gonna like do it a lot, right? And I'm like yeah, I'm problem like, whatever. Uh, like 20 seconds before the end, like camera crew shows up and is like on me, and I'm like oh come on. So I uh, my theory is it's some like Romanian television station is gonna have like looping footage of me being like. <laughs> well, well, Giant Bomb will have footage of me doing that because I also had a camera crew in my face during that demo. It was yeah, just, but that's your... That was our camera design. crew. Yeah. yeah. That, was on, that was more on purpose. You're not us. going to be in Poland. Uh, not, you don't know. Giant Bomb Poland I've is chosen huge. Romania, by the way. I'm saying Romania. Bombed up 
GameBomb.poland. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what was the deal with that? It's a bootleg ass giant bomb website. Because <laughs> that's my, I bookmarked that site. That's the one I read now. Yeah. Do, they, had, they had a brick review like two months before it was done. It's yeah. Poland. <laughs> and you know what? I looked at the score and went like, there's no way that game will be that bad. And then... <laughs> <laughs> GameBomb.ru scooping everyone. My favorite part about that site... Uh, you know, so like you know, it was it was our design on this other site. We, not so, our design anymore. Not our design anymore. Yeah, we changed. Um, we, 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 we changed, uh, but gotta keep, gotta keep ahead of these. Files. They'll steal that one too. I yeah. was blown away that that like all of the elements that they would choose to crib, but then like no, but we have our own entirely independent editorial voice, and we're reviewing these games and have our own articles. Like that that blew my mind. But the fact that they like on the reviews page. They have their own like like little like kind of cartoony versions of the reviewers. Like they 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 didn't steal those parts. It's like, well, we're gonna you know have our own guys, and so we'll make these these little cartoony images of our dudes. Like yeah. that's fucking you guys are insane. God damn you, game. We were actually kicking around the idea for a while uh, of like I wanted to very quickly produce a bunch of game because this we, we discovered the site during the the Amazon data center catastrophe that took our site down for like three days. Uh, and and so that was when this 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 showed up, and I was thinking like, you know, we we can't run a site right now, so let's focus all of our efforts on making T-shirts out of the GameBomb.ru. <laughs> it's like they're you know they're using our shit. Let's go ahead and just use their logo yeah. and make sure. So I actually had our had our guy go and like talk talk to talk to the company that makes you know does all our fulfillment and makes the T-shirts. I'm like. Let's 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 price this out. How much is it going to cost us to do this? Can we make these game bomb shirts? And can we make it like the worst shirts, like the yeah. lowest quality bootleg? <laughs> I, want, I want the, the shittiest, world. like the lowest. Yeah, the it shittiest shirts. Like, it should have been, been like, yeah, yeah, like okay. a game iron bomb on. You, like it's iron on detail. Hair. And then like Black Bart Simpson on the back, of it. <laughs> <laughs> like saying like just do it, man. Mon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just do it, mon. Redlock, Black Bart Simpson, smoking a blunt, and then it's the OJ Simpson pose where he's breaking the bat over. His knee, but it's Mark Simpson. <laughs> um, but then it, these are gonna then be shirts like tomorrow. This is why I put this out here because I need the shirts I want. <laughs> but then it came back that there were there were too many colors in the design, and it would have like cost us an obscene amount of money to actually make these shirts. And so like ah, I'm not gonna go into the idea of like well let's you know lower the colors or or whatever. It's like all right, just when we it. spend too much money on our stupid jokes, they're our stupid jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Not well. I thought that was a pretty good, pretty good, stupid joke. Yeah. But uh, uh, so, what did you think of the the Wii U? What was your your impression? So I thought it felt a lot better than it looked like it was going to feel. That was my first initial reaction. Was like, oh god, that can't feel good. Um, and then I noticed I wanted, when I started talking to the Nintendo reps that they were very um, quick to go. See, it's like a tablet, right? Like a tablet, like your iPhone, right? It's just like it's the same ergonomic like your iPhone. And I realized that was kind of the angle that they were going for. Um, it felt good. I will probably buy it because I'm buy everything. But I, um, I think we were just that's the spirit. Yeah, <laughs> we were chatting. High standards. We were chatting. <laughs> we were chatting earlier. I'm a blind consumer, just put <laughs> shove it in front of me. Just I'll throw money at you. Number, I'll just hold it up right here. It's, go on Amazon. This is. You know, this, is, this is the I've got a reason seven. to write it off on my taxes club. That's exactly. <laughs> like, fuck it. So we were chatting earlier, and it's like, don't sleep on Nintendo, right? Because how many of us, the DS came out, and we were like, what is this? And like eight months goes by where the only awesome game was Meteos, and we're like, Meteos is great, but I don't know. And then Feel all the of a sudden, like oh, like 10 games came out that were awesome, and we we're like, oh, right. So it's like, wait for Nintendo to come out with the game that will make us all buy it, and we'll buy it. That's my thought. 
All right. Thank you. I'm, I'm <laughs> thank you for you reminding me. I'm out. You're out. Off the mic. Um, also, thank you for reminding me of Meteos. I completely yeah, forgot that awesome. game even existed. It was awesome. Yeah. No. It was awesome. It was no, awesome. No, it is awesome. It, it totally was awesome until you figured out that you could just scribble. Yeah. yeah. No, I just shake my head a lot. Yeah, but then you were the dick that was scribbling when you could just play the game normal. But it was. It was. The, then the game yourself, was broken. <laughs> if, if just scribbling is literally as good as actually thinking and playing the game. So, well, then. Because anytime you get into a pinch, like, you play it normally, but then, like, oh, wait, shit. Well, then I'll just scribble and then just, I'll get through the level. You're just cheating yourself at that yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Watch me intellectually honest, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying it's, it's, I'm playing that game unethically? Yes. <laughs> like, flow. Unethically. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. <laughs> Uh, anything else that uh, that you managed to get any hands-on time with or, or see during the show? I mean, or? I hate to be that person, but I you know I spent some time in the A booth, obviously, um, and Mass Effect 3 was just, uh, and Battlefield 3 was just, uh, and so um, I'm really proud of all of the work. Oh, wait, that's, that's right. That's You're an EA employee. You can go back and see all the cool <laughs> VIP shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I try not to abuse it. Like, I waited in, in some lines. I, like, I was walking around a bunch, and then she was standing in that Mass Effect 3 line for, I, like, like, two like hours. Hour, like, two hours. Okay. I Which I thought for... was hilarious, because <laughs> I didn't have to wait in that line. Well, all right, so, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, we're, we're now part of Bioware, which is amazing, because we get to do all this, like, like, we get to go see them and hang out with them, and they, like, you know, the games that we're working on now are working on some, some different stuff, and they're, like... You know, you're part of Bioware, and like Ray and Greg come out and talk to us, and we get to connect with all of the studios and stuff. And I, I really value that. And the same thing goes with EA. We have a lot of connections at EA, but like I don't want to abuse the fact that I work there to like get in front of legitimate press who's going to write about the game. I feel like I'm doing them a disservice. Makes sense. Well, I'm not going to write about the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, 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 let's talk about the game, Jeff. Let's talk about some of the stuff that, that you saw at E3 today. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Did we talk about some of the... Okay, well, that's the wrap-up video. Yeah, yeah, we haven't talked about anything here it's on the couch blur, man. I know. I know. Um, so, yeah. Day two. Woo. <laughs> yeah. I went around and saw uh, a few different things here. But, yeah, I, uh, th- today was the day that I went and uh, played Mass Effect 3 and saw the uh, the theater demo and uh, you know, up until this point, up until today, you know, they, they would they were talking a very good game. You know, Casey Hudson's like saying a lot of really cool stuff, and right. you know, I asked him a bunch of questions a, a couple weeks ago. You know, it's like, okay, so is mining back, and you know, like like kind of specific stuff, and got really excited about it. And then we got to that press conference, and they just showed like rail shooter. I was right. like, man, that's. Ah. Um, but the theater demo, they showed that stuff. Um, they showed some more of the the kind of genophage style sequence the, that they were showing with the female Krogan and that sort of stuff. Right. And they got into the menus a little bit and and showed uh, the squad menu, showed like Shepard's powers. Like it's it is a deeper tree of powers than you've had before. Um, kind of went to the weapon customization bench and showed how that stuff works. You know, you'll be kind of like buffing your weapons by attaching things to them. Um, so, so folks have, have definitely taken issue with with the way you know menu layouts and stuff. There's, there's been maybe a little labyrinthine elements to it before. Have they like streamlined that stuff? Is it? It's a different color. Okay, great. <laughs> Remember, easier, easier on the eye. It was kind of, it was, kind of, it was yeah. red before, and that's. Oh, I, I, don't, I couldn't tell you what color. So what you're saying is, but... it's still awesome. Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So people remember been... Ratchet and Clank, and then the second Ratchet and Clank, yeah. when all they changed was the color of the interface. Yes, <laughs> got it. Uh, no, no, it's 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 uh, they they definitely seem like. <laughs> um, 
there are some uh, really cool things going on in the game. They also showed a sequence, which they said, like, we're showing the sequence here at the show, and we're never going to show it again until you play the game for real. And it was sort of uh, early game stuff where Shepard is leaving Earth because the Reapers have come and fucked it all up. So you get to see a, a lot of you know stuff of buildings falling, these gigantic Reapers just tearing things apart. And uh, you, along with uh, uh, Anderson just booking through this ripped up area you know and and trying to basically call for help uh getting attacked and 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 some some cool early game stuff and basically being like saved by the normandy at the last minute and you know that the moment that ship comes in you're just like fucking yeah god damn yeah like by the end of it i was like oh right it's fucking mass effect and i fucking love goddamn mass effect so so it's it's, it's so they found yet another kind of porny way to introduce the, the normandy so they it's they, not it is not porny cuz not call it porny at all uh, mass effect 2 no. mass effect when, they inter- when they introduce you to the normandy 2 it is porny yeah. it's slow and they're just kind of like, like just like this panning, panning over the ship this like turgid length look at that thing oh, that yeah. There's wah-wah pedal. <laughs> you want to check out this Normandy girl. And the music swells. And they're, yeah, I mean, they throw everything behind that moment. They, they oh, romanticize. They, 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 yeah. they do. Yeah, they the, do. The real yeah. touching in that, in that <laughs> sequence. Uh, no, I mean, they... they I, I think jokes. a different thing happens for Femshep. They, I think it's more like there's... <laughs> It comes in with flowers and chocolate, it's, and then it tells you that it loves you. And lesbians. And then, yeah, wait. No. It's, but, I mean, they, they fetishize that ship to a, a great degree in, in, in all of those games, and so... You spend a lot of time there. What? You're, you're kind of... Like, you're going to say something. What's up, Carrie? This is news to me. Okay. I've, I've, I've got to go This is news to me as well. You have to look, yeah, yeah, have to look the same thing. It's, it's a very hot ship. It's a very hot ship. It was so sexy. <laughs> Yeah, and you know it, it comes down you know, the the entry you know the, the they open up so Shepard can can run and jump on and, yeah. and Ashley's there covering it and stuff and Sheila's looking good and it's just like yeah it's a, it's cool man like the the leaving Earth and you know Anderson stays behind he's like you know it's, you these, these people need a leader he's actually in your squad for, for a little bit his little his bit. head is at the bottom of the screen <laughs> and you're like fucking yeah dude I'm the same squad as Keith David yeah finally finally I can replay that sequence over and over misty at the end of like they had a completely I, different kinda. emotional so I maybe a little turgid. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> Turgidly misty. Those are not mutually exclusive concepts <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um, but so you actually got to play it. Yeah. So <laughs> then, uh, so then after that, so you know they, they got a, a, a room that seats maybe like twelve or something like that, but they're packing about like maybe twenty people in there I or was something. Sitting on the floor. I was standing up in the back for mine. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of crammed between this guy. I was really uh, close to Casey Hudson. It, it it made me realize like every time I smell really bad bo, I get really worried that like man do i like you know because you, you don't smell yourself right and i'm like right. do i do i stink okay so good thank you did you get to did you get to voice play play with voice no no they weren't doing that um i got to do that really yeah it's pretty rad okay i they had it backstage for uh the press conference and sesame street was in that and it seems cool i mean everything's optional right so like, right. i'll probably still play the game normally but then i'll use it for like the the conversation system and I mean, you just read the phrase. And I just want to be able to like walk into a spot on the ship or you know on, on one of the planets or something, and just walk up and go Rex, and have him just go Shepard. <laughs> that, that's if, if that if that's if that's what they do, and, it, and if I could just sit there and just say Rex Shepherd. over and over again and just do that, then your your playtime will double. Yeah, <laughs> you just sit there for an entire day, just Rex. 
I think we've got a feature set for Bastion too, right? <laughs> narrator? Yes. <laughs> no, it's you actually just play the role of the narrator and the game plays out and you have to say what's happening. You just happening. lost your job, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Kirschman just put you out of a job. Well, I'm sorry. Um, way to go, way to go. So after, after seeing that, then I, I went and played it. This, it was a really... Uh, weird. I mean, you, th- so they're not letting a lot of people play it at the show. It's kind of right. like a judges v whatever that you want to call it. Um, so I played it out. Whatever. Um, you know, they made some changes to the controls to accommodate uh, the additional abilities that Shepard has. So you know, you tap the left bumper to, to throw grenades, tap the right bumper for a concussive shot, and if you hold down the melee button, that's how you do those Omni Blade kills. Okay. Um, but other than that, you know, it, it plays like Mass Effect. But it was funny, like this room, like they, I kind of basically went into what's basically amounts to a closet in the EA booth, and there's a dude in there with a kiosk, right. 360, and it's like it, it's almost attached to the theater. So when I was in there, it was like we have to be really quiet in here because if we talk, they'll be able to hear us in here because it's like the back wall of the theater where I was standing. Basically, on the other side of that is where this, this little closet is. Okay. And uh, we had, like, headsets or whatever and headphones so we could talk to each other while we were playing it. And I just kind of quickly played through uh, some of the, the same gameplay that they've been showing, you know, the, where you're, you know, stealth-killing dudes and, and, and all that stuff from uh, the Solarian homeworld. But it's all, all uh, combat scenario stuff? or in, in, in the gameplay thing, yeah. Okay. I mean, we're talking, like, this was eight minutes or something like okay. that. It, wasn't, it was not a long thing. And it's literally one of those things, like, well, to be considered for Game of the Show by the Games Critics Awards, it has to be a play. So, but this was this was playable as a video game. Like when I played Bioshock Infinite, it was to hold this controller for a minute and look around this room. And you, okay, you you see you, that it is interactive. You've played it; it qualifies. Okay. Um, so this is already a game, uh, obviously. Which you know. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would yeah. be a little worried if at this point. Well, there was one, and you know, obviously, this doesn't reflect on the final quality of the game. It just, it just speaks to how they were building that demo. There's one guy who's like AI is completely turned off because it's the part in the demo where they want to show you this the reach over stealth kills. Okay. So like, you, when you're taking cover and there's a guy standing on the other side of cover, you can drag him over and kill him. So like, that guy is just dead, like standing there, does not move. You can walk up, do whatever to him, but you know, you have, you have to kill whatever. Him. Huh? Once upon a time, the monster thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I do do that to him, then yeah. Um, yeah, so you know it, it plays it plays like Mass Effect, but it, you know the the stuff that uh, that they're showing in that theater uh, definitely backs up a lot of the things that they've been saying about the game and and saying about kind of the the RPG elements and and, and how that game is going to actually go, um, which definitely you know like coming out of that EA press conference and, and seeing that sequence, it's like wow, this is a really cool like action sequence, and obviously the action's getting better, like the cover mechanics have improved, but that's not necessarily the main thing I'm looking for out of Mass Effect. So no, I, no renegade opportunities? No, that stuff, interrupts will return, they Yay. did say, so the, the, that that will still happen. I think that, you know, what, what they needed to do, and, and it's, you know, it's a weird thing to even, like, criticize, but I think in, like, a trailer or something, like, they some, some of the stuff they've put out for that game where it's just been all action, they should have just cut it more like a movie trailer and then intercut the action with Shepard kissing a lady. Or... You know, like, 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 someone shouting, Shepard! You know, like, like, just some kind of, <laughs> some kind of drama so, yeah, in there, yeah, 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 intercut with, like, the fucking of shit up. Yeah. Cut, cut away from the heavy rock guitars for a little bit. Yeah. And give you some, some dramatic moments. Yeah, I think, you know, it, like. You missed it, the dramatic moment? Like, that was the whole 
oh come on it was the ship flying in picky picky no I, what what no he's talking about the trailer stuff I'm like talking the, about the trailer stuff the way stuff, that they're presenting that game yeah. like more to the public like because all like between two press conferences they've shown like you know connect support stuff and an on rails shooter sequence like that's those those that's not fucking Mass Effect three. But that is kind of you know what is and being keep in mind it's an it's an on rails shooter sequence that came literally after you know every single thing I've seen for Modern Warfare three has been rail shooter sequences three of them three different sequences throughout the game so you get to that point where you're like what why are like now Fable is a rail shooter all games like what's, <laughs> all games are rail shooters and or quick time events that's all we have left yeah. anymore like quick time events are now in Final Fantasy thirteen two yeah. Uh, like Need for Speed, the thing they thought to add was, what if we put in some quick time events in between the driving? It's scary sometimes. Tomb Raider, although past Tomb Raider games have had those as well, so sure, whatever, sure. Uh, so, so feeling the Mass Effect three from from what you saw, and what yeah, you played, yeah, fantastic. Um, went and saw the Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning demo, which was different stuff than uh, what I saw a couple weeks ago. Um, I think that game is looking really cool. I, I hope it comes together. It's pretty neat. Um, and then I'm just trying to think like through the day in order. Uh, and let me, then I, let me pull it up. Here. I met yeah. Coltrane today. Yeah, no that way. was really exciting. Like the actor? Yeah. Whoa. No, yeah, the real Coltrane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. the thrash ball star. <laughs> <laughs> like I walked up to him and I was like, "You're my favorite." He's like, "Damn right, I'm your favorite." <laughs> I know. I, I I had. It, Met him like Gears of Gears of War two at E three. He was at the the party for that. And I thought you were going to say I met him years of war ago. Uh, <laughs> and, like, like, and, what is going on? That's, I wish I would have. God, that would have been a good one. I didn't come up with that. I thought that he had come up with that. That's that. Don't don't pin that on me. No, you did. But you did come up with that. Pin that on. I, I'll take it. I'll take it gladly, happily. Just hanging right there. Someone take it. It's low hanging fruit for sure. Um, uh, but yeah, no, he is a, a very effusive character uh, in real life. Uh, excellent. Um, what's here? Kings of Amalur. Uh, Need for Speed. I also went and saw. Um, and we talked about that earlier uh, when when Genova was here, just about the right didn't we right. yeah, the, yeah, the, we did. yes, yeah the the cut scenes that the, they need to they need to do the this is now like letterboxed so you know that you are no longer driving the car yeah and that's just i mean that's, so that i'm just, I'm not saying they're going what what and that's, a, that's it seems like an easy like an easy beat it's i like, i bet that they will I bet they'll do exactly that. Yeah. You know, or, or, you know, they need some kind of indicator to say, I mean, like... The, 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 that, that mechanic, that, that trick has literally been used in past black box Need for Speed games when yeah. it's like, all right, we're going into cutscene now at the end of this chase, and right, and there you go. Uh, uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, we went to Warner Brothers, uh, saw the Batman demo. Yeah. Uh, I played Batman a little while ago, um, and the... Traversal stuff like is is really cool. Like basically playing like that Super Mario World cape, but with Batman and his cape. Of you know, you go into a dive and pull out of it to kind of glide around the city. And uh, you know, I wonder if at some point like Batman, if if that game starts to get too complicated because like Batman could already do a whole lot of stuff, and now they're like loading like double takedowns where you double tap the button and uh, and a lot of this other stuff like I wonder if it'll get too complicated for that controller for some people for, for like the soft minded <laughs> wow hey Greg stop fidgeting a little bit oh yep no other Greg yeah 
Two Gregs right next to me. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> um, uh, so Arkham City, looking good. Yeah, and uh, the, they had a, another theater demo where they uh, revealed the Penguin, um, who looks pretty terrifying. So yeah, like you he's know, they, got a cybernetic he's implant. He's a goddamn or, ghoul, is what he is. Or, or I mean, they, they, they always of, do some, something kind of messed up. For the monocle looks all crazy. I don't know. I don't know if it's an implant or like Joey looked at it and said, like, did he have a like a bottom of a Coke bottle <laughs> <laughs> like stuck in his mon- for a monocle? Like, it's a weird looking monocle. I don't know. That's, that seems in line with kind yeah. of the, the the crazy ass character designs they did for. And they made the him like game. a little bit like I mean, he's British. And, like, he has a slightly, like, almost cockney kind of accent. It's, and he it's didn't really like, go, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, it's, not, it's, so. it's definitely not Burgess Meredith. <laughs> no. It's definitely not Burgess Meredith. Well, yeah. Yeah, and they well, showed uh, they I showed mean. some of the some of the some of the Catwoman gameplay, uh, which you know she has basically like different stealth mechanics than Batman does. She yeah. can cling to ceilings and, and crawl around and drop down for stealth kills. And, and she got a whip. She got a whip uh, that she used to swing around the city with a whip. So you got to time that stuff, and it'll say good or too late. <laughs> so it's kind of kind of rhythmic, kind of just a, a timing based. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. So like, how different? Uh, did you get to play? No, I didn't get to play okay, the okay. Catwoman stuff. That, that's just part of their their theater uh, demo. Um, that actually just reminded me of that whole of the Wii U. I kept looking at it, and kept going, "Look at the TV!" And they'd be like, "Oh God!" It kept like yelling at me when you look at the thing and go, "Look at the TV!" And I'm like, I, I was, I was, so I, I played that same the 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 pirates the, the uh, shield pose shield pose uh, a demo and and that I, thing is just can we agree that is it that is a rhythm heaven mini game? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Like, like yeah, the the. The look of it, the the style of the actual gameplay, absolutely. Um, but I, I I don't know like how I needed to to move and use that thing. Like you know, there's someone there explaining it to you constantly. Uh, but I, I didn't have like I I just, like, Peter, I'm like okay yeah I figured that like this is this seems pretty intuitive I'm getting this. But then like like you know put it down and watch the person behind me just struggling constantly with like like moving it down and then like looking down at it and, and then it's yeah it is shining like no look at the team like oh wait yeah. I, I kind of figured out like no, I should just my eyeline should stay up and then I'll move the thing into my eyeline. That person uh, was me, I think. <laughs> also, <laughs> also the guy had zero rhythm too, so it, there was a, a lot of. Unfortunately, there's no way to just like right click on stuff and fight it automatically <laughs> on, on that system. So oh no, oh, you snap. Oh no, you did. Well, that's because it's no, it's no multi touch, so you can't really. Oh, that's true. No, no right clicking. Anything else from uh, from Warner Brothers? I mean, we've got two Warner. We skipped a lot game. of the crap that was a war. <laughs> yeah. um, it's the chaff, man. Yeah. No, um, yeah, we uh, we spoke with Ed Boon yeah. uh, really quickly. Oh, Ed, I haven't seen him at the show yet. It, it seems like he's doing really well. He's getting around and playing games now that they don't, uh, you know, the, now that the game's out. Like yeah. we, so we interviewed him about what he thinks about Street Fighter Cross Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spoil. He said it's really cool. I went and played it with Seth, and it's like, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> but I won't spoil the rest of the interview. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's. Um, keep people a reason to watch that video interview <laughs> right um, our 19th Ed Boon in- interview I, yeah I think we were starting to do the numbers and, and I think he might he might be the person that we have most interviewed the most I wouldn't be surprised uh, over time is he gonna get like, no, a you know what? consultant I like, bet it's John Drake game? yeah <laughs> yeah it might be it might be because yeah. literally every time there was a game it's like yeah we're gonna go and interview John Drake Oh no! No, no, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying like the number of times we've talked the, about. The last time we interviewed Ed Boon, he, he was actually just interviewing them, he, uh, Jeff and Brad, while they were playing Mortal Kombat. It just it it devolved rapidly. 
Uh, but so they're showing off Scarlet on the floor. Yeah. Uh, which is sounds like it's coming momentarily. Yeah, first DLC character days away from the sound of it, uh, along with a patch that'll fix some of the stuff that's uh, been going on in that game uh, with the online and making some balance changes that they, they, I guess they can't necessarily fix in their hot fixes. Like, they can actually yeah. change the balance on the game without pushing a full patch. Right. Um, but th- there's some stuff that they, they actually need to patch to fix. So they, they're... The patch is done on PS3 from the sounds of it. 360 is just waiting to clear, and they'll, they'll push them out uh, simultaneously pretty soon here. I guess along with Scarlet, or right around the time of Scarlet. But he's, he said Kenshi is after that, after Scarlet, and they're looking to... They have four characters planned, and they're looking to kind of hit them one every two weeks if they can do it. Uh, so uh, that's that's pretty cool to hear. The, have they talked anything about price point for, for the characters? No, stuff yet? they have not. Okay. The costume pack is out, and that came out Tuesday. So, classic Scorpion. Don't need Alex anymore. <laughs> did you uh, check in with Hector? Did you get to see him? Yeah, talked to Hector real briefly. Yeah. Uh, he reminded me that they, which I didn't notice at the the Sony press conference, but they basically confirmed MK for Vita at that thing. So mm. uh, awesome. So they are they are I mean, looking into doing that. You know, like they're doing some DLC stuff, but you know, we're not too far off from those dudes having to start thinking about. Kind of you know their their next move. I, I think guess. that they are, have already started thinking about it. I saw you know some some Twitter messages about design docs and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. So clearly they you know they got ideas. So we'll we'll see what's next from them. I I my guess would be a Mortal Kombat themed non fighting game. You think so? If I had to guess, that's uh, the pattern, right? Yeah, that's the pattern. But they typically don't develop the the non fighting games themselves. Right. So I wonder if this would be the case where they would. Get on that, you know, maybe maybe like resurrect Fire and Ice, which was going to be the the Scorpion Sub Zero game, like Shaolin Monks, basically. Special um, Forces reboot. Yeah, finally that, that that bring bring back the Jax game. No. <laughs> you see anything else at uh, at Warner there or? Uh, no, that was that was this? mostly what we stuck to. You know, some of that stuff is, is stuff that I'd seen previously, like uh, Gotham City Imposters, which is the first person shooter set in the Batman universe, but you're playing as a bunch of fake Batmans and Jokers. I love. So I just kind of ran through the booth and saw that stuff brief briefly, and, and mostly just focusing on all the like character art and stuff that they have around that section. I love the look of all of their fake Batmans and Jokers. Yeah. So I I want to see the trailer they put out and see if it's the trailer they showed us because it was a very cartoonish stylized look that is not reflected in the game at all mm. and it, there was a, a trailer on the show floor that looked more like in-game footage but okay not, not reflective at all like it's it looks like a shooter doesn't doesn't yeah look that great yeah it's, it's you know it's, it's first person shooter with some interesting gear that kind of helps yeah. set it apart mm. um you know they're basically they, they've put things in the level that if you have the right gear you can utilize like there are ramps and if you are equipped with roller skates the minute you touch a ramp, you just go Poof, and take off. Yeah, they, they showed one clip where like you could like have a grappling hook. Yeah, the the, the grapple gun is, is level. Uh, as far as I'm concerned is is the best gadget from from the gadgets that they have shown so far because you can just hook up to stuff, get on rooftops, and shoot dudes. Done. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a cool idea. You know, they're going to have that same kind of like persistence of unlocking different gear options mm-hmm. and, and customization stuff as you go. Um, yeah, it's a downloadable shooter, and uh, you know some of those have been kind of interesting, but it, it seems like none of them have really, like the competitive shooters have, have really found a, a long-term audience mm. that I can think of. So, like, uh, is, is anyone still playing Breach? Like, no, right? I don't know. Monday Night Combat did. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. But that's, I mean, I, I, I'm specifically a competitive shooter, like, like trying to trying to say, like, hey, 
let's not spend the millions of dollars to make a Call of Duty quality campaign and just try and focus on like that half of that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Monday Night Combat was like a different thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anything else you saw today, Jeff? That's pretty much the the scheduled run for the the day. Um, yeah, that's that's you know that's the 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 big stuff for yeah. sure. All right, Alex Navarro. Hi. I turn my gaze to you. Thank God, because I'm about to fall asleep. What did you see today? Alex, what did you see today? I saw some games. What games did you see? Hit him, uh, hit him in the face I just wake saw him up. I stuff today. Uh, I, I got my hand... Ow. Wake um, him up. You wake? No, actually, that kind of didn't really help anything at all. <laughs> um, I actually got my hands finally on both the, the Wii U and uh, Vita hardware for the first time. Oh, so God, that was... that's right. Yeah, we went to Sony and saw Vita stuff. Well, here, I'll tackle that. Okay. Uh, we went to the Sony and saw Vita stuff. Uh, <laughs> Tackled. <laughs> Moving on. Handled. Uh, I saw Sound Shapes for the first time uh, after everyone's been raving yeah. about that game. It's great. It's great. Uh, that game is really cool. Uh, I really it just doesn't need to be on Vita. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doesn't that can, that like... can be on, say, an iPhone. Yeah. Or not. Not to take anything away. A ColecoVision. But you know, same, 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 <laughs> no, I mean, is that going mean, to is that going to be like the the Luminez or something for the system where it's it like it's like, like yeah the, you can play this this game literally on anything but it's on the system so yeah the level creator it really benefits from the touchscreen yeah screen. it does okay. uh, it really really does and they they showed a little bit of that like some of the stretching you do with like the back touching like the way you uh, the stretching with the back touching Jesus Christ uh, the way the way you move stuff around in the level like it's it's very actually pretty intuitive and neat and I, the levels I saw look fucking phenomenal so I'm I'm really looking forward to that game like just even feeling like holding the Vita for the first time like that I get it I get now why that system like has some appeal like it feels really good. I'm, I, the one thing I want to say though, I played that. Um, uh, what is it? Little deviants. Yeah, little uh, deviants. I'm saying little rascals. That's clearly not correct. Um, they were make, they should make yes. a little rascals game. I'm paying attention. That game's kind Do of. Do I get fun. to play as Robert Blake? Yeah. Little rascals licensed. <laughs> he will, he fully will FMV. Double fine developing. We're on it. Great. Uh, that game's cool. But I'm for serious. Any game that makes you have to turn around 360, like when you're playing background in the camp, like with the camera stuff, like the AR shooting stuff. stuff. Yeah, the AR okay, stuff. Yeah. yeah, Little Deviants basically has face raiders in it. Yeah, but okay. without faces. If I'm playing that more game rating, on a bus, yeah, I can't do this. Like oh, yeah. this is not going to happen ever. So I that that is useless to me. Well, like, I mean, for, little little deviance is a, is like a, basically a mini game collection. Yeah, and like there are thirty other different things. That don't do so that. it's it's just the one that, that does that. But, I know. I'm uh, just saying, like that is a thing that should just die now. No one should ever do that. I don't. I don't know the the. I can't play it on a bus like that qualifier. It doesn't really. Well, resonate. I can't do it on a plane either. I can't do that sitting down anywhere. You can spin in your chair at the office or in your office at your home. There's. A, you could, there's so that one situation is the one. Never time do, do that. that. <laughs> never do either of those things. I mean, it's... I'm saying it's one thing. It's the one thing I don't like. The rest, mm-hmm. I like the technology. I liked a lot of the touch stuff. You know, that game, like a lot of those games, seem really fun. So I, I thought it was cool. I'm you saying that attitude wouldn't have gotten us Boktai, and where would we be without Boktai? <laughs> what if they shipped Boktai <laughs> instead of a sun sensor? It was just you know something more reasonable. Like a sitting sensor or something. Yeah. 
Like, yeah, a, put, are, are you on a bus sensor? <laughs> you can only access this dungeon if you're on a bus. Dude, I would play that game. Or spinning in an office chair. Easier to play. You have access to Dirty 38 dungeon. Get some epic fucking loot. Saying you're stifling design creativity. Yeah, I'm good at that. But, um, Judgy. But, but Boktai, that, that was the deepest irony of, all right, you need to be in the sun, but you can't see this screen in the sun <laughs> because of the reflective surface. And then sometimes you'd be like, the sun's too bright, man. <laughs> what? Come on. You're no going to die out here. Sun. I uh, also saw the Wii U. Yeah. I saw that. I played that for the first time. Thoughts? Um, I, I, I really like the hardware a lot. I think it's, it's really, really cool. I, unfortunately, the only demos I really got to get my hands on were the damn bird demo, which mm. is not really that interesting. But I did get to play uh, Chase Me, which is awesome. That 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 is super super fun. It, it, it is the be- I think the most like uh, best. That's uh, the demonstration the, the, of the, it's the Pac-Man versus without yes. Pac-Man. Yeah. yeah. Wait, no, that's the 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 uh, Metroid. No, that's, no, that's, that's Battle that's, Me. Battle Me. That's Battle Me. Okay, Chase Me is okay. That did okay, not okay. look quite as good, but because yeah. uh, I, I played I played Battle Me and uh, awkward uh, controls playing. Well, it's just it's it's kind of the like relearning all of your first person shooter controls kind of on the yeah. fly I'm like I'm like I know I could get good at this cuz when you're playing on the ground it's easy to just whip ass on the guy in the in right, the, the UFO right cuz like the left stick uh it's like left right and then, and then like and right then, stick's like up down and then you're and you're Thrusting and using the like at some point you realize it was designed by someone who either has never played or hates <laughs> yeah, they're first like, like this is Nintendo's like, take on a shooter, and I was like, oh no. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's it, I mean, it's just kind of one of those like, yeah, you have to retrain your brain, and I yeah. you can't do that in five in, minutes. In, yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, chase me, but chase me is really really cool. Uh, I actually ended up playing that with uh, Will and Norm uh, from Tested, who are here for the day. Uh, gone now. Yeah, gone now. That day is over. That no, day it's is still that day. We'll never see them again. No, actually, it isn't that day anymore at all. Until we go to sleep. It's yeah. That day. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's... No cor- sleeping! No day three of E3! <laughs> awesome, yeah! Think about, it. Think about it. We could be at E3 forever, man. <laughs> oh, no. In this house. There are four players. We have this place for a month. We could just keep going. That scares me a little. I'm just leave you here, Ryan. <laughs> Uh, there's four players, four Wii remotes, yeah. and then one player is the the Chase E, you know, on the on the on the big ass controller, yeah. and you know his stuff is only on the screen on the on the controller on so. the new Nintendo experience yes. on the new Nintendo experience. Uh, and so he runs around, and you're trying to chase him, but you can only kind of see him in the periphery in the back, and everyone has to like shout. He says, "I see him over there. He's in green, or he's over there in the yellow zone. Go get him!" And it's literally like, find him and then dive on him. It's just like a dog-piling minigame, and it's kind of awesome. Do you need three Wii U's and three Game Boy SPs and three Game Boy SPs? <laughs> no, you need four Wii remotes and oh, one okay. one Wii U controller. Or just 12 link cables. So, so it's, yeah. a, it's five players? It's five players. It's five players. Oh, okay, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, and we caught I, guess Norm- that, I guess that makes sense because you do the full yeah. four split yeah. screen. Yeah, right. Also, we caught Norm every time. <laughs> <laughs> Norm not very good at hiding? No. No. Did you ever get to, Did you ever get to to play that part, or were you just no? Norm was the one only. I, I I only got to do the the Wii Remote stuff, okay. but it was more fun to chase Norm around. Honestly, I feel so. I should come clean on my time with Chase Me, uh, where I caught Patrick pretty easily twice. Yeah, it's because I was... oh, you, and also yeah, you were a dick. 
you just sat so in in chase me you like eventually you uh, the 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 uh, person who's running a uh, running away being chased is trying to be goaded into going to the center to grab a star so jeff just didn't move he just camped by the star i didn't even process that so like i'm, run, I'm running from the other three and i'm like going to get the star going to the star and i'm like and i'm like he's like gotcha so you're right that i'm a dick but that's not why I was standing right next to you, and I could just look over your screen the whole time. I saw people doing that multiple times. Like, Will kept looking at Norm's screen. Like, I was trying to do it to Scooter, but he was tilted a little further away. So I thought about, like, would it be really obvious if I backed up here a little bit? Like, yeah, yeah probably okay. Yeah. This is why nobody plays games with you, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> Glad you just admit your dick after the fact. Yeah, for several days. Like, he, during he was the really time. good at that game, man. I just I wasn't good at Everyone processing was like, information. Man, I'm, I'm the greatest chase me player on the internet. <laughs> Saw some 3ds stuff. Uh, you know, I talked about Luigi's Mansion a bunch already, so I'm not yeah. gonna rehash that too much. Uh, played Mario Kart. Played yeah. uh, Kid Icarus multiplayer, which was not good at yeah. all. Yeah. Um, I did see Uncharted, though, and I, I went yes. to that, that demo. So what the was theater. that demo about? What did they actually so, show? It was the airplane stuff, right? Well, so, okay, they started with the boat level. Like, okay. again, they, they went through that whole thing. Uh, did, there's an interview that's going up on the site pretty soon I did with a couple of the Naughty Dog guys, but the, the one, one of the cool things that came out of that was they explained that, like, in that boat level... It's not like all pre-rendered. Like the the water is moving so in real box. time, and then we, we, the we talked about this okay, last so, night. So okay, so it's I wasn't a box, here for that. and then they can just turn that whole box we, we, upside we down. We had one of the programmers from Naughty Dog here. I, I knew Cowboy was here, speaking in depth about yeah. the 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 technic the, the technology the behind that. And yes, they were the they were every, everyone I talked to was very excited to talk about that too. It's yeah. apparently insanely complicated. But, it sounded yeah. like it absolutely. And uh, but though, so then they moved on to the cargo plane level, which is the like the thing you saw the little stinger of in the trailer of like Nathan and Drake hanging out of the plane while the crate's like about to crash down on him. Yeah. So there's a whole sequence leading up to that where he's like, you know, trying to get onto this plane and like he's like leaping across rooftops, you know, killing dudes, like punching dudes, stabbing dudes, whatever. Uh, and then, you know, Elena comes up in a Jeep and like she's like trying to like drive him up to the the like the wheel well of the plane while it's about to take off. So you gotta like kind of lean in and, like, jump onto the, the landing gear. So this is, like, not a bunch of cutscenes. Like, this is all... This is all in real time. Like, this is all happening. And the best part is that almost none of it is quick time events. Like, it's, like, there are there are parts where you need to move, and there are parts that, like, yes, there are some button press here and there, but, like, when you're just running across the rooftops, yeah. you just, like, you hit the attack button or the melee button or whatever, and you just jump on that motherfucker. There's yeah. none of that, like, you know, press X, press triangle, any of that. I mean, you're still just pressing X or pr- pressing triangle. They're just not But it's not, like, that timed button hits. It's just, like, you know, you're you're moving with, like, a real flow to it. It's sure. not just, like, all, it doesn't feel as, like, you know, Scripted kind of machine as yeah, it would okay, otherwise. okay. And once you get on the plane, it's actually what's really cool is that eventually you get into a combat sequence with like some big ass soldier dude, and it's like very Temple of Doom, where like Indiana Jones is punching the big dude and he's just not registering any of those hits. Right. So it's like pretty brutal fight. And again, no like button pop ups or anything, and but there's no real HUD either. So they're just like decking each other, like headbutting, you know, running around, and it just like it all feels like it's just flowing in combat. And it's one of the coolest looking fights I've seen, like, in any game ever. Hmm. And it, it eventually morphs into that scene where, like, Cargo is flying out of the plane and Drake is about to, you know, fly the fuck out. And it's 
It was really cool. I gotta say, did they play it or watch it? Yeah, they, it's that 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 level they were only showing in the in the 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 scripted demo. So, but they they were playing it and they were showing it as like, really fucking cool. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. And the 3D in that game, I'm I'm echoing your sentiment. The 3D in that game is actually legitimately awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, again, and Cowboy said the same thing of like it that that's like what we saw when they kind of did that stuff sold us. Like yeah. internally, we were kind of eh, 3D. I'm like, oh wait, no, this this could be really really cool. So. Yeah, it, when you figure out like a way to do it, so it's not just a bunch of dumb 3D moments, and like you can actually add some depth perception to right. the levels and actually like find a way to make it work. Like it looks cool. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, anything else uh, you want to talk about? That was about? that was the bulk of it. You know, I saw uh, some some Sony stuff here and there. Uh, saw a Pixel Junk uh, side scroller, uh, which looks really looked really cool. cool. That game looks really cool. Yeah. Um, saw Papo and Yo, the the new PSN game. Uh, for, for it's it's a first time developer. It's the game that is a loose metaphor for addiction and abuse. It's one with the frogs. And the, the, frogs. Fro- the, the monster eats the frogs, and he's addicted to eating frogs. And he turns into a monster when he uh, a monster monster when he eats the frogs. I have no idea what you're talking. What's about. Uh, what's uh, a monster a thing frog? On it. I did this. This is all a thing. Jesus. Yeah, they, they started talking about this a little bit before the show. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So basically, yeah. the, the developer straight up came out and said, like, this game is more or less a metaphor for my childhood. Like, it's like about his. It's mostly about his like abusive alcoholic father and like. But you play as this kid who has, like, these imaginary best friends, and one of them is this, like, big honking monster. Was he a is... guy that, one of those types of guys that, like, is licking frogs to see if they're psychedelic? And that's... <laughs> Wait, who, which one? The developer? No, the, the guy's dad. <laughs> I don't I don't think so. I don't think he was actually licking frogs. When he licked those frogs, it was like he was Satan. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, so, that's tough, man. Like... But, yeah, your, your best friend is this big, pink, like, dinosaur monster friend, and he's cool, but, like, he's also horribly addicted to eating frogs, and he turns into a psychotic beast when he does that. So, so But I, it's also a puzzle platformer. That's so, the best part. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to guess that it's... But the way it's actually presented in the game is very kind of light and cartoony. It's, it's only... very... He straight up compared it to Finding Nemo. Okay. It was like, you know... If you think long and hard about the story, like the first like 10, 15 minutes of Finding Nemo, that story's kind of fucked up. Like he yeah. loses his parents, he loses his family, like everything is just messed up. Yeah. And you, it's that you ever kind just of thing. sit it's... down, man, and think about the first 10 to 15 minutes of Finding Nemo? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have now, but uh, blow your mind. it's it's all very whimsical. It's all very like child, like storybook ish, and you know, it's just that he's using personal experience to kind of create this game, and it's. He described it as a very therapeutic experience. So, but I mean, I know, the game That's looked cool. really cool. Actually, it's like got some neat puzzle mechanics to it. It seems very, very like, fu- like it was fun. What I played of it. So, it's a PSN game. It is a PSN okay. game. Okay, it's part of the pub thing, like the, oh, the like, pub fun stuff. Pub fun yeah. stuff. So cool. Uh, there's also so we went and played Vita stuff, and a lot of it was stuff that the I, so I had seen the first party stuff, but not yeah. the third party stuff. Yeah. Uh, and and some of that was pretty interesting. Saw like Blaz Blue running on it, and 2D looks great on that screen. Did you did you play the Ridge Racer interactive screensaver? I did. It's Shit's awesome. hot. It's fucking Ridge awesome. Ridge because it wouldn't Racer. be a console it's got, launch. It's got, it's got this, if there wasn't it's got a Ridge a Racer or something <laughs> there. And if you touch the back, you can slow it down. Yeah. We can't even bring ourselves to make the front, a game. There's some squiggly lines. Here's a yeah. And then if you press L and R, it makes the camera. Uh, angle change and the guy was like hold it down so I held it down and it changed real fast (laughs) but the thing about that is it's so erotic sounding the the car show me that Normandy like all that (laughs) (laughs) we'll get around to porting all those tracks that you've played a million times but until then check out this car the the description is awesome I want to back up a second because I don't know if they this how they showed it at 
this morning with the this morning press conference, like so that you go to the stations and like it's really loud and like you know part of the thing is like the audio in all these games is is really great and it kind of uh, so but then you, when you got the headphones on you can't hear the developer trying to talk to you or explain it to you. So the Ridge Racer one, the guy had microphones yeah. attached to it. So is this the same, yeah, same thing? Same. So it's like all these other games where the sound's really important and like there's inter- interactive games. Like this one, it's Ridge Racer. It's just like a tech demo, like with just a model. And the guy's like fucking walking you through and he's like, I just want to make sure I can like give you a taste of the Ridge Racer experience. Let's get the sounds and the shapes and like what do you think you're going to get out of a Ridge Racer game in my mind? I'm like, yeah, the same like tracks I've gotten from like yeah. last six Ridge Racer games. So like that aspect of it is fucking insane. Like this shouldn't even have anything to do with Ridge Racer for what it is. It's like a cool sound like music editing toy where they've got this track and you're basically remixing it. Okay. So yeah, like, yeah, it changes the video, but actually when you're touching the screen, it is like cut off and resonance knobs on on the the music. So you're holding it down and going wobble, and also it's got wobble bass all over. Oh, so good. It's, so so it's, wobble bass. So it's, Finally. So it's, it's more of a. Hey, John Drake, can you, can you confirm some wobble bass in uh, Dance Central Two? Dance Central Two, all the unannounced tracks have wobble bass. Fantastic. <laughs> It's camera change. Yeah, and then you and then when you hold down the the, the shoulder button, rapid fire it camera starts, change. It starts to, but like I wasn't even paying attention to the video of it. I was like, I was fucking feeling it, man. <laughs> and and you hold it down, it starts like re repeating the current part of the track. And yeah, it's. But I think I I did this for like a minute, and the guy's like, go as long as you want. And I'm like. I'm done. It eventually stops. It. But well, so can I go now? When I saw it, it was, I felt bad. So I'm like still kind of doing it. I'm like, at what point is it appropriate that I am like I am bored with your demo? When I when I played it, it was like a minute and a half long, and then it went back to the the title screen. Don't mind. So, just kept going. I'm just so like, oh, when, I, when I went up to I it, guess like, I'll make that camera change yeah. again. Like, like they did it first. So I went. Through, so it was one whole loop of the guy who's like the the sound designer, like the music guy for Ridge Racer, doing it. And showing me, like, okay, and he's doing it, you know, in time with the music and stuff like that and making his own little remix of this track. And I was like, cool. And he's like, now you try. And I was like, okay, yeah. And I did it. And he was like, cool sound. Yeah, good. Good going. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, because I, you know, have some rhythm. So it was, I was able to work the like on time with the music. And I, I suspect that a lot of people were just up there going, like, I don't. Just, uh, 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 uh. Like all right, whatever. Where, how do I they drift? Were Where do I? How do I drift? Um, yeah. So it's it's fucking weird because it just it, you know. It's, Why is it there? Like the, if you, the placard on the station just says Ridge Racer working title, and I'm like, oh, awesome, okay, Ridge Racer, totally. And you get up there and it says you know Ridge Racer, but this is like interactive trailer sound experience. And yeah, they're like they're saying, like we just want to give you a taste of what you can expect from the next Ridge. And if that's what I can expect from the next Ridge Racer, it'll be the fucking greatest Ridge Racer ever played because it won't have any fucking Ridge Racer in it. Oh well, yeah, because it's not a fucking Ridge Racer. You know what this Ridge Racer is? Unbounded. <laughs> Did. And also, uh, Mister Ink Jet. Now hold on. Now this is the point I brought up to the publisher. Is like. Is inkjet, isn't Inkjet a trademarked thing? Like, by somebody, like HP, somebody, like Inkjet is, is like a trademark owned by someone who makes printers. It's but not Mr. Inkjet. No. <laughs> and his but, response was, was, yeah, they should, we should probably look into that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. 
But we should was, ask. So he, was, he was a Sony guy, but the game's by AQ Interactive, so I don't no, even... No, that was an AQ guy. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah, the, the dude Sony. showing me the game okay, said AQ, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, so they should look into that. Maybe yeah. they spell it with a Q. Maybe it's INQ Jets. Done. Two Ts. Perfect. What? Um, I can made. dodge copyright law like a motherfucker. So this game is all rear touch. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, and it's, it's got a paper doll. All right. You know what I'm saying? Show yeah. me on the doll where you rear touched it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you got this paper doll, right? And yeah. you can use a camera to take a picture of a body. Ooh. Ooh. All right. And that body will get mapped onto uh, that paper doll. Now uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Patrick, I'm looking over here. Camera change! <laughs> <laughs> what do you actually do in this game? Hey, whoa. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to cycle the meme, sorry. Work, working title. You touch the back with four fingers. <laughs> One for each limb on Mr. Inkjet. That's it's okay. And uh, he's basically falling, man. And you're working his limbs to catch paper. What? We need a music track behind yeah, I don't know. Like, so, so there's a, a rope around Mr. Inkjet and he's being right. lowered and there are bombs falling out of the sky and you need to avoid those by bringing your limbs in or moving them out of the way of the explosives okay. but making sure you're reaching out to get the papers. And Yo, Mr. Inkjet is fucked. Can I, ask, can I ask a quick question? Why Why would you call this game Mr. Inkjet? <laughs> what about... Because if we, when you first paper. said... Because he's, he's a paper, paper doll, baby. When you, said it, when you said it was... Okay, Mr. Inkjet, I thought, like, okay, it would be like a crazy little squid or something, but... No, he's a paper, he's a paper printout. Game, actually. Um, yeah, and, and, yeah, squid would make more sense. So they, they have made uh, different mini-games using the Mr. Inkjet character from the Mr. Inkjet family of products. Uh, Sponsored by HP. Yeah. So, so, in, so in another one of those, uh, he is just falling, and there are other paper doll men falling, but they're wearing suits, and you got to punch them. All right, Patrick, I'm actually now legitimately turning there to you. There was a third one, but I forget what it was. Patrick, what did you do today? Uh, we saw XCOM. We did. We did see XCOM, which uh, you know, 1960s uh, Mass Effect. Uh, they've they've gone. They hadn't. Show, they'd gone dark for a full year after last E3 when everyone tore them a new asshole over what they were showing for XCOM. Then it was less that they. I didn't. That game looked cool last year. Yeah, I agree. I, I didn't I agree. look cool last year. It was less they tore them a new asshole as much as like when you ask like, so what's the structure of their game? They're like, fuck if I know. <laughs> yeah. I, they 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 were legitimately honest like. This is all we've got, and we're kind of figuring out the rest over the next year. And I mean, it, it didn't seem like like they had necessarily like fundamentally retooled anything. Like from what was shown last year no. to this year, it's 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 more of just like okay, yeah, you know, the enemies stuff. Now like, it's actually a game. The enemies it was like, more like a pitch video, like right, that, right. Arc, mm. like. Well, and so so in in the the theater demo, they when they were showing XCOM, they were like, you know, yeah, we were fresh off of Bioshock two, uh, so. You know, there was that. That was that was kind of where our heads were. So when we started working on XCOM, you know, there was some shit in there that was, you know, too Bioshocky, and uh, you know, so they they changed some of that stuff. They changed the 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 look of some of the enemies because um, you know they said yeah, the enemies a little too much like splicers, and some of the abilities a little you know, too much like tonics or whatever. Gotta harvest Adam out of these aliens. Um, Think about it. But you know, they've they've kind of it, it seems like they are uh, you know going to to lengths to 
uh, kind of incorporate and and kind of or you know interpolate some of the ideas from the old XCOM games because this is still a first person shooter. Yeah, it's a first person shooter, but it's also squad based, and there's also RPG mechanics with the with the squad stuff. They seem like you know they uh, Morgan Gray, uh, the creative director over two Marine, was up there kind of you know uh, talking about it, and you know he's very honest about like, look, we looked at what is sort of the base elements of like what makes an XCOM game fun, but also like that game doesn't sell anymore. So how can we take the sort of fun the the elements that people liked about that and modernize them for for an audience and you know the mm. yeah the, 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 the it, but even in this demo like Morgan Gray was very honest about like what stuff they haven't figured out yet like they have these squad uh characters that you you level up and you 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 uh, sort of customize for yourself but you know someone asked like well do they die and he's like I don't know that seems kind of harsh <laughs> so I got a completely different guy in a completely different demo. I mean, not completely oh, different, really? but but uh, they were saying like because afterwards there was a little Q and A in the theater. Yeah, and uh, talking about the you know the other agents that are in your squad, and they were like, yeah, basically, uh, you know, they don't they they will go into a penalty box if they die too many times. But so even the people on the game don't know. Yeah, so apparently it's, it's that's how much influx that shit is. Apparently, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like a lot of this stuff is up in the air. But uh, the the sort of the, the sort of base gameplay of again, my, my comparison is 1960s Mass Effect because it's the best way to describe the base mechanics. But I love I love the idea that uh, you know they're taking the XCOM thing of like you're doing like all the R and D, so like you'll collect um, different alien technology, but you have the choice of uh, you have to make a conscious choice during combat, like you'll see a turret, and you should just take it out, it'll make your whole combat sequence easier, but if you don't take it out, then you go behind it, and then collect it, then you can take that back for R&D, but you also have the option mm-hmm. of during combat to take that turret and redeploy it as a uh, player-friendly uh, structure, and you can do that even with like some of the crazy giant enemies you'll you'll find during the, the combat, there's kind of a, a risk-reward over whether you want to take that back for like a big weapon you want to research or you just want to like take out take out a room either way they are like definitely like a big part of that game big big part of the experience seems to be like really incentivizing trying to capture as much of that alien technology and R&D was huge next time like that was a massive part of of that game Um, so they're they're definitely bringing a flavor of that into, into the new one and like the style, it's got like you know Super Eights coming out this week, and had the same sort of vibe of like you know like you know uh, coming off of 1950s America when everything was like perfect, and like communism is coming in. They're sort of using that to sort of bring in the the aliens that have kind of like become sleeper agents, and it was like it was hitting on all cylinders for like shit I like, yeah. and yeah. I, I'm just I'm I'm really looking forward to that, you know. They, they kind of got a bad rap in Bioshock too because it was called Bioshock with a two on it, and I'm excited to see what those guys do. Kind of with their with their own thing because I think there's a, a lot of talented guys over there that had some strong ideas, but it's kind of tough to follow up Ken Levine. Sure, sure. I, I, I mean, yeah. To, to be and fair. it's tough to compete with you know the the legacy of of XCOM and, and people's fondness for that too. It's you know they took on the dash man. <laughs> <laughs> that is just X dash com. They're just like a studio of unenviable positions, aren't they? Like they just are constantly thrust into these situations of just like. Uh, they, I don't want to have to do this. They seem, but... they seem to be taking like Bethesda's approach that they did with Fallout was like, yeah. you know, you know, uh, you know, honor what was there and acknowledge the legacy, but you know, we're gonna make a good game. Like we're not gonna worry about doing that to the point that it harms our design. And I think as long as it's a good game, you know, they can have their XCOM fans like, what's the what's the Fallout one with like No Mutants Allowed? Yeah, yeah no they're like like oh. internally with this, they're just like, just don't read that site. Like we tried and like it's just not worth it anymore. <laughs> I mean I, there was there were elements in Bioshock 2 that were that were really great. I mean, regardless yeah. of, you know, 
how it figured into the mythology or whatever. But um, we also saw uh, Darkness Two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, not so much. I mean, I, I I recently played through the original okay. uh, Darkness. Um, and so much Street Fighter in it. <laughs> Some <laughs> no. Chiba movies are all in there, like on the in-game TVs. You can sit there and watch like a two-hour. You can. You can watch all. Yeah. You. Yeah. You can. And like, then there was someone on Twitter that like said like. I just wanted to challenge that game and see if I actually could do that. So I yeah. sat there for two hours and I watched like yeah, one of the TVs and you can actually walk, walk it all through. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like it, it didn't have like the flavor I liked of. I guess we didn't get any of the real story stuff. Like, yeah, the, dev, the demo was very like, "Hey, our combat is uh, good now," which it wasn't in the darkness. Um, understandably, that they would want to show that off. But this was different from what they were showing at PAX, right? I don't know. I didn't see it at PAX. Okay. You and I did. Oh, all right. Well, and I us have seen that game. It was a lot of like showing new darkness powers. Um, okay. That, shoot, that shooting is enjoyable and fun. And so what, what they were showing at PAX was like a restaurant scene where you're getting led to your this table. Is a, this is in a circus. Okay. Or, okay. Or, they, or they, a, they, a carnival. They, they, or they referenced that uh, that scene where you know hit ha- or you know attempted hit on Jackie yeah. and like that's where the the darkness powers. Uh, actually, no, that was an interview. Never mind. But yes. The, yes, that, that, that different was, that, scene. Okay, that, that scene was referenced. Uh, different scene, but yeah, this was just like you know, run through a carnival area, and there are these you know brotherhood agents that are trying to take you out with lights and kind of showing off some of the the light mechanic stuff. Uh, which whenever basically whenever there's bright lights, you can't use the darkness. You should have to fight a guy with like a um, lightsaber. Yeah, no, I can say the, the story stuff and sort of the sure. interactive first person sequences, uh, the, the commitment to first person uh, and, and narrative was my favorite part of the darkness. So. You know, the combat wasn't that great. That's not what I was looking to see if they could... You can make it... It was re- really obvious how a Darkness sequel would have better combat. I was curious to see what they were going to do with the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been made by, what, Digital Extremes, yeah. right? So I'm kind of already, like... Ended on a weird, you know, twisty cliffhanger. I'll, I'll be curious to see where they go with that stuff. What did you guys think of the directional control you have over, like, the, the we didn't, whipping... We, we didn't they didn't really get into it. This was in a theater. Yeah. Okay. Um, Judge... No, this is a bad Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, no, this was just in the theater, and they kind of ran through this. I'm supposed this. to be a judge. <laughs> I said that several times today. After, after yeah, I, see? Now you get it. After now, I, that, now that you've pretended what? to be a judge for an appointment. <laughs> More fun you because... You see how it gets, Because I got man. to do the Armada Sant where I was not a judge and just pretending to be. Yeah, that's, you, yeah so, you got it even better. Yeah. So every time you go to one of those appointments, do you just, like, yell, I am the law! <laughs> I am... The law. Uh, uh, speaking of which, I I, I went to uh, the Square Enix booth and uh, saw uh, Hitman, and uh, uh, also uh, quickly played through the uh, uh, the Tomb Raider sequence, the the demo stuff that they showed during the press conference. Which uh, you know, I I played it, and it it is a game. I'm not sure that there's a lot for me to say about what it's like to play that game because it's you know it's, it's now that you've played it, played it, do you understand my hesitance about it? Certainly, and and if I hadn't seen kind of the other part of it uh, along with that, like that, I, I would have been like, oh, like when does this become a Tomb Raider game or you know, kind of a game? Yeah. Really, I mean, I saw, I saw that other part, and I think it was it was worried like when they started talking percentages and saying sure. half the game is going to so, so it's like half the game is going to be like half a game, then. But then, the, but then the other section half. they showed was you know, big wide open environments. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. But uh, uh, Hitman. 
uh, you know, I owed back to that since Blood Money, and uh, that was actually the only Hitman game that I had played, and I actually fucking loved yeah, Blood, Blood Money. Yeah, Blood Money is awesome. Um, and uh, what, I, what I loved about Blood Money, and, you know, there's a bunch of IO cats there that, that, that... So they actually played through, and this, this was a sequence that you saw. Yeah, this is a sequence where you're disguised as a cop at one point, and come on a hippie who has bong and you grab the bong and then hit another cop in the face with it yeah <laughs> this happens I've seen it confirmed demo end yeah. um, uh, That's, that is it is pretty close to the end of the demo yeah <laughs> like you, you fuck up these two cops and then walk out into a train station completely anonymous and it pulls you know does the pull back so, so like and you know IO's giant crowd tech at, at you know hitting on all cylinders in that sequence kind of as he's walking out into just this gigantic fucking crowd of people uh, which which looked pretty cool. And walking past like tons of cops, yeah, dressed up like a cop, who were like, "Hey, I thought they transferred you." To- so, so there's so, that, <laughs> so so it's it's kind of like there's they're not talking very specifically about story stuff, but like at, at this point, there's a manhunt for Agent yeah. Forty Seven, and you're in Chicago, right? You're in Chicago it's the library. It's about time they're kind of after. It's like, hey, this guy's been murdering people yeah. for a really long time. We should maybe do something about that. Um, Nobody's incognito the whole time. So like so someone's been murdering. Yeah, it was a mailman, and then it was a cop. And we heard it was with all. You think someone would at some point look at the back of his head and go, "Hey, why does that cop have a barcode on the back of his fucking head?" And scan him. Why is he killing that guy? <laughs> um, so, but you're in this beat up uh, 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 library, and it, it has a lot of kind of the, you know, they they showed a lot of kind of shooting sequences in that, and I get that when you show a, a game at E3, you show some gunplay because if you just showed that that game the way that I. Whenever I get like my best playthrough of a Hitman mission is when I don't shoot anyone and I am never even like directly pulling the trigger whenever someone dies. I'm just standing nearby and can then just completely like calmly walk out of the scenario and just you know drop them in a shark pit basically. Yeah, yeah. Like I I loved that about about Blood Money. It was it was my absolute favorite thing about that game. So uh, so when they were showing all the shooting stuff, it's like you know it's cover based shooter for that stuff. I'm like. Okay, that it, yeah. it, it has that stuff, and I get it, and, and it seems like they're being um, a lot more forgiving than you know past Hitman games. You you can't get shot very much, and uh, he seems a lot more resilient. Then again, they were also you know E3 demo, so yeah. whatever. But they've uh, they've introduced so, so it, it had a lot of the, the same beats that you expect from from Hitman. Still, of like you're you're in hiding near groups of characters, and there's just tons of dialogue and that dialogue is you know just you're eavesdropping on this dialogue and it's really informing you like you're getting to know like okay there's this kind of young rookie cop and he's been part of the squad and there's this asshole captain that's giving him a hard time about uh you know not being able to keep the lights on in this place and you start kind of finding the threads like they they leave you these weird you know kind of breadcrumb trails of like okay here's how here's here's a potential path to explore to figure out a way to take out these guys without anyone noticing or, or or you know Getting, getting through this stuff real real slickly, but they've also added this mechanic that's like a some sort of like kind of assassin's vision or something. I can't remember what they called it. Maybe they called it detective vision. Um, but it's so it's it's not it's not just you see you, you see dudes through walls, but they then they not really call it detective vision. <laughs> yeah. You see dudes through walls, but then there's also like you you also see and, and it's it's a thing you have to like charge up. You have to you know, do stealth. You have to do like stealth takeouts of of some enemies to charge this ability up. Uh, but it actually gives you. Yeah, you actually see like a kind of short-term it's path. Intuition. Intuition. Assassins. Intuition. Something. Yeah, something like that. But th- you actually see a small path on the ground, kind of like this is where this guy is going to go. Yeah. 
so you know get out of that way so you can come up behind him and, and it's not even like a very long out. path like you yeah. see like his next maybe five steps yeah. or something yeah. like that so. Uh, so it's it's something it's something that's useful for someone that's very nearby but when you're not in stealth and like if you're in in costume you can also use this when you're getting near a guy uh to, to actually kind of go to like do like a little incognito move so like you're walking past a guy oh actually this was this was the part that I really liked I thought this was fucking cool for a hitman game and this is this like makes the stealth stuff so much easier to, to deal with there's kind of a it's it's not always visible but there's this central HUD element that appears kind of when there's an enemy like when when you're in disguise like dressed up as a cop take a cop out take his clothes um, and like when you're kind of walking past guys when they're starting to become suspicious, like this kind of, like it's it's like it's in the middle. It's it's kind of this ring-shaped area, basically, and it starts off as kind of like there's just a little line on the side. And as they become more suspicious, and you're closing to breaking cover, it actually starts coming to a point. So you actually have this great kind of graphical feature to know, like, because it used to be like I don't know how long and how close I can actually get to these guys before cover's busted and I'm fucked. And you know, in a Hitman game, usually when your cover's busted, you are fucked. So to be able to have this, like, okay, I know that when this actually comes to a point, that's when I need to. That's that's when this is all going to go bad. So being able to kind of use that to manage, you know, where you're going and, and how you're you're pathing, I thought was uh, a, a really cool touch. But uh, there's there's also the, the the thing where like when you're walking by a guy, if that that point starts happening, you can use that same ability, and he'll do a thing where he'll kind of like put his hand up and kind of like move that hat a little bit to the side and oh, kind of like you know kind of collar up, kind yeah. of shoulder up some to. To just like, and, and you can use that to then to you know reduce that and, and shrink that yeah. down. And I thought that was a, a nice, cool touch. But uh, you know, other than kind of these 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 things that they've added and the uh, the you know just overall you know, production quality of it, uh, it definitely felt like Hitman game, which I thought was was really good. And in traditional Hitman, uh, 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 you know, kind of. In, in my my way of playing Hitman, I like to talk about how I love to do these super clean uh, kills. But then, like, yeah. I go and pick up the game after watching this demo happen, and uh, I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna try and do this as stealthy as I can." Literally, like three minutes in, and I'm dead from all of the bullet holes from all of the cops. So, uh, that's not a game that is is particularly fun to play in front of people. And there were like three IO dudes in the room watching me, and you know, kind of trying to guide me. So I appreciate that, but at the same time, like, I don't. I don't want people to see me playing Hitman. It's just something that's... Is this your secret shame? For playing Hitman? It's, very personal. <laughs> it's like peeing. You can't do it in front of people. It's... it's, it's uh, you can't? You put that on the back of the box. <laughs> knowing the I- Hitman's like peeing. Knowing the IO guys, I you know, wouldn't, wouldn't put it past them, but... Uh, Fair enough. So at one point, uh, Vinny and I are hanging out in the, the back of the booth and uh, uh, talking to the IO guys and... and uh, uh, I can't remember how it came up. Oh no! So I was, I was telling them specifically the love, you know, just walking straight out, you know, totally clean, and, and no yeah. dirt on the hands. And Vinny says like, "Oh, well, you know, it's better than uh, going out in a body bag." And he said, "Oh, you know, what? actually, that would be kind of cool to have a sequence where you actually get into a body bag and you know have you know someone yeah. drag you out, like you know someone else unknowingly drag you out of that, and that's kind of the end of the sequence." And then uh, I can't remember who it was, but one of these guys there had been on the Hitman series since the very beginning. That was Vinny that said that. Vinny said that. Yeah. This guy, like, turns and looks at him and just daggers. And he actually says to Vinny, he says, I hate you now. And, and Vinny's kind of, like, didn't know how to respond, wasn't sure exactly what was going on. But it seemed like I, what, they, what he then said is, like, I can't believe we've made all of these Hitman games and we've never actually had that sequence. Like, how did – I think he, it, it seemed like he was pissed that 
that Vinny had just kind of off the off the top of his head just said, oh, here's this cool idea. Maybe you guys, you know, that would be kind of fun. Whatever. And they're like, fucking... <laughs> that is, by the way, that is the worst. Because uh, they were saying, like, yeah, it's actually really goddamn hard to come up with all yeah. of these different ways for you to sneak through these scenarios. Like, and then you dress up like a milkman and you drive out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so and then I, you transform into a snake. So I think, I think it was either one of two things. Either he was, like, legitimately pissed that this yeah. guy just came in and did that... Or that's already in this yeah, game, and, he and he's like, "Fuck! This guy already knows one of the things, and now he's going to see it in the game. And he's going to think that we ripped that off from him from this mention." So, uh, so when you look, when you see the body bags in the new Hitman game, think of Vinny Caravella. Think of, think of Vinny Caravella. Um, I'm sorry, Patrick. I, I took you over there. It's cool. A little bit. Or were you we done? Change of cameras. I think that uh, that I may be partially responsible for <laughs> if it actually goes through uh, one of the achievements in uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. And what I, achievement I can actually would that talk be? about that now. Okay, um, do it. So a couple weeks ago, when they had all their pre-show events and stuff like that, um, you know, the Capcom had one, and they had that game played played a lot of it. And they had the characters that they unveiled here, like Sagat and uh, Julia and stuff like that. And Bob is in that game as well from Tekken. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm playing with uh, with uh, with Jose uh, with from uh, Electric uh, Playground. Yeah, reviews on the run, uh, I believe. Yeah, and uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's two a.m. Yeah, and um, what I what are they? Yep. Um, so and and uh, we we both we both kind of came to the realization that uh, you can. You know, with the way the versus screen is built, if you pick Sagat and then Bob, it's just straight up says Bob Saget on that screen. <laughs> and we're like, yo, we're playing as Bob Saget over here. <laughs> and like, Seth ended up taking a picture of it, and or, or someone did, I, I forget who it was, like, said, taking a picture of it, put it up on Twitter, and then realizing that Sagat had not been announced yet, and immediately <laughs> removed it. Uh, but too late at that point. Too late at that point. <laughs> that's where that. That's where that screen came from. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. At the same time, breaking news: great. Sagat is in a Street Fighter game. Well, yeah. Shocking, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and it's like you got to name it. You got to have an achievement called Full House, where you beat the game with Bob and Sagat, or or Bob Saget versus Bob Saget in there, and and just just call Full House and go. So if that's and there. Is there a way they can yeah, put Uncle yeah. Jesse in that game? Maybe, maybe. So. He was in the previous Tekken game, right? Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, Patrick, is there anything else that you wanted to, to bring up from today's travails? It's 2 a.m. All right. <laughs> Change we're, camera. We're, sh- no, we're shutting it <laughs> down the, then. It's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, no. that's definitely the word. No. No. No, stop talking. <laughs> and that's what and then like another, the door opens and like nine people walk in. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I was that's the only way tea. this podcast would keep going. <laughs> or, J- or J.J. Abrams. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Suge Knight comes through. <laughs> Suge Knight, Hulk Hogan, and Kadeem Hart. <laughs> hey guys, we heard you guys were doing a podcast. Let's go. We brought a connect. <laughs> Come take a seat, brother. You guys see that? You guys see that Normandy brother? <laughs> Turgid dude. <laughs> All right, we're ending this thing. It's gone on far too long. Um, uh, Logan and Greg, thank you guys for for Logan, Greg, and Greg, thank you guys for coming and, and sitting oh, here, on the couch, as well as the the rest of the the uh, super giant team. 
um, and uh, Eric Pope and John Drake for yawning their way through the evening <laughs> like a couple of champs. Turn on that gas. I'm going to die. That, Gary, that, thanks for coming out. Joke. Good to see you. Pleasure as I always. I miss you guys a lot. Um, we miss you too. Yeah. Uh, and uh, with that, we are, we are going to say uh, goodbye so from, uh, <laughs> from here at the Bomb House. Tomorrow's the last day of E3. Not yet, not yet. Tomorrow's the last day of E3. Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. I mean, I'm leaving. All right. No, we're all, we're all going to leave here. No, you're staying because it's your house. Oh, no. I have to stay here. <laughs> you have to finish those beers. <laughs> <laughs> I opened all of these. I took one sip and like, eh, maybe another one of these. This one's not quite. This yeah. one's the Duke of Beer. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for uh, everyone for watching us here. I'd like to thank uh, Vinny for, for running the first half and uh, Drew Scanlon for uh, manning the boards back there uh, for the second half. Uh, you guys are champions. Uh, yeah, one more day of E3. We'll be back with our final day wrap-up tomorrow. We'll see you then.